Get to the drop pod. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Phosphex Party. Yes, it's been a while since we've been on. Uh, Ross moved house, the insensitive git, and, uh, but he's now in location. We are in his kitchen. He, uh, Shay Ross. Very nice house, don't you think, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, Excellent. Um, but so, hopefully we should get a bit more frequent now with the podcast. Now we've got our tech servitor in his cage and he can't escape. <laughs> in his cage. <laughs> Back in your cage, boss. So, uh, that, let's do our intro. So, I'm your... Um, First host, my name's Dan, and going around the table we've got... I'm Ross, Ross. I'm the Servitor. Hello, I'm Spencer, or sometimes known as Spin, and I'm Ant, known as Anton. Big Ant to other people. <laughs> Little Ant to others. He's a grower, not a shower. <coughs> so, um, that's the introduction. So, uh, for... <laughs> That's wrong. Descended that, really that. quickly. It's just like, it's like from hello to soapy tip wanking about, but it's actually flat. <laughs> now you're talking. Um, why so, is it gonna be soapy? So, why would you not? Because you friction. Oh, friction. Friction. Other products available. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you not you know, watch Pornhub Spence? Yeah, but that's that's a level to. of premeditation that, that a lot premeditation. of premeditation. Like you, you don't premeditate a tit wank. Because no. it's really hard to like. It's a spontaneous thing. It's beautiful. Unless you pay for it. Well, well, yeah. Well, well, that's not like that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering, Ross's partner Lily just walked by. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking quite concerned. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> as you'll be aware, uh, or actually, you might not even remember because we only had one entrant ultimately, didn't we? But we had a competition for the to win the retardant. Now, the retardant was. Uh, an idea that Ross came up with it was what would be the most retarded layout for a contempt of dreadnought uh, we involved a couple of displacement um, beamers and yeah, conversion beamers wasn't there conversion two, beamers. two conversion beamers and I don't know if it had anything else on there it's, like, a, the... it's super illegal because you could only arm a dreadnought with one conversion beamer oh really yeah. okay. oh that makes it even more retarded then well that's why that's what was the point <laughs> that's the whole point <laughs> the whole point is you've still got an opportunity to win this now we've had you what... a mortis with two no I don't think mortis can have them Okay, well, I, well, I don't know. There's a mortis you're building. You know, one, one, one of us should really have a rule book handy <laughs> for this kind of stuff when these come, rather than just say, I'm going to fucking close it. I don't know. If someone put it across the table for me, I'll be like, legit. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're going to have to get it further away than that, mate. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just so going to be basically, mild get, tickling of so my nipples. My plan is just to get close to you and then it's useless. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. To be fair, it would make a really good AA gun. Put it in a drop pod. That's the. It would, sh- it Why would do. you put it in a if drop it was pod? Shooting at ships in orbit. In drop pod yeah. Everything. <laughs> you imagine a conversion beam shooting at ships in orbit. That would be epic. <laughs> <laughs> pro- it's a got- D-strength weapon. You could probably stand it on a-, a moon and fire it at the sun and tear it in half. <laughs> Just don't miss. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. How can you miss the sun? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Be blind. Is it even like that? Ah! <laughs> don't look directly at the sun. I can't target it. What's that bright thing over there? Imagine if contemptors could be confused by bright light. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, when spins roll in dice, they can be. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or when you don't just walk into the light. You know, like. <laughs> don't go into the light. Don't go into the light! <laughs> anyway, so the point being is, uh, we're going to roll over our retardant competition. So um, when this podcast is released, if you like and share the post for the release of the podcast, we will add you to the list. And for the next um, um episode of our podcast we'll do a draw and the winner will get the retard knot and we'll paint it in the legions of colors i say we 
it's probably going to be me, isn't it? Yeah. Why do you? Why? Well, you can do it if you like, Em. I have a sort of mouth. As long as, as, long as, as, long as it's... If it's Russian green, you'd be well out. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Sons of Horus or World Eater, you're probably fine. Yeah. Other than that. I could paint it in Ultramarine. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing Ultramarines as well. So basically, if you are a collector of Ultramarines, Sons of Horus or Worries, <laughs> like the page and share yeah. the episode. Other than that, it'll probably be me. I could do me. White Scars, because I know how to do White. I could do... Um, White scores don't they don't do dreadnoughts like no, yeah no no the button um, what about um, that heresy legion dark angels that's it that, that heresy, heresy legion, legion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can do black in dark angels yeah you have you have learned how to do black so yeah. I can do most of it all right okay well do you, do you, you have a cho- you have a choice of painters then so if you win you can pick uh, which legion you want it painting in and you can pick which of us paints it as long as it's not spin. Well, you could pick spin, it just wouldn't get to you. <laughs> yeah. I could send it to you in grey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plastic greens. <laughs> fresh, off, fresh off the... Uh... I could build it. It's about it, it wouldn't be built. Yeah, in fact, I'm not building it this time. Somebody else will build it. But if we get spin to build it, it'll need 11,000 different parts. <laughs> it will be the most bling contemptor dreadnought in the universe. I'm not thinking about what I could do to it. Don't. Oh, God. Stop now. Why don't Stop. you make like, a little foxhole for it? No, have you not seen someone made loads of dreadnoughts with tracks instead of legs? Mm, and they, they no, look like they look like Johnny Five hit the protein. Like if you want to do anything, I'll make it like you know, not using dreadnought legs, but like the uh, like a four legged thing, like it was like a support weapon type. Oh, do you mean like um I mean, like the armager or whatever it is called? Not the armager, the um the onager. Yeah, the the, the, the Dune Court. Yeah, call but on a smaller scale, so more of a. Didn't one of the Legion of Lives guys do Alistair that? Alistair did it, yeah. yeah. All his, he, did that, he did that for the. All his um, donkey rodeos. Yeah, for the donkey rodeo. <laughs> the Donut Roundhouse. Oh, that the was Donut Roundhouse. The, um, <clears throat> Tartarus thing, weren't it? Yeah, Tartarus. That's the thing. <laughs> You're on it tonight, Andy. <laughs> carry, carry as I mean to carry on. Have you been out of that resin glue, have you sniffed? Well, too I'm, much. I'm on my third pot. Excellent. Now. I'm doing quite good. Okay, so anyway, the long and the short I can is, confirm that Immortus cannot take. Uh, um, those weapons that we were talking about earlier, I've forgotten about already. Look at that. You, I say the anal thing, spin makes it happen. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's no worries, man. It's as it's, it's much about knowing what people's buttons are before you press them. Okay, so the thing oh, is... The we, should, we should point out as well, mm. if you share the iTunes link, we'll also add you to the list. Yes. Because the, the person that actually shared it last time shared the iTunes link. Yeah. <laughs> so so any, any share that we can attribute to somebody, be that for the uh, SoundCloud or iTunes... And if you've liked the page already, fine. You can just share the podcast. If you've um, not liked the page, though, with a like and a share would be perfect. Okay. So, still in a chance we're in the Retardonaut. Let's move on then to um, what we've been doing. And it has been a very long time since the last podcast. Um, we know that Ross has moved house, but who wants to start? Do you want to start off, Ross? You yeah, I'll yourself? start. Um, I packed everything into boxes. I moved in with my parents for two weeks. <laughs> fail. <laughs> well, well, you say fail, but like for whatever reason, the people who sold us this house, the house they were buying, uh, the garage had a window in it, which the council had no knowledge of this window, mm. which made it illegal, apparently. Anyway, so that took a couple of weeks to sort out. I moved in. I took all my boxes up to the office, and they're still there. Excellent. So you've not done any hobby at all. I bought you some been since the last time we recorded, because obviously there was a period of time. Since while the last while I was boxing miniatures, yeah. 
Oh no, I haven't done anything heresy related because I paint. Uh, I painted an Orlock. Oh yes, heresy, oh, yes, heresy. Yeah. That was so loud, Dan. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> no, but no. I don't know if you've built any more of your tech marines since uh, after that. Period. I've got my three. You've got your three. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many more tech marines does a man need? He needs about. If no, I'm not. I'm not going to three three tech marine covens. That's a bit. That's a bit much. Yeah, but we've run missile launcher uh, servitors. It doesn't stack though, so. Well, yeah, I, but that's more stuff you I can, can just make on. one thing really irradiated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not well. <laughs> <laughs> His skin's coming off. <laughs> Oh no, don't. We watched that the other night at yours, and I was sat there and I was like, I just remember what happens at the end. And um, Joe's Joe's missus looked at me, like, gone out, like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, I I don't want to go. And I'm sat there, like, don't cry in front of the guys. (laughs) Don't don't cry. It's like saving private Ryan, you're like, man up. (laughs) Say, no, saving private Ryan's fine. You know what? You know, um, that's that's harsh, that one is. Hunger Games. Oh, when when Rue Ru dies, the little girl. She just doesn't dodge fast enough. Well, well she <laughs> did, clearly never did, played dodgeball. Didn't, didn't press um, square on the PS controller. No, the, the first time I watched that film, I was I bawled like a little really? bitch. Yeah, yeah, I don't wow. know why. Okay, it, was, it just came at the wrong time of the month, mate. That's all. Fair enough. <laughs> no, Saving Private Ryan, I can't watch that film. The first, In fact, the first 15, 20 minutes, I can't watch without... Is it because it's historically inaccurate? No, 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 no. 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 If you want to talk historically inaccurate, let's talk about fucking Nightfall. Yeah. It <laughs> I knew this was coming. Suck my hairy historian ball. <laughs> Fuck so, it. So, Fuck so, it right in the eye hole. So, so what is this Nightfall then? Oh, it's about uh, Templars. Oh, no. Night yeah, Templars. It's not got it's guns. I'm not interested. It's not guns. No, it's do, you know, do you know what did make me cry? You know the 40k movie they made? That made me cry. What, with laughter? Oh, no, it was just so bad. That was... They got serious actors. They had, the they had though, actors they? to the voices, and they took a Dan Abnett script that was really good, and then they were like, oh, it's not visually flashing enough, so now the chaplain's Crozius can do fweem powers. <laughs> and I was like... Burn heretic! Basically, oh. like, all, because they, they spent all the money on the actors, and they went, yeah, you know what, we're going to take all the money away from the actual development of everything else. Yeah. Oh, you know, I know, I know this is kind of way off topic, but you know um, Lord Inquisitor... Yeah, you know how he was like, "Oh, I'm talking to Games Workshop," uh, and then he released a video a couple of months ago that was basically like, "I know it's the most popular thing we've ever done, but we're scrapping Lord Inquisitor, and if you want to give us money on our Patreon, we might make something 40k related." And I'm just like, "Fuck off!" Oh, man. So you were saying about uh, Seven Point Run? Yeah. So the first 15, 20 minutes, I can't watch that without blubbing. It's it's too too traumatic. It's horrendous. Yeah. With the, uh, the, the beach. It's pretty horrible. It's isn't horrific. Isn't Dunkirk meant to be just as bad? I've not watched it yet. Dunkirk's not too bad. It's, I've heard it's, it's meant to be good. It is, it's all right, but it's one of those ones where it's kind of, it's so frustrating because you've got all the guys lined up, like in true British fashion, like queuing for cups of tea. Making a queue. And they're getting strafed and bombed and shelled and you just yeah, want... Yeah, that was and, something and, I never and, understood. And it was one of... Oh, because, that, because that's... Well, uh, not to go into it, basically, it's the only bit that could get out of because everything. Yeah, they were surrounded. Were surrounded. But then it was one of those ones where because there was everyone was so calm on the beach and was like, oh, "Fuck it, was fuck all we can do," and they just kind of stood there and died, or they just tried to swim out and then it, it was. It, it's worth watching. The only bit that kind of made my shit itch, like you know, with your yeah. with your historical sort. Well, you see, Templars are my kind of thing, though. Yeah, so. but they're just because all fucking racist bastards. <laughs> well, whoa, 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 fuck that shit. Yeah, fucking infidel bitches. Um, 
No, but it's... Gee, what the... This, this <laughs> well, podcast well, has gone off well, on a hefty well, tangent. Of, you know the weird thing? The word infidel comes from the Christian dictionary. Does it? Yeah. Anyway, swiftly moving on before we get you know, called ISIS or something. Bollocks like that. I don't think um, we're going to get called ISIS. I will. Why yeah. would you get called ISIS? Because he's, he's searching stuff on Google all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's on all sorts of watch and lists. The, the, anarchy, the Anarchy Cookbook was my favourite. <laughs> do that, man. <laughs> anyway, um, no, no, but the only thing that kind of um, freaked my rigging about... Uh, freaked my rigging! Was, ...was basically the, the... I think it was either Spitfire or Hurricane, I think. It's Spitfire. That is it ran out of, ran out of fuel... But still flew, and I'm just like, what is that? Or it was just like I was just sitting there going, that is abs. I don't really know a great. Isn't it? Didn't he say it's bingo fuel or something? Which means it's at the point where it's going to turn around. I don't know, but it was just one of those things where his propeller wasn't turning. I'm not very. Oh no, right. If the right because the. They were only built just to be in the air because the propeller was going. Well, but this is it. I don't really know massive amounts about aerodynamics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Apart from if I'm bold, I can swim faster. Do you know the original um, Spitfires, if they went into a nosedive, the engine would stall because all the fuel would rush into the... No. Into, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they, they farmed it out. Ross's They basically facts. went, uh, we, can't, we can't fight the Germans because our planes don't work. Yeah. Can someone, like the engineer corps, please do it? I think it was a woman that it came up It was a woman with, that yeah, sourced yeah. it out. She came up with it. She was like, this is how you do it. And all the blokes went, oh, I'll take credit for that. <laughs> But well, anyway, so, 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 so uh, yeah, and they flew them to the airfields and everything. Yeah. There was that woman who died a couple of weeks ago, about like 90, or about a 90, 100 year old woman. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyway, so, um, <coughs> so yeah, that's my only bit was, was obviously the plane at the end. I was a bit like, mm, okay. But it was, it, apart from that, it's quite good. It's not too bad. But I want the Bane's flying. Huh? Yes. <laughs> who? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh, oh right. He never takes his mask off, does he? Because he's the pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else? What else? I want, I want to go and see Mile 22 or whatever it's I called. I want to see that. That's meant to be good, yeah. I want to see that tomorrow. Got my name in it, doesn't it? Uh, Mad Damon. Mad Damon. Yeah, but the thing is, though, when he what was that What was that <laughs> spy <laughs> film that he was in? Um, Born. Born. Yeah. yeah. That was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that was Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. It really wasn't, Alan. No, it wasn't. Taking the piss. And say Democles. <laughs> right, we're, we are way yeah, off. Well, well, off well, there are, there are right. people tuning in now because they think we're a current like a current topics podcast, and they're going to be super fucked up when we start talking about <laughs> Horace later. What's wrong with Horace? So, so the thing about the <laughs> what, what do you mean? What's right with Horace? Oh, okay. He's a wrong. He's a wrong one. Right. Okay. So that was that's Ross. So Ross has basically done nothing other than move house. I think that's a fair summary, isn't it? Really? Um, it's fair play, really. It's been a while. I painted an Orlock gang, moved house. I bought a Mark II assault squad, Ooh. and then I've done nothing with it. Oh, fair <laughs> play. Mr. Spencer, you've been a bit of a hobby monster recently, uh, haven't you? Well, I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, August is a very busy month for me, so it's been on and off, but. Um, because I went to Orton and talk about this later, I went to that hobby, uh, that uh, Warhammer World campaign weekend. There was a few extra bits of pieces I needed to sort out for that because it was a 4K game. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think for, since the last time I recorded, um, I'd done the Warsmith. Um, I'm nodding. Yes, you did. Have, yeah, 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 yeah. Done, done the Warsmith was, I think, the last month before the last time I recorded. And since then, so what I've done since then, I've done. Um, Couple of veteran squads. So I'm, what, I'm remembering what I painted. Yeah, I've got one of the veteran squads <laughs> was, was the new one. Thing? A fire actor. I don't know whether these things I've built since the last episode though. But the uh, I did a, a second veteran squad mainly because uh, up until this point I've had no 
more than one veteran squad, so I'm not being able to do any real right to war. This is this is a pure spin. So, Spin, tell us about the vet squad you built to be snipers. Uh, and the oh, timing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. And the so, timing of it. Uh, I mean, you, you, you might have seen pictures on, on our page. Uh, I've shared them to the Iron Warriors group as well. But uh, my first veteran squad was based around them being marksmen. So, uh, obviously, they got sniper all and they got outflanking this. Other. So, the idea in my head was like, these guys are going to have better technology. So, I put them in Mark IV armor and then give them all like bionic eyes on their heads. So, a source of a bunch of bloody bionic eyed Mark IV helmets. I've put them, the missile launch packs on the mucks. Yeah, because they because they got the scrubby targeting yeah, on. Yeah, sexy. So it was always represent the sniper rule and yeah. the precision shot and it was like that. And then before I actually got to play them on the table, they they changed the rule <laughs> uh, and lost marksmen completely. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they basically all of the stuff I done to represent that rule had uh, it no longer exists. Yeah, so. but you, you just pulled a full Stallard and made them weapon master vets instead, right? No. Oh, you didn't. No, no I use I use them as the uh, whatever the well, not the name the, of the rule uh, is the, the scout rule where they get scout. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Al- Alflank's still fucking awesome. Oh yeah, Alflank. Al- uh, they, they represent. You know, they're there to be just a vet squad, really. Um, yeah. um, but what, that was Ross's favourite units. Well, not anymore. It'd be fine. They're fine now. Dude, I only ever had one unit of vets. Yeah. Oh was, no, I hated them. I'm with you now. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was my ironic. That was my first. Well, that was my first unit of vets, and it was the only unit of vets, so I couldn't do like part yeah. of the lead or anything like that, and uh, didn't have any normal terminate squads either. So. One of the things I was doing for as part of the uh, building for the campaign weekend was to start getting more standard units in there, all mm-hmm. the units I could then utilise to put into right to war, uh, like part of the legion. Um, so did a second vet squad. Uh, this one um, was Ant's fault. What? Because you suggested in the last episode. I'm pretty sure it was the last episode that I should look at doing them as. Um, Oh, assault pioneers! Yeah. So I had this idea of making and, them like more. That's the army's greatest <laughs> regiment ever in the world. Is that right? Yeah. Is that because you were in it? Absolutely fucking. Yeah, you just stuck your thumb to that bike. So they're see pro building. So the idea behind those is they're a little bit more heavily armored. They're a bit. They've got like melted weaponry. Uh, so there'd be tank hunters. I threw some power axes in there. So if I wanted to make them weapon masters. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a, a good mix of uh, bits and pieces there. Uh, they uh, for the campaign weekend they were going to go in a um, in the Achilles that I've got uh, along with the siege breaker to represent the siege aspect of the army for the games that were about siege. It's, it's a beautiful Achilles people. It's it really is. Beautiful. It really is. That like, the painter one. You, you posted uh, pictures of that one. Not on the. Not you've taken pictures last week, but I've not posted them on the page yet. I need to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I got the second bit squad done, which is the the sort of pioneers. Um, I was quite happy with those, uh, how they turned out. Uh, I then did a, a, unit, a normal unit of Terminators with combi plasmas. Um, Smart. Uh, they weren't standard, though, as usual. Um, <laughs> no, how many different Terminator kits did So Two. If three. I remember, it was Gorgons. Gorgon torsos. Yeah. Uh, but I used the leftover um, Death Shroud, not Death Shroud, the Great Warden Great legs. Warden. Because they've got that kind of like spiky bits on them and a bit like bits. the cataphracty style. They're a bit similar to the um, just airing in their style. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I had to do was scrape off the uh, Death Guard symbol that was on the belt. Heresy. <clears throat> and then uh, put in some of the Iron Warrior heads. Um, so, yeah, and that was it basically. Then just put on the you know, cataphracty arms. Uh, I can't remember what else I did. That, you did the the bloody land speeder from hell. Oh yeah, that was the. Other oh one. sweet merciful oh, Jesus! This yeah. this land speeder it gave me anxiety. <laughs> so so like, whatever you were doing with it. Um, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, guys, yeah, you guys out there would have seen that uh, Forge released a uh, event only, or uh, it's, uh, you get it through Forge or directly um, from the shop. Bear in mind, uh, it's 50 quid. Yeah, it's 50 quid. 50 quid. So, uh, but I'm not a fan That's of right, the. That's right, he just sells the, a couple of his peasants. It's what, <laughs> it's what they call the retro land speeder. So, retro. It's, it's designed to be uh, the same style as the, the original first edition land speeder. Yeah, it's, ba- uh, it's basically uh, two uh, marines strapped to a big fan. I, I have called it the suicide speeder at times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, so the, the not in the face class land speeder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I was never a fan of the first edition version of it. Anyway, mm. uh, I always liked the second edition land speeder, which had a bit of a canopy to the front. Um, Just as an aside, GW did at that time have a, a real thing about putting crews in really precarious positions. Do you remember the Eldar Walker? Yeah. Where it basically got this, this skinny space anorexic strapped to the front yeah. of, a, of a power yeah, loader. Like, they didn't they have a power, field. A power field around it. That's yeah. why, uh, power field, like, power field. It's right, okay. I'm, I'm a space marine. I'm wearing like uh, a, basically a suit of armour that makes me a tank. That's exactly all how they got And then I'm just going to get in a vehicle that is just two massive rockets and a gun on the front. Yeah. It, it makes me fly having, in my tank armor. Having essentially a bonnet attached to the front of it <laughs> it's not gonna it's not gonna do a damn thing but yeah i always like the uh, i was always a big fan of the second edition because that's kind of when i kind of got into uh like 40k was around the second then so because you're old yeah we're all old ross i'm actually not the um, I'm, st- I'm still denying it i'm, I'm still not actually the person in the room for once so uh this is rare for me it's something terrifying uh, I checked the, on the BBC website. It has had a, a cheerfully entitled link. How long are you going to live? Oh, great! Right? Oh, it's just the heart age thing. Kind of. I, best case scenario, I have got less years alive left than I've already lived. <laughs> oh man! Holy shit! Yeah. Well, if you're not, yeah, I'm going to be less than that. <laughs> Based on my lifestyle. Piss flaps. Um, That's all I'm going to say. Piss flaps. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the land speeder. So um, yeah. Basically, I was always a big fan of the second edition Land Speeder, so when I saw the retro one, and I was a little bit, uh, and then I had this idea for trying to recreate a um, a retro second edition Land Speeder. Yes, you did have using, a fucking idea, didn't you? Using the retro, basically, what I did was take the retro Land Speeder from Forge World, fifty just, quid. Just so it's cut across as a point, why don't you just get an old one from eBay? Um, they were actually weren't that easy to get hold of, <laughs> and they're made of metal. And yeah. you could, you could li- if you dropped it on the no. table, you would kill. They're not made of metal; they're made of lead. Put it, put it in a sock lead. and twat some. Uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, I it. I, I, I think if I got one, I would have used parts from it, uh, and then attached. But the, because they're made of metal, then using the the resin kit, then it would have been a pain in the ass. Um, actually, to what I let me, let me just quantify ass. that: a bigger pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, all, it was all to do with actually the uh, the campaign weekend. They had a scout force. This is why a lot of the reason why did. the bits and pieces that I did. Uh, they had a um, as part of the rules pack. They said that there was a uh, some missions that were specifically going to be a thousand point scout force, which you could only take certain things. A bit like back, well, I mean, back in the day of uh, like the combat patrol, where oh, okay. you could take vehicles that have got a maximum thirty three. Yeah, yeah. Right so around. basically, a so it took out like you know your big dreadnoughts. It took out various bits and pieces, and uh, to me that kind of really. I really like that. That was what the bit I was actually most excited about. So I mm. built this thousand point list and had this land speeder in it, which was to be a Countess Javelin. Um, and I proved it through the, the guys who were in the event. They were quite happy with the, the conversion the idea that I had. And what I did was take a plastic land speeder front yeah. and mash that onto the front of the retro land speeder. I'm going to be honest, it looks really cool, but it looks like the Cadillac version of the <laughs> standard land speeder. Yeah, it but does, I think yeah. that's why, the reason why that worked out. That, I mean, <clears throat> 
And you made the point about it that the front should have been pulled back further. But when you actually look at the model up close, you realise that with all the retro controls, it kind of had to sit where it was. And if I pull it any further forward back, mm. the the nose that is how hold houses the uh, motor mounts would have been. Stick out the front, it? Well, see, when I saw it, I immediately had low rider playing in the back of my head, <laughs> and like the two guys in the front had got like you know the the, the suspension that throws the car so around. So basically, you're saying they're cholo marine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty much a. Uh, but th- th- that actually helped towards the whole idea of it being a javelin because the javelin's a little bit bigger than a normal land speeder, so it kind of worked for it. And then what it was bolt on uh, a couple of the uh, missile launchers from the. Typhoon, is it Typhoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typhoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All those, and then added some extra bits and pieces. But they, the hard part was the pilots. Oh, sweet, merciful Jesus. Yeah, so they were not easy. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why it took someone to build the kit, actually, because the, the retro one at the moment is only in Mark 6 armor oh. for the pilots. They are releasing a standard release model later. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Just use the Mark 6 and then justify it with bullshit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> would that be what I would do though? Well, it might not be what you do, <laughs> but it's apparently what the, it's acceptable for the community. Anyway, um, I basically, um, I know that they're releasing a mark, they're, they're releasing a version that has got more weapon options on it to replace the standard land speed. No, they're not. Have you not seen this? So they've changed the what they originally planned to do. So they're going to release the land speeder with the older marker crew, and then they're going to re- then they're releasing a second version of that land speeder with the weapon options. So the first one will have the same weapon options as the retro, the, the retro one, and the other one will have the others. Because originally they were just going to release one and then a weapons pack, but then they worked out that fifty pound plus fifty pound is a hundred pound. The Trixie Minxes. I know someone taught them maths, and <laughs> yeah. So have they been listening to your what your idea of a business model should be? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't claim any benefit. I mean, I'd never told them to do that to the prices internationally. But it's fine because we live in the UK, so we don't have to pay <laughs> anymore. Where's that? We're not going to go down that route. Uh, no. Anyway, I so think we are. We've started now. No, no, we can't do that. Back the truck up. Uh, so yeah, basically the, the land speeder was what I, literally that it was a retro land speeder. I managed to source a couple of the uh, the, the pilots from the uh, javelin, which is Mark IV, uh, and then just bolted those in, um, and that was that. So yeah, basically that was the land speeder. That was what. But that's what took up a lot of time was getting that built. Ready so, time for you to paint. Um, yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm all painted now. Uh, so, <laughs> how many points have. So, that painted that in the last week, didn't I? Uh, literally, the, the days went up to the, uh, yeah. to the event. Um, Let's not do that again. Um, <laughs> so, how many points have painted in Iron Warriors do you have now, Spin? No, no, let's, let's go back to when you originally offered to paint my Iron Warriors. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't. No, 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 so you go to events. Yeah. Events are generally two and a half thousand, three thousand points. So it was when you get to three thousand points, we're sorted. Somehow, I've got the best part of five thousand points worth of Bible. I've not. That's if you fully like add on loads of kit and everything like I've, that. I've Whoa, still got. I don't know I've, how. I've still got a Leviathan in my painting oh, cupboard yeah, yeah, that right. I, I need to finish. <laughs> Ah, so that's another, what, 300 points? No, that's including that. Oh, that's including that. Okay, because basically, this motherfucker. Because the, uh, the campaign we were giving, we were, we were, we were talking about this in a minute, but the, uh, it was going to have a 4,000 point game in it. I was like, oh, well, I'll see what I've got and see if we can fill out 4,000 points. You went, and, ding, I went, ding, ding, and I basically ding, ding, went, 
I'll add everything that I know is painted and add everything, every option you can add onto it. Well, no, because your original plan was to get Steph to paint your Perfurion for you. And there was that as well. And then all of us went, oh, no, that's a cunt move. <laughs> and then someone brought a Warlord. <laughs> yeah. Oops. What? Three Warlords yeah. were at the so, event. Yeah, three we, Warlords? Three yeah. Warlords at the event. They, 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 they must be from the Far East, surely. Oh, one of them was homemade. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Homemade? Yeah, because it was a Lucy's pattern. Had a tin foil and fucking... It was a Lucy's pattern, I think, so it was definitely not a legit one because it was... I should really know more about Titans. We'll get onto that later. But uh, yeah, You should know more about Titans. Yeah, you should know more about yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to figure out what Lucy's pattern is. I think I know that it's the one with the boxy shoulders. Yeah, it's yeah, the classic yeah. epic version. The last yeah, version yeah. of the epic version. It was a metal one. It was a 28mm version of that with different weaponry on it. Did it... And then there was two Did it look any good? Uh, I didn't get a close look at it, so I saw it from a distance. That's like a, a diplomatic nose. Well, no, that's, that, that's true. I've been to events where I've seen warlords, and from across the room, they look absolutely outstanding. Amazing. And you get up close, and it looks like somebody's painting them with a roller brush. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you the, when say, you do I'm, the whole I'm, twenty eight mil. Does it look good on the tabletop? Well, yeah, but this is a warlord this is time, so it's about <laughs> it's about twelve foot away. Yes. Uh, to be honest with you, the, uh, there was only one that I got a closer look at, um, which was actually into the uh, painting competition. Um, I can't remember the name of the legion it was painted, but that was really nicely done. Mm. Um, the other one was kind of black colour scheme, so I didn't really. I was it's probably up. Mortis if it's got black. Mortis uh, is in vogue. It was purely black, just pure black with like gold trim. Yeah, Mortis. Is that what that is? Um, Halford's spray can. But yeah, they, they were in, because it was a narrative event, they essentially put those warlords against each other, so it wasn't like sort yeah, of I mean, that, by yeah. a warlord. This is what we've talked about um, in the past, where you know, if you're going to do a narrative event, it, you've got to put some thought in. It can't just be a tournament by any other name. No. no. It, it, well, we'll talk about that in, uh, about the event later, but they... Um, well, how do we get onto this? Um, it's your, your 5,000 uh, 5, points. Oh, 5,000 points. So yeah, basically, the, it was, the idea was, uh, I'm wondering if I can even make 4K out of what I've got painted, and it turned out I've got 5K. Um, Boom shakalak. <laughs> and I don't know how that's happened. Um, well, you kept building stuff, and Dan is too nice to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's all done now. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I can get freedom. I'd have to um, you know, figure out how to do it myself. So. I've, still got, I've still got a screenshot of you saying on our Facebook page. It's okay because I'll be able to paint them soon or something to that no, effect. That was probably about six months ago. I'm yeah, no, it's like... longer than that. It's longer than that. But I've got it for when for when you when you eventually get down yeah. to paint your next army. No, no. Hey, I've got I'm, people pay me money hey, for this shit. I was going to say, so, no, if, that's if, true, if, yeah. if Dan does it again, then I'll be paying. <laughs> oh, he's yeah, paying. No, no, that's fine. So Ant is actually hobbying as we speak. Is that hardcore hobby? Indeed, I am. Some, some outrider bikes there, Ant. They are. These are um, lovely to stick together. But these are going to be for my world eaters because I've now well eaters actually what, what, what have I been doing? I've, let's have a thing. Right. So according got, to Jonathan Keeble, has the most incredible Russian today. accents in so, okay. the world. Yeah. So today. That's more German actually. So, so what I did today was I picked up some Sons of Horus Reavers because they had chain axes and I went, oh, they look nice. Anything with a chain axe? It's a winner in my eyes. Um, switched out the shoulder pads, whacked on some normal shoulder pads, shaved away all the Sons of Horus icon, icons, and hey presto, I've now got a World Eats Command Squad, which I started at um, like 7 o'clock this morning, I think it was, or 8 o'clock this morning. I dropped it off to a, dropped my little girl off to school. And then broke out the airbrush and basically just went for it. And yeah, they were complete by about four this afternoon. So they look good. Solid work, man. Nice. Yeah, you posted, mm. you posted on those on your own page. Yeah, yeah. I'll put a thing with Uji on the, um, the Fast Facts Party page. 
But um, yeah, so I did those, but then as well as that, I've got two um, smaller dread claws or whatever they're called. Ambulus. Thank you. Yeah, um, Ambulus, yeah. So they're nearly Democles. They're about off. Fucking Democles. <laughs> they're about, they're about, I don't know, three quarters of the way done. I'm just doing all the metal work and then I can start the weathering all that shizer on it. Um, I've got the two big things, Car- Car- Caribius. 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 I don't know. Give it a spin back in your box. Just, just, <laughs> oh, a spin's gone red. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost his shit. This is it. Here we go again, bastards. Right. No, no, it's, it's legit, right? Because there's, there's a lot of stuff in the game I can't pronounce. Yeah, but it's all about hey, me, but, baby. No, but, 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 but for some reason, it's, it's all about me. The words he comes up with, he replaces them. For some reason, when, when me or Ant, or, well, sorry, you are Ant, when me or Dan <laughs> or Spin say something that's wrong, the other person goes, oh, hang on, no. hang on, hang on. Who says it. stuff wrong? <laughs> you, you have done it before. Kiss my sweaty ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So when me or Spin say something wrong... Thank you. Dan doesn't go, well, you fucking dickhead. That's just a Spin thing. I don't, he just pick it, he's bullying you. You know what? I don't give a fuck because I paint my own armies. Yeah, baby. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I know the people's armies. Yeah, well, yeah. That's yeah. yeah so anyway, so yeah, so I've got a four drop pod to complete. That's my two and a half K of World Eaters done. And then I'm going to be moving on to an armoured type list. Um, from a world eater, so. Um, oh yeah, we had the conversation about you know which one of these uh, Sakara and battle tank uh, hulls would a uh, world eaters have, and I went the one with the Punisher cannon because yeah. it's just some loon with his finger stuck to the yeah. trigger. Yeah. Ah! So yeah, so I've, I've got that kind of that's that's that's, that's yeah. kind of ready to go. I've still got a few bits to do on that, um, but yeah, I painted all my infantry from the world eaters, um, did all that, did the command rhino, did the venator. Um, so I've done all that. What else have I done? This is the last time we recorded, remember? Yeah. yeah. So, and my point is that I've built a one veteran squad, one five man terminal squad, and a land speeder. I've painted it. I've like, built that. I've painted it. Dan painted it. You've done most of the 2,000 points. Yeah. Well, no, two, two and a half, I think it's two and a half K. So I've done about, I've done about 2,000 points. More tea, Vicar. I'll get it out. Um, <laughs> trying to think what else I've done. Absolute machine. I did Big Dave's Van Sar. They were really nice to do. They look good as well. Because obviously they, they were in obviously the world's best colour. Um, <laughs> Save that. We might come to that later. No, we need yeah, to talk about that later. Okay. Um, so then with world's best colour. Um, then I did some, I'm doing two guild ball teams. So I'm about to finish up the fishermen for women. They've been really nice to paint. Really nice oh, models. The te- most tedious game in the uh, fucking world. Nice guild models. Ball. Nice models. I've played 12 games of guild ball and every single one was identical. They were identical. I'm trying to think. Let me have a look. I've played all the guild ball. You did yeah, the engineers, you? Yeah, I did the engineers. What else did I do? I did the fishermen. Oh, I did some Adipus Titanicus. I did me. Um, Oh. I did my um, uh, heretic titans. So I did a red and white warlords and then blue and white um, knights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they look good. We should post pictures of them as well. What else have I done? Let's have a quick look. I can't remember, to be honest with you. It's just like kind of a, mash, a mashed up into like one massive painting I session. I think since the last time, there was, there was like, we got Kill Team together, didn't we? And yeah, Broma 3D and printer. And that was wow. good. What were you printing? Well, basically, I've had a filament jam and I haven't got the balls <laughs> oh, no. to, unfit, well, to, um, <laughs> to, un, to undo it. So and, and just glued himself to the table. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've got to mess around with 3D printer. I did a four-man Elixir team for... Um, Yes. That was that was popular. It's uh, <clears throat> alright, just keep backing away and shooting. You notice how we not played Kill Team since? Yeah, I know, but you know what? I played Ali and I just fucking butt raped and was great. 
I'll never forgive him for that heresy game. Never forgive him. That's why when I played Titanicus last week, I blew his fucking legs off and just washed him for... Jihadi Allen, man. Yeah, man. That's Venusians for you. Venusian. The thing is, I'm just going to point out as well that... that Ant is here scrolling through his phone looking back for pictures. Oh, I did the lightning. And you did the lightning? Oh, yeah, yeah I, did, I did the lightning. He's looking back for, and Dan's just kind of like, oh yeah, cool, looking at the Any minute now, it's going to be, it's just going to be a flash of dick. <laughs> that's further down, man. Is that further no, down? That's further no, the way down. it works is the faster he goes, the more likely you are to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's the Tyler Durden <laughs> yeah. one frame what? of porn. What yeah. does it become like a flick book? Oh, the other thing I did as well, Which thinking about it, um, I was bored one week and Giggity. painted 120 goblins in the Oh, yeah, man. They are goblins, though. Yeah, they were good. They were good. So, blasted out 120 goblins in three days. You um, went to Ibiza, didn't you? Yeah, went to Ibiza, went to Tenerife. Yeah, with your surprisingly, with your sister's friend who was surprisingly popular. Yes, Lisa's, in fact, it's Lisa's birthday today. Is it? It is. I'm I feel sure like I've missed people something. interested in that information. Mm-hmm. Do you know who this, I'm sure we talked about this in the last episode, didn't we? No. No, yeah. this because the last episode was before he went Oh, no, this was during the, uh, the Kill Team night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think I think to be honest with you, I've had I painted some Gates of Antares. He's got Ross, uh, Ross all sorts uh, of stuff. Uh, went on holiday to Ibiza with his sister, with his sister, brother, uh, her husband. Yeah, mm. but then went with this uh, friend of your sister. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So everyone saw these pictures and instantly went to um, like every five seconds. Who's this? To the point where we actually renamed you in the chat with yeah. Uh, so, so who's, so who's this? Who's this Lisa woman in your photos? It was a good. To be honest with you, Ibiza was so fucking expensive. That's nuts. We, we, we went. We went into one club. Um, I can't remember which one it was, um, and it was nine pound for a bottle of water. Damn. Wow. Nine pound. Really. We we went to. Uh, this, this Get out- ready for Brexit, Britain we, we people. Went, we, went, <laughs> we, went, we went to this outdoor club that closed at twelve. It was like basically I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was good. We saw some French bloke called um, Dave Guetta or whatever his name. Dave Guetta and um, throw some chips. <laughs> Just and, some it, and for for a for a Jack and Coke, it was about twelve thirteen. Oh, fuck me! And, and, and it was, and it, was ten, it was ten euros for a, um, a Coke. But you know why though? Because everyone's just. But the thing is, though, I didn't. I got offered all sorts, but I had to be good. You took half of it. No, I had to be good. We're too old for that shit, man. Why? Why would you have to be good? Because You're on holiday. Because I've got responsibility, haven't I? Was Isla there? No. Well, like, fucking what responsibility no, then? See, this is it. it doesn't you didn't want to, like you didn't want to get shouted at by your sister, basically. No, it's not you that. can you can get pilled up to fucking little tiny pieces and then <laughs> have a massive come down on the plane on the way home. I tell you, there was some fucking sights over there, though. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, you sent us pictures. Holy shit. While we, while we were getting excited about Adeptus Titanicus release, you were like, look at me on the beach with that ass <laughs> oh, in the no, background. No, we need to point out, Adeptus Titanicus dropped and went on the morning of his flight to Ibiza, picked up two of them. <laughs> yeah. And then was like, do I take one with me? <laughs> okay. No. I couldn't put it in a suitcase. The, it was the best big. of it was, I said to Ant, can I borrow one of your rule books? And he went, just take one and give them me when you get yours. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> then, yes! While he was out there, he was like, uh, yeah, Dan, can you take me pictures of the cards? So of course I can. <laughs> it would be my pleasure, so young, young yeah, man. Oh, I'll my be... God. Yeah, so I took the... Tenerife, was it? No, no, that was like Ibiza. So, yeah, so I was sitting around the pool reading the Adeptus Titanicus book, surrounded by basically chavs and townies, and it was it was fucking comedy value. Yes, mate, you want to play some Titanicus? <laughs> no, no. And I would just, I would just, my sister's sitting there going, What are you reading? And I was like, You won't understand. And I was like, I haven't got enough crayons and time to explain it. <laughs> Do you 
remember the time we went out, right? Oh, dear. And I was, I was chatting to your sister, just having a chat. Yeah. But fucking Pete went over to you and went, Ross is trying to fuck your sister. And you came <laughs> over for a few minutes and went, are you trying to fuck her? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not now, am I? <laughs> That was the night when I sat down on the oh, side of the dance floor and you're like, what are you doing down there? She'd be dancing. I went, come oh. and sit down with me. Sat down and we're like, look at the level we're at. Buttock level. <laughs> that was, that was also the night that Pete went around the dance floor slapping girls' asses and then stepped to one side. There are many occasions we've, we've been out with Pete and we've just kind of like, you know, just glossed over it. Pete's a proper sex pest. <laughs> well, he's on a few. He's a proper sex pest. My favourite thing about drinking with Pete is he'll, he'll, the music will be going and because it's really loud, he'll forget that the sound travels. Mm. And he'll nudge you and go, she's wealthy! <laughs> and she stood literally the same distance away as I am from him and she can clearly hear him. And only once have I ever seen anyone turn around and go, yeah, I am. Because <laughs> all the other times they're just like, fuck this. What is going on? Yeah, it's the 21st century, Pete. Get oh, we've got some wheels to watch yeah. all that. Time. No, yeah. I'm not going to... Uh, you'll get me arrested. Anyway, oh, so oh, you went to Ibiza. Yeah. And you read Adeptus Titanicus yeah, while you were there. Yeah, and I painted a fucking lot of models. Cool. An awful lot of models. But yeah, yeah so um, I'm, I've just started Some Sisters of Silence. Um, oh, yeah. So I've stuck together three squads and converted... Um, a lead sister superior woman you uh, are you going to get Janisha Krong yes yeah, yes I've got yeah. um, one of the lads quite um, luckily who was at the Warhammer Open Day ironically when I was in Ibiza um, bought me one on the day um, however I keep forgetting to get it off him um, so I've got a £35 model sitting in someone's house so what's your conversion to be I thought that was oh no no you know, the, you know you had the um, oh, the, the three Character boxes. Inquisitor Grey Facts. Yeah, it was like this female. So I basically chopped her head off, whacked, gonna whack a normal head on, got rid of a crossbow thing, um, and gonna, um, I've given her a sword, got rid of the backpack, filled in the Inquisitation symbols, and basically that's it. What head have you given her? Huh? Just, one just gonna give her a box standard head, um, and that'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still quality though. This is it. <laughs> gonna give some head, um, and that's basically what I'm gonna do with her. Um, how many how many moon tubes are you plan on getting? Um, well, the guys over at OFI were going on about a sisters list, so I emailed one of the guys over there, and I can't remember which chap it was. Michael. Yeah. So I, I emailed this chap and said, "Look, da 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 da." I want to give Magnus a fucking kick in. Basically, so I just can piss all over Kirk's chips for a piss take. Yeah, yes. Um, and and just because he's a good lad and, and he knows how I play, so I'd play it, like. He'll take the kicking with good Yeah, players. yeah. But then it's also one of those things where I'll forget half my rules and he'll fucking spoon me in. It's anyway. all right, don't worry about it. What he'll try and do after your game, he'll probably put sisters into his army. Well, yeah. He, he's, I hope he's listening to this because <laughs> this is words of wisdom for you, Kurt. You need to break out of the cycle of. The last thing that fucked me is good. <laughs> I need to break that cycle. This is it. Well, stand by. Stand by. Yeah. Um, no. So, um, so anyway, so I sent an email over. He sent me this list, and it had uh, lots of like rinse and repeaty stuff. So like you know, th- x amount of squads. I can't remember what's in it. Um, loads of dudes with swords and, and all this kind of shit. Um, but they've all got um, the flashlights in it. <laughs> yeah, flashlight <laughs> tanks. That's what they are in there. Um, Do you know the, the moon, moon tube? tube. No, that would be the moon tube that Ross was referencing <laughs> yeah. earlier. The Inquisitors. I've still, I have still got a stat. I will buy a, a, somebody a pint if they, during any Warhammer World event they can smuggle a flashlight onto the gaming table and play with it for more than one turn. No, no, because no, we've we've had this discussion before. The neckbeards will smell the latex. <laughs> 
And it will be like feeding day in the zoo. <laughs> no, when see, you say play with it, under the table, or... No. Oh. No. no, I'm saying, I mean, so just infiltrate, like it becomes a tank. No, the, thing, the, thing, the way to do it right is you know obviously where you've got the, uh, oh, the, the entry points yes. you just cut that out plonk it on the front of it jobs are good and no one would notice you need a big ass drill to call that out because it's a hot is it a solid piece? No, no, you, I, don't, you, I don't think it'll be a solid piece of resin I it say, it'll be like a termite it. surely it'll it'll get yeah well, there's a guy called Winters SEO um, and he does mm. loads of unboxings he unboxed it and it's a fucking really nice bit of kit really simple but really nice do you know what I miss about RFI Acquisistas. Acquisistas. Is that because it wound up Dan? Yeah, <laughs> mostly. And then because Dan complained about it and he, he started pronouncing it properly and I feel like we might have broken it a little My bit. My work here is done. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Acquisitors. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm doing sisters. Um, I'm, even think, I'm even pondering um, a loyalist faction. So I can either resurrect the Emperor's children... What? You're so not Ultramarines. Yeah, the Ultramarines are loyalists. Yeah, well, they're just like. Kind and of, you did your. They were, you did your Empress children as loyalists. As long as right? you ignore Imperium Secundus, the Ultramarines are loyalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Daddy's totally dead. Let's start our own empire. Yeah. Sanguinius, cool. sit on the throne. Oh, it's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, yeah, but he had a bit of a hard decision because the first person turned up was the lion. He was like, oh, I don't really want the lion on the front. Yeah, because you turn around and like, hey, do you want to be the new emperor? Why have I got a sword in me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, the, the Ultramarines were a bit of a kind of. I just wanted to like piss on Alice Chips because he was going to do. He was going to do them, so yeah. I just painted like three thousand points. In Too about. slow, mother humper. I, I painted like three thousand. I've, I've actually only played, I think, one maybe two games. You took it, we did the doubles the, thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, played, I played three games with them. Is that yeah. the only time you played? Them? Yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. used them at Tarsus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. 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 Those jump pattern were hilarious. Back. People were like, "Why the fuck have you done that?" I'm like, "And why?" The, the noise that just deafened everyone was Dan punching the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, people. But, um, such a, it made such a good noise. Yeah, so I've, I've played with my Smurf six times, and I've got probably three to four Ks See, worth. what you need to do, then, is you need to speak to Ali on the D-Lo and be like, what, what Loyalist Legion do you do you like? What would you be doing next? <laughs> what what Loyalist Legion could I do that would break your Venusian hearts? Okay, we know that he's looking at doing the Custodius. So. No, he's doing Thousand Sons, isn't he? Well, he yeah, was he's... doing Thousand Sons, and then... Is he, doing, is, he doing the, is he doing the Custodes? He keeps saying he's bought a load of Custodes, and every time someone rags on Custodes, he's like, there's been an FAQ, they're not overpowered, and I'm like, they changed nah, one I thing. I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't touch those fuckers with a fire uh, man. Honestly, in your sister's list, you just need one shield captain, one unit of Heterion guard yeah. with the teleport homers. What what just, fuck? just for one. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, <laughs> what the fuck is a shield captain? Shield captain's boss man. Okay, he's, he's, yeah. so okay, yeah, it's like the Praetor. Right. Yeah. Remember, here we go. Right. Small, win- Hetz- small, the, small pictures and diagrams. The Heterion, Heterion guard <laughs> with Anton. This is it. And through the round window. Heterion <laughs> um, guard the are like the the uh, command squad type. They're the, like, they're the guys that go around with shields usually. They're hard. They've got, so they've got the spears, they've got swords, they've got shields. Because you know what? Standard what custodians are not hard enough, so they've got some super elite motherfuckers. Okay. And are these just plastic dudes? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you well, can you, yeah. Way, so you, yeah. you, just, you just get like, because well, you can have three Eterian Guard and one shield captain, all mm. with teleport. That's like 2,000 points. It's not that way, it's expensive. No. And then just when you want to deploy some hyper-violence and really push home the fact that Book 7 is a piece of shit, mm. you can deep strike them in and your opponent will instantly like walk away. What's the point of that? 
because it's funny. I want I want to play a game against Spin where I don't make him fucking curl up into the fetus right. position right. and start rocking. <laughs> <laughs> I played a thousand point game against Custodes. Yeah, and it was a great game. Yeah, but to you paid King Fluff. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, you see, the thing so you is, you can do it. My point if, is that you can have a if, fun game against for, for it. It, it does, it does make the point that actually you play the, your opponent, not the list, mm. and you can have an arsehole with a decent list, I mean, and they still. An he arsehole. absolutely tabled the shit out of me, but it's not a fun game. I've, I've just refrained from saying something controversial. To, to, to be honest with you, I'm probably because when we were talking about this in the, I think the WhatsApp chat or whatever it was the other day or the other week. And I'm tempted to go with militia or yeah, um, boy. It's the way right, forward. Right. Well, the reason why was because you need some anti-tank. I want some anti-tank in Wait, there. are all four of us looking at militia for this year, next year? No, I only want to. Well, the the thing is, though, is it, it was either it was either I take some of the, the custard tanks with like some big fucking guns on the back, and I was going to paint them the same color as my flashlights, so they're going to be black. <laughs> Should I stop saying that? No, keep that, saying it. Is, man. That, is, no, that, your, is that your trigger? It's just for one moment. I was like, you got my vision. What the fuck? <laughs> I just had you in a shelf with loads of flashlights on it, <laughs> and then my brain caught up, and you meant Aqua Sisters. Well, well, you is, see, well, the thing is, is though, what I could do is I could actually I like just buy Lucy one, at the weekends. Chop the fronts off it, and then mold it. No. And then just... And then no. No, 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 no. You see, the, 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 going back to your actual... I mean, I could, actually, you know what I could do? I could put it on the floor and make it like, you know, like the, the Sarak pit out of Star Wars. And never had the Sarak pit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... There is a black colour scheme for custodians. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm doing, I'm doing um, really dark metals for my sisters. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it like a bit of a blue tinge. Uh, top tip. Uh, a colour you might want to look at in the scale 75 range is called black metal it's very nice oh, well the thing is though because I picked up the you know the badger multiple oh the oh, metal smith yeah, yeah, they yeah. are really cool so I picked up those I'm going to have a play with those have a bit of a mess around so I've done them sprayed them black sprayed them I think it's um, Villaggio gunmetal so they're really really dark silver um, and then I'm going to kind of have a faff around from that point so yeah I've got quite a lot on at the minute really cool. geeky wise so it's quite good what Excellent. About, what about you? What about me? Um, my life's not my own anymore. So um, my hobby progress has largely been painting Iron Warriors. It's been <laughs> funny, though. Not anymore. Not anymore. You well, you say free. that. You're now free. You're now free. Fly, you fools. <laughs> Fly, you fools. Um, you say that. Uh, I suspect... Well, we, were t- we were talking about something earlier. You were talking about building something else for them. What was that? Uh, what, me? Yeah. Uh, uh, stuff for the 30k challenge channel. Oh, that's right, yeah, I've yeah. Not said that I, I've not said that I wasn't expecting you to paint them. Are we not? Well, no. Not unless I'm paying you. Okay. We all heard that, folks. He's yeah. not... <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. Well, well, like I said... Ant's gone for a piss, but he's about to discover that the toilet isn't upstairs. <laughs> Excellent. He'll be, be disappointed. If or, he pisses on my bed, I'm going to be sorry. <laughs> there you go. It was a small toilet. No, they, they, it had they, velvety cloth inside. Yeah, if a, uh, channel, uh, it's the 30k channels challenge the channel oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, there's a I've got a came up with a list that meant I needed extra stuff, so I've gone and bought some extra stuff. Okay. Uh, I wasn't intending on you painting them. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm happy to pay you to paint them. To get, yeah, but so the thing is, I don't, I don't want to throw shade, but you know, in Spain, where the people take the really old religious art. And then they try and like modernize it. This is why I was thinking. So, no, 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 this so is, no, you this get is. something dab painted, which would yeah. be like the uh, the Not picture of Jesus either. before, yeah. and then you get the picture you did, and it'll be like crayons. I use crayons to fix this. Yeah, no, 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 this is what I was thinking. But you know, oh yeah, I was expecting you to. Uh, yeah, I was, if you were going to do them, I was going to 
I, I quite I quite happily pay them for you, mate. It's not a problem. Um, Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. See, I'm right. glad I'm not the only one thinking about this. This uh, right, thirty k challenge and, and something big. And something big is that the before it? Oh no, for the uh, for the challenge. <laughs> was I brought preferring. What are you gonna do about that? Well, no, no, just put two legs down. Were, that's it. Were you not in the chat when uh, Jihadi Ali was like, technically, it's a walker? <laughs> oh no. That was he did see. Like, yeah. Get back in your Venusian sex box. <laughs> <laughs> put your moisture polyps away, you freak. <laughs> moisture polyps. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there's that. So I've been painting Iron Warriors. Um, obviously. For those of you that follow the 30k channels, you'll be aware that um, I'm going to be the face of 30k channel for Adeptus Titanicus. Don't let your girlfriends or wives watch this. No, it'll be fine. They'll be fine. I thought you meant his. I was like, girlfriends? He's got <laughs> he's got a wife. I have a harem. Harem. <laughs> uh, so I've actually been building um, and painting Titans at the moment. I've finished two Warlords, two Reavers. Can we... Just take a slight, you know, expanse on that. Hmm. So you, you you pick your colours for your for your for your titans. Yes. And you, they're very nice, absolutely superb. <laughs> oh dear and, God! Um, how many colours have you come up with for your knights? I've painted them six times. <laughs> Wait, the miniatures, or have you used a, an app? No, no. Pa- literally painted the miniatures six times. That. Six times from scratch. Then God, no, that's bullshit. So has your has your um, sonic bath been working overtime? Yeah, I might have to get a second one. You paint the entire unit and then repaint. To be fair, okay, I've not repainted the exoskeleton, the endoskeleton, because that's just fucking silver and things. It's been the carapace and the armor plating. uh, Six six different color schemes I've gone through. And you didn't find you're happy with though. Yeah, half cesarean. Yeah, half cesarean. Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. I did it. Did occur. I thought that I might get shade on the basis. It's basically a painted imperial fists. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, 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 they're basically imperial fist um, templars. Yeah, that's what they are. Exactly what they are, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't like it as well. No, they're not. Oh god. So yeah, so I finished that. I mean, we can stick some photos up. If we're talking about people getting carried away with stuff and going to unreasonable lengths, so uh, so. Um, I think Anu should put this post up originally, didn't he? About saying, you know, don't paint your... Oh, well, think of a background. It, yeah, we it, talked about this before, didn't we? About yeah, we did. Oh, Anu, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, people and opinions are like arseholes, aren't they? Everybody's it got one. took my creative license! <laughs> it's like, no, in the box, fuck off. Yeah. So, anyway, so I came up with... Because I didn't... A, I didn't know much about any of the standard um, legions for Titanicus. So I didn't really know what the, uh, the, the colour schemes. And I wanted to be kind of... Uh, a colour scheme that I could go with that could either be loyalist or traitor in essence so I came up with a bit about uh, just a few notes basically and I gave it to Ross to write me some fluff and then what happened Ross? Uh, it's currently 7,000 words long <laughs> sweet merciful Jesus <laughs> that's what you do though isn't well it? the thing is right he gave me this is how the the star system works this is the three planets that are populated this is the general theme. And I was like, cool, I need to research like Monsters of the Deep, people that have written books about like the ocean and stuff like that. And then, obviously, Gods of the Ocean, because that's how naming conventions in Warhammer works. So I went off and did that, and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they took a tithe from the populace for the forges? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'll work that out. So there must be this many people on the, wor- on the world to, for it to be sustainable. It's like, yeah, Titan Legios. And then I was like, I need to draw a map so I know where things are. And I've ended up, like, I'll show it in a bit. I've got a hand-drawn map of... The, of um... but, uh, can I just point out that he hasn't come back downstairs? He's, if he's gone for a shit in your bed, <laughs> that's really bad he's times. super lot. There is an ensuite. 
So he might be looking for that. But um, if he come down with Lil's knickers on his head, <laughs> he's done weirder stuff. <laughs> like land. But yeah, like they've got a hand-drawn map of the island, and then a hand-drawn map of like the big islands in the other island chain, and like, just oh no, what's that? That's, that's heating coming on. Oh, he's washing his hands. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, hey, he's a clean right. boy. No, but it's like um, I've just for some reason found it really interesting to delve into like the mythology of the sea, and then I've ended up with essentially what is Pacific Rim with Titans. <laughs> Which is what I was going for. Yeah, but then for some, for, from out of nowhere came this like really convoluted Alpha Legion scheme to play the Titan Legios off against the Imperium and Horus. So yeah, it's, it yeah, it will make sense in the end. Yeah, baby. But I've, give, I've given myself ten thousand words. That's that's the most that's I will write. Yeah. That's dissertation. Even into mid sentence. <laughs> you, could, you could submit that and get a grade for that. So yeah, so uh, it's uh, Legio Profundis, which is the Titan Legion, and I got um, not two night houses, House Melusine and House Rakausha. I think. Rakausha, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So uh, yeah, so all my Titans they're done. They're looking very nice though. They're very nice. They're all right. They're all right. Uh, I've done. I've finished all the bases, but it's taken me an inordinate length of time. But it's the way I paint stuff. So I work out a, a system and a scheme for it. Work out how to do it, and then flat through them all but because I've had so many false starts with the chuffing nights um, it's taken me much longer than it would have done normally anyway what they like to paint over this small event um, we, we hear about this I, I think I think the uh, the titans are quite complex to paint they're more complex than an equivalently sized model so I think if you're painting a knight for instance 28 mil knight that I think that's a simpler painting challenge than painting a titan Okay. Did you drill the holes on the bolters and last cannons? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I uh, drilled the weapons. Point three mil bit is what you need for that. I'm, I'm so good. Do, do, you know, do you know what? The fact is, I, I brought some hobby stuff to build tonight, and I've not brought me reading glasses because, so I can't really see what to, to do it. So if I can't see that to build a fucking building, I'm not drilling a hole in a <laughs> gun barrel that small. It's not happening. What's, what's wrong? Don't you want to do it, Dan? I thought you were like kind of, you know. The man who can. Have you lost your touch? No, I've still got the touch. I just like sex as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's more time in my life for other things. Um, yeah, so what else? So the Sons of, Hor- no, Sons of Horus, the Imperial Fists are on a bit of the back burner, but I've still got, uh, I can take them up to 5,000 points with probably about three or four weeks' work. Uh, Were you adding to that for the... Surely the Sons of Horus yeah. are also on the back burner, though. I don't know. I might sell my Sons of Horus. Well, I've never really finished them to a, si- a reasonable sized army. It's not like I've got two and a half grand or anything. I've got effectively 1,500 points. I thought you'd they... sold them. Ah, therein lies the tale. Uh, let's not get into defamation, but let's say I did sell them. I had five other bidders who were going to buy them, but I'd already sold them in inverted commas to somebody else, and then the said person backed out at the last minute, which um, I remained surprisingly calm about, but I was... That's because you're <laughs> a legend I was... That was tectonic fury right there. <laughs> that slow I could literally glory. have murdered somebody at that point. So, yeah, so I never did sell them. So the, it lied to be a question of um, sticking them in the sonic bath and stripping them and painting them again. Well, the, the reason why is because you, wanna, you, you reckon you can do better, don't you? I can do a lot better now, yeah. And it was your, I'm a breakthrough list that completely tabled me that you was your... It was, a de- it was a decent list, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would probably do something slightly different, and I still quite fancy doing a Sons of Horus army. But... Um, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to paint another thousand points in that style because I, I can do that style better. Yeah, are we allowed to use a podcast to try and sell stuff? 
Why not? Well, yeah, why not? I'm only after cost, man. It's about 350 to 400 quid. But this is this is the fucked up thing, right? I've recently decided that I'm not 100% sold on my my Martian bases. <gasps> yeah. Considering the amount of people that ask you every time how you did it. I know. And then, I, I don't know, I've had this idea that I kind of want to transition into... Uh, black, like Black Ash. No, not Black Ash, but like, you know, almost like the... Um, almost like the Sector Mechanicus bases. So I don't know whether to do it as if the... Oh, what Necromunda base is. Kind of, yeah. I don't know if I should do it so like it looks like the sands are blowing into. See, uh, similar or... to what I did with Spin's base on his Iron Warriors, which is, uh, I've got a desert... Um, it's called Desert Dust. Uh, it's from Woodland Scenics or something like that. Just weathering powder. And it's a little dusting of that over the painted base and yeah. it looks like the sand's blown across it, doesn't mm. it? I might give that a go. And then if I don't like it, I'll just sell that one unit. Why do you just go clear bases? Why don't you suck my dick? No, 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 no. What? Fucking. I'm going to throw some shade right now. Fucking. You're going to throw your mic for it, Here you go. Go on. The Venusian's obviously left, isn't he? He's gone off to Birmingham. He's not left, he's just relocated. Well, he says he's in Birmingham. We all know he's gone back to the mothership. So he's gone off and he's got this new gaming club, but because he's joined it, every time this gaming club posts something, it pops up on my newsfeed, right? Well, because you're following Alec. Oh, because I'm at least mate, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, but just unfollow him. Look, I don't want to follow him because he does some really funny shit. <laughs> he does. That is legit. <laughs> like, like that time he got his sex front caught in his flies. Well, no, the best one is when he, <laughs> he posts a picture of like him and loads of friends are having a great time and it just him and the, the end of the picture just like deadpan face not having any fun whatsoever. Plus, occasionally he'll post a picture of his sister and that's, that's good times. <laughs> Giggity. That is not a hard wank. <laughs> not, well, not in the slightest bit challenging. No, it's it? not. It's, not. it's, it's not. like, who set life to easy mode this morning? <laughs> but no. This, he's going to be sat there impotent with rage. Yeah. He, he can't do anything about it. She's single right now. Is she single? Yeah, I'm really? just saying, yeah, just putting it out there. Lil? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but it, the, whoever runs the club has based all their stuff on clear bases. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's quite a nice looking. Ah! And it, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he said to us, you should all come over to Birmingham one night. Because obviously, like, mem- like, more of us drive. Because one well, no, don't. He just needs to prove that he's actually got friends. Well, I'm like, <laughs> he was like, oh, you should come over and uh, we'll all have a game there. And I'm like, no. Because you've got like inbred hicks that use clear bases, so. <laughs> well, that's killed the uh, invite in the water, hasn't it? <laughs> Good. I don't want to socialise with people that use clear bases. I mean, it doesn't community. make them bad people. It does. Well, yeah, no, I can't work out how to put it. Sorry, we're just discussing the, <laughs> it's right, it's the front the end bikes. of my motorbike. I can't suss out which angle they need to go at. So I'm going to wait. Till it's all built on that. I'm sure that's the rear wheel that you've. No, 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 no. He's watched the video and everything. Shush. Yeah, I'm watching some bloke trying not to cut his fingers off. It's hilarious. I had money as, on someone being hurt by this point. As so. were. Well, the thing is, I've got a knife and I will fucking cut you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll cut you, you can't you slag. I'll fucking cut you. Right. Anyway, back, back to Jonathan Keeble being there. I think that covers your hobby, does it? It does. No, nothing like that. Oh, just one thing to say, and this is a bit of a free plug for the 30K channel. If you have a budding Titan Legion <coughs> and you would like uh, to get involved, uh, we will be taking submissions shortly. Uh, there'll be details on the 30K channel page. Go and give it a like, people. It's good quality stuff. Go and do it. I, I won't turn up with four Warlord, promise. Hey, you probably got your late man because you, you're playing Al- Alistair. I'm not oh, four Warlord, yeah. is there? Uh, yeah. uh, who doesn't want to see a Venusian humiliated? To be honest with you, I'm... I'm 
part of me obviously wants to get because I got what was it? So I've got two warlords, six knights, and two reavers left to do. Mm. And I want to get them tomorrow then. Uh, Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, it. and it's and I want to I want to I want to have a good game, but I don't I don't want to kind of like stomp him. Well, I'm playing Alistair on Thursday, and yeah. he's bringing he's bringing the basically contact to the Grand Master Box. Sons and I, I worked out some lists. So he's got two warlords and five knights. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a warlord, two reavers, and three knights. Okay. And it's both twelve hundred and eighty-five points. Well, the thing is, they've got because I th- what am I playing? I'm playing blood and plunder on Thursday, so I might stick my head around the table and have a good bit of a mooch. Yeah, I think the putting the reavers in will make a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, especially with that warp missile as well. Holy fucking shit! Can't wait to use that against you, Spin. <laughs> I'm just going to blast you. Single shot, you'll miss every single <laughs> yeah, time. <absolutely. laughs> It'd be like the melter gun on top of multi melter on top of a rhino. Yeah, it's a one shot deal. Oh, oh dear, I seem to have come armed with a hairdryer. <laughs> it's a one shot deal. <laughs> All right, are we done for hobby then, everybody? I, I think, think we so are, so aren't we? Are, yeah. Okay, and so goes nicely actually. Look at our schedule. Yes, indeed. Um, so, spin. You went to your first ever big boy event, didn't you? Uh, first official event for Heresy at Warhammer World, yes. So, why don't you tell us a bit about your experience? Uh, very good, actually. Um, well, for a bit of history, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to get into Heresy Gaming was after going to see you and Alistair playing last year at your throne of schools, and I thought I like the system, I like the way they play, they organise those uh, those games. So, yeah, I'm up for going to events like that next year, and games which we didn't hold any this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so if you're listening, GW. Epic fail. People want to play Heresy. <laughs> How quickly did the tickets sell? It was like like Three thirty-two minutes. seconds it was, or something. It was like very that. quick. Did you even get them on the first run? No, you didn't, did you? you no, got no, them on no. The one, didn't you? Got them on the second. Um, but yeah, so uh, as soon as they, yeah, as soon as they announced the uh, a narrative campaign weekend event, you know, of all mm. things, it was like I've got to go to that. Um, uh, so yeah, I was looking to get tickets. Thanks to you, Dan. Uh, it was originally me, you, and uh, Alistair going. Yes, uh, I, unfortunately, other hobby commitments took over my life. Yep. So um, yeah, so yeah, me and Alistair went to this thing. Um, it was seven games over the weekend. Uh, they, seven. Yeah. You know, the, one of them was on a on the Friday night, and it was um, they, it was a really smart way of doing it. They've got um, a mix of different games throughout the throughout the weekend. So they had um, uh, what they call a four thousand point flexible game. Uh, I'll explain more about that in a minute. They you know, they had your standard two thousand five hundred point games, and then you had these thousand point scout force games we were talking about earlier. Um, but I didn't uh, go till Saturday morning, so I only got the six games in. Um, first game was a two thousand five hundred point game. Basically, they split off into traitors and uh, loyalists. Uh, we each had a, a brief of our own with our with, uh, you know as traitors. Um, uh, we were given the mission packs, and uh, some of the missions had. Secret objectives for each of the each of the each of the unions. Uh, to cut a long story short, though, the traitors got the last handed to us. Uh, we got proper boned. Sad time. <laughs> yes. Was, so, was that was that due to lists or was that just kind of like? Uh, honestly, people, I wasn't even really paying attention to lists or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, as I said, it was a narrative campaign weekend, so um, wasn't meant to be a balls the wall kind of like, as you said. You know, wasn't meant to be. Well, well I, I think if they if they organise games for like four thousand points and. It's it's clearly intended to give people the opportunity to bring the big stuff that they don't normally bring out. So I, I wouldn't, I'm not at all surprised well, no, that people brought like, warlords. Well, what they did, they said it was a flexible game because I know for yeah. for other, some people uh, aren't able to bring 4K stuff. 
and what they, they actually put into the packet that you know come up with reasons to like to balance things out. So say if I you know if pre, the best example is was uh, my last game, which I think was a chap called uh, against a chap called Alex uh, against his Imperial Fists. Uh, yeah, Alex. He um, he only had two thousand five hundred points to to play with, and I was like, I've actually got four K, no problem. Uh, and he was like, well, in that case, I'm having to play four K. Um, what I've got for this is uh, where when all these particular units, which are like your bog standard kind of like infantry units, when they die, uh, they come back and he was playing a hammerfall. Yes. Hammerfall. Hammerfall. For, for the Imperial Fist, so they've got teleport transponders and all sorts. So he was basically, as soon as I wiped out a unit, another unit would come back in up to the 4k points. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was really, really clever. Um, and it was really great fun. It was quite ironic, actually, because you got. My Iron Warriors aren't typically, you know, Iron Warriors typically known for the artillery, and I've got next to no artillery in my army. It's all, it's all, um, uh, uh, it's all armor. Armor, basically, yeah, it's all in tanks. And he, you know, being pure official behind iron walls, was actually teleporting into the battlefield, left, front, centre. And it, for me, in my head, it actually reminded me, uh, made me think about um, the Iron Cage, like the opening to the Iron Cage. Oh, uh, okay. With like pure fish coming down to the planet, uh, and we just shooting off the ball, basically. Quartzone Massacrant. Yes. I'm very excited about something. Anyway, you Sorry, carry on. Yeah, it's just a, just a reference for the uh, um, 2018 uh, fans out there. Uneducated. If you don't know what that is, go back into your fucking house. <laughs> Neanderthal. Um, yeah, so uh, generally, over the weekend, a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't... Uh, it was actually... Uh, Molly's is that you know, they had your typical kind of like best painted competitions uh, uh, where you can put in individual miniatures, but they also had a specific um, competition for the Scout Force, which... They said in the pack it's not just about best painted, it's about have you made it into a suitable scout force. So for me, when I was going around judging, because it was players judging it, I wasn't looking for just best painted. Mm. I mean, there were some amazing paint jobs. Absolutely oh, bonkers, amazing paint jobs. Um, I was looking at the theme. So if there was something in the army that didn't really, what I would consider, fit that theme, I like, wouldn't get my vote. Um, and there was some really good really good stuff. I mean, you've got, you've got typical white scar, jet bike army. Um, was got, that Alan? Uh, he didn't enter that into the Scout Force that competition, I don't think, actually. Mm, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> Is that because he thinks it's racist? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but the one that did get entered into the, it was a really nicely painted one as well. Uh, I think the one that won it was the Sons of Horus one. Mm. Uh, he had uh, outride bikes, uh, you know, guys in rhinos and stuff like that. And it was a jet, a jet pack, um, jump pack squad. Uh, his Praetor was just awesome, really awesome. I mean, I mean look at you. It's not going to be great for the the show, but it basically had one of these bikes kind of at an angle with his the Praetor kind of like his foot down and this chain axe. It was just absolutely wicked. Um, chain axe, you say? I'm sure it was chain axe. Might not have been Give Horus can. Oh, Reavers can. But yeah, yeah um, give that man a minute. We're meant to be giving um, like your favourite game votes, and quite frankly, <laughs> this is no way why I had real trouble trying to do that because I would have given one to every any one of those games. Could you only uh, give one then? You, two. You okay. had to give two for out of six games. That was quite tough because. Why don't you just give it to yourself? You can't give it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I get. You like some. You know, we talk about speed. Yeah, but speed, speed, game, speed dating is like you turn up in a gimp suit. You like the person who turns up speed dating and just masturbates. <laughs> 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 don't mind me sweet I'm just crack one off oh, don't oh, mind me I'll be like where can I finish you're there, you're, you're there for the visual image that's yeah. absolutely where um, can I finish this is all about me <laughs> but uh, no I mean um, starting off on the, uh, the my first game was against a chap called uh, Lex and he brought a uh, an ultramarines um, armor breakthrough list uh, just just shot me off the board basically um, oh is that the one where it um, 
It got a much darker ultramarine scheme. Yeah, it was like it was kind of a mishmash of colours. It looked really good actually. Yeah, because it, it looks like, like, like dark blue yeah, and white. Yeah, I think I saw a photo of it. I thought that looks like a night lord. Yeah, I did at first think it was going to be a night lord. Oh, okay. on, but he, it Sorry, was, he's a larp just kill his character. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, it was a really good fun game. Uh, I mean, uh, it really kind of opened up for me like how the weekend was going to go because it was good fun, had a good laugh. There, you know, we, there was none of the what I come to expect of a tournament, like the kind of nitty gritty, picky about rules sort of things oh, going on. Are you sure he can do that? Well, no, as an example, um, we started. In, we already started the game, and he'd set up uh, an Achilles to take on my uh, Spartan, and we were about to shoot, and he, he's like, has it, has it got a flare shield? And I was like, yeah, it has. He was like, oh shit, well, I can't actually scratch it with this. And I was like, to honest, I don't care. You know, shoots it as though it hasn't got a flare shield. I didn't tell you it had one, so that's on me. But that's, it was going to be a bit of fun, isn't it? So it was like, are you sure about that? I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's my, my fault for not telling you at the beginning of the game. You would have done something differently. So for that shot, just take it. Whatever. And then it didn't kill it and carried on. Um, he ended up winning that game. And to be honest with you, I, I won two out of the six games. Um, but all the games I had were good fun. Now, was it because of your dice? No. What? I, I said this to, I think you were saying to Ross uh, the other day about how... Not once over the weekend did I pay attention to my dice rolls in mm. terms of like getting annoyed about not passing stuff or anything like that because I was just enjoying the games. Yeah, because that's your Achilles heel, isn't it? I get wound up by my dice rolls and because they usually are terrible. Um, we've we've established they're completely average. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we've done it mathematically. But, you know, they spike from one end to the other. Which you you do have an unusual spike, but it's yeah. not massive. No, spike. but anyway, um, so yeah, moving on to the next game, which was a Scout Force game. Um, but that just wasn't going in my favour because he had a Mechanicum list full of Phalax that just jumped onto oh, the objective straight away. Um, uh, still a good fun game, but just like it was a, oh, pretty quick. It was a, basically a foregone conclusion. Narrative balance. It kind of worked because it, because they've all got jetpacks and they're all very fast moving. Um, no, no, I get that. But the, my, my thing is, I saw quite a lot of the armies that went. Right? Some of them weren't scout armies at all. And the onus very much was on it being a narrative, correct? Yeah. Right. So the return pack said this is a narrative event. This is how you build a scout force. Yep. And then there were people that were like, oh, I'm going to take all jet bikes. I'm going to take... And and it wasn't even, I'm going to take all jet bikes because that's what my right of war says I have to do. It was because they're good. Or the the one list that I saw that kind of made me think... In fact, it was another Mechanicum list. And I was like, either that... were, Were special characters allowed... Uh, not in the not in the scout, not in the scout force, force list, but, but they were allowed in the main force. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so someone, had, someone had taken Scoria, and it's just like that's not narrative friendly in the slightest because Scoria is fucking even after the FAQ still pretty broken. And whether he was taken in the four K list, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard people saying that they're, some of their lists, some of the armies they're up against were horrible. I was lucky enough not to come up against those. I mean, quite frankly, some of the games I was being for like. Damn, this is going to be tough, but once you went with it. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, stuff, that's where um, that's where the role of the tournament organiser really comes in. It's like, if you've, got, if you've seen the list up front, you know who's brought... You know, yeah. you can rank lists in rough power order, and actually, it'd be, it's on you to go, do you know what? They'll pair those two up against each other. And pair and quite up. frankly, I think they were doing that as well. Well, that's entirely uh, I mean, possible. Going on, I mean, oh, my next game was uh, another Scout Force game, which was against, as you said earlier, King Fluff, Ben. Um, Custodes. First time I've ever played against Custodes. I've got no real idea about what they're actually capable of when they've been in a game against them. I was like, this should be entertaining. And yeah, he wiped off the board, mainly because he can manage to get into combat. Um, oh, yeah. 
and I just literally took a picture uh, of uh, I was up against his shield captain and went right here's the entire bench squad Pat Weapon Masters Poof. yeah there's the entire squad gone just you know didn't even do it but just bounced straight off him um, but it was good fun uh, I mean he was you know I don't think he was playing it in a way that was making it horrible it was just once I got into combat it was game over yeah um, uh, but yeah like I said entertaining game he's a sound guy uh, which is what I'm, I'm more interested in that I, if I can interact with the, the, my opponent I enjoy the game more I've had I mean I've said this about War Machine in the past where I've been up against opponents which are just like literally there like a machine just kicking my ass I'm like that's boring I've had no no, we've not had a chat we've not been having any banter between us or anything like that it's just you just sat there turned, sat down kicked my ass and gone you know, good game mate what, was it really was it was it um, well I enjoyed it that's all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no that was Gilball um but then the last game was uh, I was beating some Pyrrhopists. And this is where I started thinking that they started to pair up certain armies. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, it was another 2.5k, but we were told it was going to be a siege type list, so I'll change my list around a bit to be able to put more more siege elements mm. I say put more, more siege elements in, I put an Achilles in. Um, and he was rocking up with uh, Sigismund. Um, at first, it was, I, I was worried that the opponent was going to be one of these kind of guys who was very closed off. To, just there to play the game, but after a couple of tur- a couple of turns, he kind of really opened up and had a good laugh. Um, but yeah, having ten last cannon imperial fists behind a uh, uh, an age defense line and a uh, ammo box, yeah, that deletes my hand rate pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I did was basically no. hide the Spartan, and he was like, "Ah, I can't shoot your Spartan." I was like, "Nope." There's a reason why I'm keeping behind this. Either. Yeah, man. you're gonna have to come towards me, and yeah, he basically you know got his. Uh, Sigismund and his uh, guys out of his land raider came charging at me and it was things like well he was like oh, I'm going to back up into my land raider and get back in there I was like why just get through into the cover you'll eventually get to my Praetor and his uh, my Warsmith and Terminators and mm-hmm. uh, you're back to the shit album oh, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it I was like does it really matter you basically <laughs> and I was like yeah let's go for it and he, you could tell he was getting more into it and that was one of the things I was enjoying it was like I don't mind losing if I think you if my opponent's having fun I'm having fun with it as well yeah uh, that was the first day. Uh, quite frankly, I was absolutely bollocks that first day. People forget how draining it is. I mean, that's all that social games. energy. Yeah, and it didn't help the fact that um, the um, uh, Warhammer were having electricity work, electrical work done. Yeah, they had to change the schedule, didn't so they? So basically, they had to bring the end forward, which meant that we had much less time between uh, games, uh, and we had to be out of the building by seven o'clock on the dot. So a lot it felt very rushed on that day, um, but the next day was you know it was only two games uh, starting off with a scout force game. And this is the only thing if I was to have any feedback about the event, I think it would have been better if they'd started the event on the Saturday with a scout force game. Okay, because it kind of eased on the Sunday. It just felt like it eased into the into the day better. You know, a bit mm-hmm. of a small game, a bit of fun, not like you're big on full on smashing your face into each other's sort of games. Um, that 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 game was uh, we went, that went down as one of my favourite game boats. It was um, I can't remember the chap's name now. Um, but he was bringing a, a space wars army. Okay. And the brief we'd been given was that um, as part of the for, uh, part of the storyline, we had gone into an underground complex searching for some um, new tech. Yeah. Um, so we we set up the the game and to be honest, space wars were phenomenal. Like the paint job on them was absolutely superb. Uh, but it was basically a bunch of foot infantry charging across the board. Um, Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he set up his set up his table. Now I take a Damocles to put in a fireman squad of bets uh, with my um, uh, vigilator, uh, not vigilator, my 
forgot his name. What Siegebreaker? No, it was the um, one that can take the right to war under a thousand points. Delegatus. Delegatus, but I was using my veteran sergeant to be in that moment. He's a, a Delegatus, man. He's Don't downgrade him. And he fitted the scout feel as well. So, um, and as he set up, I was like, you know what, do, you know, so like, I've just got to let you know, I've got Damocles. Did you know, I've been up here and he was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, it's, it's Tomopoles. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I was basically explaining the fact it's got this, you know, orbital strike thing. Yes. And I was like, if you want to rearrange your, your, your guys based around that, it's a five inch tank. And then I went, you know what, I'm just not going to use it. He was like, why? What, brewing an underground complex? Why would I be bringing down orbital strikes on top of it? Orbital strikes through the roof. Yeah, ah. <laughs> boom. Uh, and he was like, yeah, that's actually quite cool. And we played it with that kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. Um and he was, and this, and it actually turned out I won because of this mindset in a way. Yes. Because uh, he came charging forwards, and all we had to do was get to this objective in the middle of the table. And um, because obviously space walls can like run and do stuff as they after the run. Yes, they can run and charge, can't they? Great be like run along and yelp at the same time, and you go, <laughs> "Hey, boy!" But basically, they're, they're pretty, come they're back, pretty come damn back. quick. So he got onto the objective straight away, and I was like, "Well, there we go. Then this is going to be a bit of a fight. I've got to do through all his infantry just to get to this objective." And he was like. I'm going to play it like you. I'm going to play it like a Space Wolves would do. And they're not going to run away with a piece of tech. They're just going to come charging out. <laughs> he came <laughs> running across the board at my stuff and just piled into combat. End up kicking his ass in with this particular squad. And there you go. I end up getting the tech off him. Uh, but it was really, really good fun. We both had a great time. Uh, and then, once again, last game was uh, the one I was playing earlier with against some more Imperial Fists where mm. uh, cause I think for the last game they kind of like you know they, uh, there was a couple of people there that had Warlord Titans um, and they paired them off so they kind of they said that the way that game was that it was a massive game on like eight foot of board, so twelve foot of board. They've got the Titans at each end that were just ignoring the battle on the ground, so all the infantry were fighting amongst themselves, and Titans were just shooting each other. Yeah, that would be cool. It, it was, yeah, yeah, it, really it, it cool. was really cool. I mean, I didn't get a chance to go over and actually check out the game because I was still playing mine. But so. I did like nudge the table and see which one was the most stable. Um, yeah, and like I said, the last game really good fun. Um, it, it played up. It was real slob because this whole thing about them coming down. He had, you know. <laughs> He had a couple of mishaps on his teleportation thing, and I just put them in the far corners. And I, <laughs> unfortunately, Sigmund is going over there, <laughs> and he's running across the battlefield. Um, eventually, he tried to get into combat with Perturabo, and Perturabo punched him into the moon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just yeah, just really good fun. Um, definitely, what I would expect of a narrative event. Um, okay. But I think that's because I've gone into the, into it with a mindset of it being a narrative event. Yes. And not gone into go and try and win every single game. Um, I, yeah, and I think that's the right way to do it from my point of view. You've got to. It's not just about you. Well, we've talked about this many times, isn't it? But it isn't just about you. And I must have been doing something right because I got five favourite games. Yes, I was going to say five favourite games. Out, yeah, out, uh, and, you, and that's out of six because you didn't actually play the seventh game, did you? No. Um, and as it happened, it was actually the same number of votes as the winner. Yeah. Uh, and what they did, they did one for each side, so one for trade, one for um, for the. For the if you're out there listening and you didn't give Spin that sixth favourite game book, <laughs> shame on you. I'm shame on you. No, no, it's absolutely not at all. I mean, maybe if I'd gone there for the Thursday night, the Friday night game, I might have got an extra one there. I don't yeah. know, but, uh, but no, the I think what it was is that the, the winner must have got, he got more wins than me. And yes. when you think about it, if you've got more, if you've played, voted for someone who's beaten you, you're, yeah, fair play, that must have been a sound guy to play against. Yeah. Um, no idea, I can't remember who it was, but um, yeah, fair play to the guy. But um, yeah, really good weekend, really enjoyable. We'll definitely go back to one of those uh, those kind of those kind of events. Although not this year, apparently. No, unfortunately not. No, the how I did ask while I was there if they're going to be doing any more, and uh, they said that there wasn't going to be any more for this year. Uh, but they're you know, definitely going to pass on 
you know feedback to, to their guys at the top that there's definitely need you know want out there for like, for new. Oh, there the totally is. I mean, you look at the amount of people that um, couldn't get tickets and then complained about it, and you look at the amount of independent events that are selling out. Mm. In in a matter of is, hours, is there, is there days. Event that's struggling? No, I mean King Fluff's last event saw a drop off, but that's because it was awkwardly close to the date that was announced for Warhammer World. Yeah, and I think that's the only reason why, because people were desperate to play at Warhammer. Basically, World. saying, "Oh, I want to go to the official event because I don't know why." I mean, they might carry more weight for some people, but I think if it's the status of it, isn't I, it? Well, I think as well. A big part of this is uh, um, I've I've yet to see an event where somebody pulls up the same army. I'm sure people do, but a lot of people seem to build stuff, or at least do add-ons to armies for things for specific events. Well, I mean, there's an example of that. The guy who won Best Painted Army, um, he <laughs> sold, it. sold it immediately. <laughs> but he said he explained this. He says he like that's what he likes to do. Is that the Blood Angels? Yeah, yeah, yeah they look really nice. Oh, they, I mean, the pictures don't even do it justice. The uh, he got all the green. See, it was a marble effect, so he got like a jade marble kind of effect. And it was yeah. like, like that. That got my favourite. I don't know. I think some of the voting sometimes is skewed. I certainly think some of the winners weren't the best in the cabinets. Well, it's subjective, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point. It, it's player base, isn't it? So, but anyway, the, the, he was saying uh, that what he likes to do is he likes to build and paint an army uh, for an event, and then start on something completely different to test his paint skills. Yeah. So he won't be doing like more blood angels because he's already done blood angels. So he'll go on something completely different to test skills out on a different style of army. Uh, and the only way you can really do that is by selling it on to make money for the next army and clear space essentially for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that had a Thunderhawk in it, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Thunderhawk was so nice. Yeah, he won the prize for the individual monster kind of. Uh, yes, which, it, like, like Icon or Legend or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. Cool. But yeah, yeah I thoroughly recommend a narrative event, that's for sure. So we're going to the next one then, are we? If yeah, As soon as they announce an armor for it. Well, now. now I'm no longer moving house. I'm once again looking for events to go to. Like I said, I'm probably going to do maybe one or two War Machine events next year. I'm not judging anything big next year other than Blood and Oil. Um, so yeah, I'll have I'll have time to A, paint shit and B, actually be available for events. Although, saying the same as Ant, I've, I've been thinking recently about a Loyalist Legion and um, I just don't, I keep keep coming back to the idea of Salamanders. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think you should do it for it. There's a lot of scope for you to be in there mm. to come up with some really cool stuff. I mean, they're not really covered a lot. I don't see a lot of people doing salamanders as they are. I mean, well, in my little experience of yeah, the community. I, th- I think what they, generally speaking, it's a bit like Night Lords in the sense of if you think about what the inverted commas competitive list looks like, they all look the same. Mm. I think with lots of other legions, you've got plenty of, you can do competitive range of stuff. But like salamanders have got a number of core units that are so much better than everything else that that's what people focus on. Same again with like night lords. It's like you know you need you need to basically like simple stupid sort of like I know it's going to win. My other thought was shattered legion, but then a lot of places don't allow shattered legion because you can abuse it. But I think I think if you did well, if you if you were to do it and then contact the people running it and say this is how I'm doing it, they might look at it and go. Yeah, you're not taking a yeah, but at Fine. the same at the same time, like, I don't really have the funds to build a shattered legion army on the off chance they'll let me use it. Yeah, do salamanders, man. Yeah, I don't I know might, anybody. I might do salamanders and then have an allied you, Iron Hands force. I might. I'll be. Oh, so yeah, because then you've the option, then haven't you? Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see how you would do salamanders because so, I know what your painting capabilities like. So like post Istvan, um, kind of. So after uh, yeah, so uh, 
all the shadows. Yeah, so you, you using yeah. <laughs> crispy. Well, using more of the um, like later heresy marks of armor to represent their rebuilding suits and but things you know, like that. Mark Five route then, kind of like mix and match bits and pieces. Some, yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. It's kind of I've got this idea, this image in my head of like ragtag survivor warband type thing. So not many tanks. Um, and the tanks they do have are the ones that are worth salvaging, if you know what I mean, like Sicarians, raiders, and then obviously like salamanders don't use or don't like jump packs. They don't have destroyers. They don't like speeders and stuff like that. Even though every legion had them, they had a preferred way to fight. And I think just doing that, um, I want Would to. You... I really, really want to avoid Pride of the Legion Terminators. Because I think it's just done to death for salamanders. Yeah, it's done a lot of armies. I mean, uh, to go back to what I said about the reason why I had a second bet squad so I could do part of the Legion, it's because up until that point, I didn't have any right of war whatsoever. I might look at some of the lesser used rights of war that, that have cool. you know, the ones that have like drawbacks that make them unappealing in certain circumstances. I think if enough thought goes into the list, you can overcome the drawback, at least to the point where it's fun to play with. I might not be running any Throne of Skull events or anything like that, but it'll well, be. Ironically, you might wear a Throne of Skull event. You won't win well, the yeah, GT. The, yeah, well, yeah. GT is what I meant. <laughs> I'm, I'm a breaking mark worth that. I know it might seem like it's done a lot, but if you think about the theme you're going with, they could salvage vehicles from anywhere. Yeah. So, but the actual salamanders themselves, or the infantry, they're going to be running short. So you could. I mean, you can do. Help with that. You can do quite an infantry-heavy um, armored breakthrough list because you only really need a command tank and two uh, predators. Everything yeah, that's else. true. Yeah. yeah. Everything else just has to be in transports, and that can be like Terminators and Land Raiders, or dudes in rhinos, or look at doing uh, paint schemes, like to say a, a salvage Land Raider, where you've got bits of the original colour scheme underneath. So, like, yeah, the chip off thing, yeah, yeah. That's basically that's the kind of thing. I'm th- so, if, um, for example, if I had a unit that had Mark V armour in it, I'd paint the original colour scheme, then do the chipping fluid and everything, and then paint the the oh, salamander over the top so it chips into the original one. A bit like that guy did an Alpha Legion. Yeah, that's kind of where the inspiration came from. Did it um, he did a loads of different units. That was really cool. Yeah. That was. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I would. I don't think I'd have the patience for it myself. But there we are. I wouldn't go mad with it. It would be like on the uh, the few conversions or stuff I'd have would be the ones where I'd pick it out. All right. Um, cool. But yeah, I mean that's the that's what I'm playing with. So we'll see. Quite far. The, the Warriors might get sold in favour of it. I don't know. It Ooh. depends. Irony. Well, um, I think that's as done for Hobby then, isn't it? That's mm, quite extensive. It is. And coming off the back of talking about an event, I think Spin's got a shout-out to do. Yes, he has. Far yes. away, Spin. Uh, actually coming hot off the press, as it were. Uh, this is from a chap called Chris. Uh, don't want to give out his full name, just in case. Uh, well, just in case he's a spy. <laughs> just in case he doesn't want us to give out his full name, but um, it's course. the event that's important. Yeah, <laughs> my phone is now. we're gonna have to pad because my phone is being stupid hey. and it's disappeared off the screen. Because is that an iPhone, sir? It is an iPhone. Oh, here we go. It's an old iPhone. That's the trouble. Get with the Android. Right, here we go. So, uh, yeah, Chuckle uh, Chris uh, messaged us just before uh, we were about to record, so he wanted to give us a shout out for. An event uh, for him. Uh, it is for the 30th of March in 2019. That's so, 30th of March, 2019. So plenty of time for you to prepare if you need to, and it's going to be in Stratford upon Avon. Um, where back to the countries that I forget. Soft. Um, Not like from yonder window bricks. It is the east. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's the sun. <laughs> so uh, it's called by uh, Scri- the Scribes of War are hosting, uh, and it's a Horus Heresy Showcase, a one-day narrative gaming day. 
Uh, so, you Once know, more into the breach, dear friends. Once more. We'll <laughs> fill up the hole with our English dead. 2,500 points uh, with an opportunity to play with some of your big toys too. I don't know what it means by that, but, you know, you know considering you were talking about flashlights earlier. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, fucking hell. Uh, more details to follow very right. soon, but, uh, but the Bean wants you to put the date in the diary and join the Scribes of War on Facebook and to be the first to see the event. But it's limited to only 20 spaces. Oh, book early to uh, avoid disappointment, it's people. Uh, and, you know, coming off the back of what I've just said about the narrative event that we've been to, then I would say get on that. So, uh, just off the top of our heads, 30th March... In 2019, it's yep. far enough away. Stratford and Avon is easy striking distance for us. Uh, I think we ought to maybe get one or two yeah. of us there. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Down with oh, that. Cool. It's 2,500 points, uh, narrative, and uh, scribes of war on Facebook. Oh, now, see, the thing is, do I go word bearers or do I take my imperial fists? Oh. Go word bearers. Well, what's happened to the death guard? What's going on there? I've got like four and a half, five grand's worth of death guard. You just never mention them anymore, man. They're not like. Uh, it, what do you do, you new sons of Horus? No. Why don't you go back to doing Thousand Sons? Why don't you do Alpha Legion? No. Militia. Alpha Legion. Not, I, uh, now, <laughs> Militia. <laughs> militia, I could do. So, uh, the idea I had, well, you know, the, I, the idea I had for the Militia was that I would take the background that I've got for my Adeptus Titanicus stuff and scale it down to be my dudes at a 28 mil level. Your dudes! My dudes. So, uh, kind of, what was it? Survivors of the Dark Age and uh, Cybernetic. Augmentation. Oh, so three of armor save and a feel no pain. No, invulnerable, invulnerable isn't it? Invulnerable, yeah. Uh, but it's sort of like long range lads rifles with all, yeah. all the pew and stuff. But I've got three terminators in a box. So it's either so either using the term the termite not terminators termites. I've got three termite uh, drills in a box. You can't see me shaking my head, but I am. Might be worth waiting until you get the narrative pack. Yeah, see what fits like. Yeah, you might find that Imperial Fist might suit it better, or your word bearers might be. Suitable. I do, I do love my Imperial Fist, but I've got an itching urge to return to the word bearers again. Is that why you're wearing the t-shirt again? I always have to wear it. It's the thing now. Have you watched it? Of course, I've watched it. <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> since the last episode. episode. Smells good. <laughs> smells of drowned pigeon. <laughs> First sacrifice of many. <laughs> okay, so um, we're now going to go on to weapons free. Yeah. It has been a bit weapons free. Now, um, for weapons free, Ross put up a really helpful post a while ago saying, ask us anything. Literally ask us anything. So we're just going to go through some of the questions. I'm going to get some answers to it and we'll chat shit for a bit. I'm going to be useless at this. I, I was super, dis- super disappointed there was no super weird ones. You Fair say like, super weird. Class specified super weird. I was fully expecting some really out there stuff, but yeah, I think it was fairly tame, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There was no one just like, what do you prefer, girth or length? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where you go to with your questions. What? Girth or length. Ah, it's a legit question. Oh, yeah. And the answer <laughs> is? Well, girth, clearly. <laughs> no, no, no. Ladies' favourite. So, Ross. <laughs> Ladies' favourite. <laughs> Ross, okay. hit us with the first one. What have we got? Uh, first one comes from a uh, friend of the show, Tom Sargent. No, hey. Mr. Sargent. Do you know, I've got a feeling we owe him something. We do. Yeah. We owe him big yeah, time, yeah, don't yeah, we, yeah. Spencer? No, no, yeah. no, look at me. Spencer. Do we owe him a cuddle or something? <laughs> no, he won a prize. Point, and then Spin was like, <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's probably full on sort of like girlfriend experience overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Still volunteering that Spin does that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not on board with that. I mean, he's, he's a nice chap. He's a nice chap, but, you know, he's not my cup of tea. No, I don't want to spoon him. Is he really an event soon? It's the call to arms, isn't it? Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. I, know he's at, he's, I know he's asked us to go, but I think it was clashing with other stuff for me. 
Anyway, we'll answer that question. He's got two. So he's got a serious question, which is. Which units from the Legion Army lists do we associate with ship-to-ship boarding actions? Ooh. Okay, yeah. That's a, so, obviously... Answering that question first? Yeah, I mean, obviously you get your breaches, right? Yeah. yeah. Dreadnoughts, funny. Dreadnoughts. Okay. Right. But it's, right. he's, he's acting right. for specific Legion's yeah. units. Okay. Oh, so so Legion's units. World Eaters, I'd say Rav- Raviners or whatever. Ravagers. Ravagers. Yeah. Um, um, Iron Hands Immortals. Yeah. Uh, if we're going Legion-specific... Um, I'd like to think Gal Vorbach lead the way for the word bearers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like pump some crazy demon dude into the, the um, hole first. The Ultramarines would have their shield. Um, oh, the Suzerains. Suzerains. If I spit one for my Iron Warriors, it's probably the Iron well, Circle. I, yeah, I reckon that would very much be an Iron yeah. Circle job. Um, you see, Imperial Fist. Uh, Phalanx Warders, obviously, by definition, are defending against. Uh, yeah, boarding actions. boarding actions, quite clearly. Yeah, but you could just send your terminators because they've all got boarding shields as well. For the yeah. Emperor's storm shields. For the Emperor's children, you'd have the teleportation capability. For the Emperor's children, you'd have the um, the terminators with the oh. double edge. Oh, the phoenix. Oh, yeah. you know who they'd send? The Palatine blades. Yes, all red. Um, what's it called? Path, Path of, of Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, it's, no. it's crazy palace. <laughs> but okay, you like Path of Heaven, it's white scars, but, but they're not bad against them. Has it, has, it got, has it got pictures? Like it's got, it has got, pictures. it has got some pictures. Yeah. It has got some pictures. But yeah. the best thing about it is it, it has. Come, does it come with crayons? Yes. No. Well, <laughs> no. We can buy a pack of crayons. But the best thing about it is it has um, white scars walking around. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought that was yeah. a myth. They, they're they're even on a planet at one point walking really? around. Yeah, putting their feet And they just lost their jet bikes? No, they didn't take them. I chose not to yeah, take them. Chose not to almost them. like it's something they normally do. Yeah, it's crazy talk. I thought they were just born in the saddle. <laughs> no, that's no, the, no but there's, a, there's a really good bit in there with it. out this, onto a jet bike. This bunch of Palatine blades, and, they're, and, they're, and they're, they've all got a bit mental, obviously, because they're Empress children. Uh, and they're, they're bezzing towards uh, the white scars and with the purpose of them getting on board and start chopping up white scars. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is a good book. And Palatine blades is a good shout. Good shout. But that does beg the question: What do white scars send on ship to ship boarding? Ship boarding. <laughs> no. Do you know what? We're not going to know for quite some time. No, we're not. <laughs> and no, few not. months yet, I would imagine. Yeah, at least. Which yeah. I, right? I, I'm just going to divert quickly. Do we reckon that we're going to see malevolence this year, or do we think we're going to get Titan Death first? Oh. I've heard different stories. One rumor I heard was that we're getting the obviously Dr. Titanic's releases. Sorry, we're diverting from the questions here, but the. Um, Stuff Anakers have got their set re- releases with, with the Warhounds coming out soon. Would they meant to be the weapon packs following that at the same time as the campaign book, which I think is meant to be Titan Death? Well, it's Beta Garmin Titan Death, yeah. Yeah. Um, however, I've also, you know, and however, the last weekend that they did say that the Malevolence will be out for the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, however, if they did do that, if both came out for India, there'd be no black book for next weekend, though. Well, that we know of. Who, that we know of, th- yeah. This is the thing. I reckon it's more likely we'll get Beta Garmin slash Titan Death this year because it fits with the Titanic's releases. Yep. And then they'll late drop Malevolence at Into the weekend. Purely because why build up so much momentum with Titanicus to then wait, wait two months, two months, months for, 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 yeah. for Titan Death? I, I reckon it's already outstripped their expectations. Oh yeah, I mean they've sold out on everything they've released, yeah. and even if they were like, oh, we won't make a huge run just in case, there's even more reason for them to carry on making stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's the Titanicus. Yeah. yeah, the thing is though, I think with Titanicus, because they did exactly the same with Necromunda, yeah, 
Yep. And it was one of those ones where with Necromunda, there was like, okay, yeah, we're going to release it. And everybody just basically went and power wanked over it. Um, they certainly did. And, and, and obviously, you know, for, for due course. And I think with Titanicus, they, yeah, they've kind of got a better plan. But well, they're not going to stagger release with everything, aren't they? So huh? much. Like, with the issue of people around the Necromunda is the fact that... Oh, it's taken ages. Because they've just taken, kind of drip-fed rules and... Yeah, but you've got... The, the major difference is Necromunda is a specialist game, yeah. whereas Titanicus falls under the heresy banner. So it is done by Forge World, regardless of whether it's plastics or not. I thought it was done by specialist games. No, because it, it, it... Yeah, but Andy Hall... No, Andy Hall, Andy he's, yeah, he's part of the specialist team. The specialist team have written for it, but it's bannered under right. Horace Heresy. Okay. So it's technically on the Forge World release schedule. Right, okay. instead. That's why we've had Titanicus and Necromunda releases side by side. Right. Well, then the thing they're all saying with Titanicus, it's like, okay, so you've got the, war, the Reavers out now, the Warhounds come in, then you've got the weapon packs, but then where do you go from there? The variants. Yeah, I know we've got new variant, but it's but it's just one of those ones where it just seems a bit, you know, you, you're going to get say three or three or four months down the line, and that's it. Yeah, but if you think about it, if you look at it from a business point of view, you release all the Imperial Titans, you release the weapon pack, you release the alternate chassis packs, you release a couple of new Titans. Mm. It sells really, really well, and then you go, videos. here's Orc Gargans, here's Elder Titans. Yeah, there is. Well, all, all they do is they slap a Great Crusade banner on it, and you've got that. And if that sells well, you do Titanicus 40k, where you've got Bio Titans, which, if you look at the Glockkin kits and stuff like that, they could easily make Bio Titans absolutely amazing. Yeah, the, we've already established um, uh, that we could effectively do something similar from my background, from my Legion, using, uh, was it Mutilith Vortex Beast? It's yep. exactly the right side for a giant kind of kaiju-type um, beastie. The Dark Elf Hydra thing yeah. with the many yeah. heads. But yeah, that, that, I mean, I, I personally think that's not how it will go. They'll, they've, Makes sense. They'll release the game, they'll release the new Titans they want to do, the alternate like Night Gaunts and Eclipse and things like that. And then, I mean, people are already moaning that there's no Xenos races. It's mostly the 40k players who don't know They'll how to share. They'll always go based on what the, what the popular... Not always what the popular opinion is, but... If the demand is there, they'll probably go down. Oh, the demand's there. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't play... I mean, if Gargants came out... Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd pick... Gargants are amazing. Well, you we know what it is next month. It's all Fucking yeah. So what was Tom's second question? His second question was... <laughs> he says, joke question. What's the fucking point of the recon company right of war? <laughs> you know what? I was actually, it's to make everybody else feel better I, about their rights of war. I was, well, actually, I was actually looking at one of them. You know, hey, so were you. So, yeah. when I was go, so when I was going to the... Thing. I was doing the recon company right of war. I mean, I think it's good. I think the recon company has some potential. Is there uh, armies that it doesn't make sense for? Well, uh, Legion, sorry. World Eaters. Well, only in as much as so they can sneak up closer and hit you with a chain axe. Yeah, man. But it's, it's, well, I don't know. Would, would the World Eaters have enough discipline to sneak? Not I mean, really like you've got, I mean, Raven Guard, it fits perfectly with their kind of. Their and they've got a better Legion. one, because they've got the. There's a. Oh, their own version, right? Yeah. But then you've got Alpha Legion that could use it, you know, yeah. the White Scars could use it. Um, there's a lot of uses for it in terms of its theme and style. I think it's just, is it not so strong in terms of the competitive scene? I don't know. I don't know oh, what... well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, because the sniper rifles are heavy, sniper rifles in and of themselves are alright. 
they were pants compared to sniper vets. Mm-hmm. Clearly, because sniper vets are much, 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 much better. Now that sniper vets are not a thing, if you want sniper rifles, that's fine. But they're heavy weapons, and it's it's that um, the juxtaposition of the of the ability to move from place to place really quickly, but having to stay still to shoot, and it doesn't really fit. I like the shotguns. Yeah, you've got a, you've I, got that I really shotgun. want to do a Iron Warriors recon squad armed with shotguns. And um, do they keep it just handy for close encounters? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the um, right. So you're welcome. <laughs> fuck's sake! You know the Orlock ha- um, shot cannons. Yes. So they're the perfect size for a one-handed like shotgun. Essentially, mm-hmm. like it's like a little marine sawn off. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, they're going to have trench knives. They're going to have different close combat weapons that work in trench war I mean I think my, my the, the reason I like it is because it fits with the trench warfare theme of the Iron Warriors okay um, I mean outside of that they're not great and a lot of people who have a lot of onus on competitive am I going to be able to push the my opponent's shit in with this list you know yeah. in it's they're not optimised but they're more thematic yeah I mean I, I, I quite like it as a list like I say, I was doing one for my Imperial Fists, and it was basically recon squads um, as the troops. There was a Vigilator in there. There was a Delegatus on a jet bike with his mates, and the idea being is that the scouts would be out on the, you know, leading the way kind of thing, and then they call in that Mr. Delegatus is riding and give somebody a good kicking. So I just realised that since we last recorded, they've shown up pictures of the new Vigilator and um, oh, Craving models, yeah, haven't they? Craving, that yeah. Vigilator is sexy. It's just a more Deathlin. Still looks awesome. But it's they've 3D cadded a more Deathlin and taken off the Raven Guard sigils. I've put it in different that style of armor. I don't mind it. It it. How many more ways can you do it? It's just kind of lazy. There's loads of ways they could have done it. I, I really like it myself. Uh, and it's basically Mark IV armor. Um... I like the pose, but you know, Mordethan is, like you say, it's a similar pose, but. It's not a similar pose, it's the exact same pose. That's the nature of cab work for you. you yeah, but I mean, this is. Readjust. I just don't like it. If you went through most of the Games Workshop stuff, you could find repeats of stuff all over the place. You, which way, you might not but even I, notice it. I think it's the first time it's happened in. for the Heresy, and the first time it's a character model's come out, and you can just go, oh, that's. You can actually look at it and go, that's that Mordethan model. Mm, okay. I mean, the Pravian's not very good either. Super I'm less of a fan of the Mod 8 of the Pravian. To be honest, I, um, I, I've seen a lot better individual conversions yeah. for something like a Pravian. And I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I quite like my word bearer one, to be honest. I personally don't think we need consoles. Like, the oh, right, specific, specific models? No, no, as, I mean, as models. Uh, models. Like, These open yeah, fair do. Like, they say they want to do a Praetor for each Legion. That's cool. Because like, it's not always immediately obvious how to make your Praetor stand out. I mean, it's okay for us Iron Warriors because it's, it's a warsmith is a specific thing. But if they're going to do individual models for Centurions and your your consoles and stuff like that, I I mean, the Moratat was needed because the Moratat again has a very unique look to it. But something like a Master of Signals or I mean, the Master of Signals model gets used as conversion fodder already. I think the, the Master of Signals was more of that retro thing, yeah, wasn't it? He's got the a, giant head. Yeah. Which was based off of like a, a first edition. But I, model, I personally it? don't think we needed a, a stock if, um, invigilator or a stock premium. We certainly didn't need that Primus Medicaid in the Terminator armor. No. Yeah. Oh, sweet, yeah. merciful. And the thing I mean, is, it's a fair point. I mean, like, it does leave 
the imagination to then go and you get to see some, like you said, you get to see yeah. some better. I personally like the Vigilator, not a fan of the Pravian, but I like the, the, the Vigilator model. Um, but uh, yeah. I, I would probably take, I might take that and, and use it as a basis for something else. Of course you would, Spin. Of course you would. The things are what? There's, there's stuff missing from the books that don't have model. Like, where are the Isle Attacks? It's, it's been in the Red Book for so long and they've put sculpting time towards the Invigilator and the Pravian that could have been an Isle Attack, which is not something that is easily converted and not something that people already have in their forces. I mean, some people do because they put the work in to make models work. But it could have easily been... I say this having no knowledge of how it works, <laughs> but that, that time in my mind could have been used better as an Isle Attack, to make an Isle Attack model yes, or to fill out the missing units that we have. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still, is there still special units still to come? Yes, because Iron Warriors don't have the Iron Habits yet. Do I, don't, they? I don't think we're going to get Iron Habits because no. they're so generic. It's due to Las Cannons, basically, yeah. in auto cannons. Well, they're saying that the Forge World have taken off the, the Legion specific upgrade kits, so. Mm, true. I, it's, it's one of those things. I don't want to sound like I'm being overly negative because they didn't sell well, so they were taken down. My point is, I don't think we needed that console, whereas we do need, for example, the art attack. That's, yeah. that, that, okay. that's what I meant. But to answer Tom's question, I think the issue with the recon uh, uh, thing is it's got too many restrictions compared to other yeah. rights of war. Uh, recon troops are too expensive, and they need to be able to move and fire their uh, sniper rifles. There's yes. plenty, and then we've got there's other rights of war that take heavy weapons and make them give them the relentless special rule or something so they can move and shoot. Okay, so Danny asks, who's your favourite character and why? And conversely, who is your least favourite and why? Who's going first there? Not me. Fuck <laughs> Erebus. Oh, yeah. Right. When I first started reading The First Heretic, in fact, no, it wasn't even The First Heretic he's in. It's fucking the, one of the first three books. Yeah. Erebus turns up and he's a, he's a sly little bastard and you're like, oh, actually, Erebus ain't that bad. He's all right. And then you you get to that point where you know Horace is about to fall. Spoilers. You know <laughs> Horace is about to fall, and you're like, don't do it. That's the thing, isn't it? Every time at that beginning, when uh, you know Erebus is in the room, yeah. all of us are going, don't listen to the guy. <laughs> right, so th this next bit is going to be full of spoilers, because I'm going to go off on Her er Erebus, right? He fucking kills Argyll Tal. What yeah. the shit? Yeah. Right? ADB, I love him, but I hate him. Because you will die in the shadow of great wings. The Aurelian. Aurelian? Aurelian. Doing an Aurelian. Aurelian. I knew I could say the word. That novella has Lorgar see Argyll Tal fighting Sanguinius. So you're instantly like, fuck yes, that's going to be amazing. That's going to happen on the Siege of Terror. It's going to be pimp as fuck. And then he gets shanked on the back of a titan in the shadow of a giant Aquila. Does that mean, do, we, do we know if that's the end of it, though? I mean, he, he's he, jokerly said, well, you can bring people back from the dead, and Argyll Tal was technically a demon, and it's like, no. Like, don't toy with my emotions. <laughs> Just get to fucking... Yeah, don't toy with my emotions. But this, but this is the bit, fucking Khan. Yeah, like, baby. You killed my brother. You killed my bro. You killed the guy who I might have some feelings for. Get in that fighting pit. And he kicks the shit out of him. And right before he's about to kill him, he's just like, no, in a bit, mate, I'm going to use the warp and vanish. I mean, yeah, Lorgar skinned him, but that's beside the point. <laughs> like, Erebus is 
And what really boils my piss, what really, what really deep down aggravates me, is I know he's still alive in the current 40k law. He never gets his comeuppance. He's not a demon prince, though, is he? No, he's not. No. No. Right. No. He's, I think that's the ultimate fuck you. Well, they're never going to do it for him. No, never gonna do it. it's he, never going to come through. It's always going to be on the vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> he's always going to be knowing that he was key to the whole thing and not getting his reward that he wants. I, I, yeah, I, see, that's the thing. You don't mess with the Chaos Gods because I think the Chaos Gods go, <laughs> this is what you want. You're not getting that. So or you can have it, but let me piss all over your chips. Yeah. When you have do it. what we want us to do. Yeah. Do everything for us. And they go, fuck you, So, bitch. So you hate Erebus. Yep. Um... Who do I despise? Oh, I'll tell you who I love. Lord Gar's my favourite. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Total. I can see that because I... reason though? Um, I, do you know what? I like him because I can... His story appeals to me. He didn't... He doesn't want to be a Primarch. He doesn't want to be a General. It, all the things he didn't want and he's kind of made to be it. And then he goes... Uh, and, and he just takes things to their logical conclusion. You could argue that he's manipulated in certain ways and stuff like that but all he's act- all he's doing is following the truth and the truth hurts um and it's like what do you do when you're faced with that and actually when you when you take go the take the journey with him that's not an unreasonable response no. it's not a it's not a great response from a, a kind of a, a global species level but as an individual it makes perfect sense i mean you can again it's adb but when Gilliman destroys Monarchia, and that's just a whole... Essentially, it's a whole planet he built to venerate his father as a god. I mean, yeah, it was misguided. But Gilliman just destroys it. And he's like, we've told you, you're not allowed. And it, on the one hand, yeah, he needs to be told to stop it. But on the other, surely is that not a horrific war crime? Because they're imperial citizens that Gilliman's just wiped off the fr- off the off the face of a world. So then, Lorgar's in this super weird place where he's been told off, and the weight of all these deaths is on his conscience. And he's just like, well, if I can't believe that Dad's a god, back on Colchis they said there were gods, so I'm going to go and find them, kind of thing. And you you, you like Dan says, yeah, you follow his little journey along. And you get swept up, and it's not until like the Battle of Kalth where you realise that Lorgar's an actual dick. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's um, I like him because he's an interesting character. I, I don't, I don't believe it's not that he's a likable character. It's just no, 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 no. He's, he's interesting. He's, uh, but it's this true for many characters in history. Is the, the the heroes you imagine and the villains you imagine are never as heroic or as villainous as you imagine them to be. I mean, you know. Winston Churchill is idolised um, in this country, but quite wrongly so. The man's a racist, a massive fucking racist, and an anti-Semite. Um, he let all sorts of shit happen during the Second World War that he didn't have to, to make a point. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't doesn't change the fact that he was, you know, possibly the greatest war leader the Brit country's ever had. But and, and actually trying to hide that, trying to mask that stuff, devalues the character. And they don't do that in the books with Lorgar. Lorgar's all there for you. He's not a, a kind of a one or two dimensional character, good guy, good guy, bad guy. He's the fully rounded, fully fleshed out thing. And I, I think that's the thing. That's why I like him the most. Yeah, I can imagine myself being Lorgar. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I could see myself making the same mistakes he does. 
I think f- her favourite for me is a toss-up between Amit, f- the Flesh Terror from, yeah, uh, from uh, Blood Angels, Angels yeah. and Araman. But Araman is a weird one because I... I was thinking about Araman. Like, I like Araman, but I also really dislike him. Because I think it's more to do with the two different versions of him you, you see in the Prospero books. And yeah, he's only briefly in the second Prospero book, but like Amit is just his legion distilled into one person. Like he takes no fucks. He is all about killing the Emperor's enemies. And yeah, he might occasionally go too far. Like there's a really good short story where he fights um the first captain. I can't remember his name. Anyway, they have a fight and Sanguinius is watching this fight and it's like they're perfectly balanced against each other. Neither one has ever won, kind of thing. And it's like um, it's an analogy for the traitors and the and the loyalists, anyway. But the reason that I like Araman is because he sees what's happening. He sees that Magnus has has lost the the will to fight, and he kind of rallies the legion. And he's like, "We need to fight back. Like we can he was win." Always trying to help. The Legion, everything he yeah. was doing, even you know, with our knowledge of 40k, yeah. it's always been about trying to bring the Legion back and save the Legion, which he saw his... It, from my point of view, he, he he could see his father's got the capability to do this, no problem. Click his fingers, he's pretty much done it, but won't, or hasn't done for some reason, because he's lost in his own, I don't want to say self-pity, but you know this morose kind of mood that he's in. And I think what you're saying there is that, yeah, that's what Aaron kind of takes upon himself to kind of fill in the gap and go I want to save us I, yeah. I want us to be the Legion we're supposed to be that's, that's why I like him I like him because he's like we can we can still do it you know dad might be not be leading us but our leaders we can still win we can still repel the wolves like this is Prospero and then at the same time he's a martyr to it he's like when it even at the point where it's like we're going to lose like Magnus has already said fall back to Tizica and he's like no we'll fight in the streets on the way back and at no point does he think maybe Magnus has a plan. Maybe Magnus knows what, because it's straight from the off. Magnus was like, "Don't fight them." You know, it, it's like the planet fall situation we had uh, on McCrag with the Dark Angels, except Gilliman has the foresight to say, "Don't fight the Dark Angels because we'll lose." And Araman doesn't have that because he's like super arrogant, which is what I really don't like about him. I was going to say, probably the arrogant side of him that is what it makes him yeah. a... Yeah, it's, it's, it's his flaw, isn't it, in a way? He's, 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 because of their power and their intelligence and their knowledge, he's got that arrogance that is essentially the flaw of the Thousand Sons and essentially the flaw of his father. Yeah. What, what about you, Ant? Well... It's <laughs> <laughs> a really interesting one. Um... Oh, it's been a long time since. I only got up to Thousand Sons, and that's that's all I read, and that was a good few years ago. But one of my, you know, like, kind of your standout moments is probably the... I can't remember what the guy's name was. He was on um, Istaban something or other, and he, he... He basically fought against... Oh, this is going to wind me up a second. There's a, there's a, on the Forge World website, there's, there's a two character. Loken. Loken. Is yeah. it Loken? Yeah, Loken, because he's like one of those things is like, no, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, he, and, and the amount of kind of rallying he does to kind of get all the loyalists together 
and to sorry to do and, and to kind of get them all together and basically you know look after him and like you know when he was putting them in the bunkers because he saw the titans like shut down the kind of air intakes and all this kind of stuff um and he tries to save as many people as possible and he and he, and he fought against the baron because i think a baron was in terminator armor yeah and did he get crushed by a titan or stood on by a titan or, uh, or a building collapse building collapse on him yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what i mean but he still survived it think yes he did yeah um and it's just one of those ones where you know it's kind of like it just reminds me of like some kind of you know it's all going to shit and you've got some kind of veteran sergeant type bloke just like running around screaming at his troops like getting everybody together and like the last stand in the building and all that he, he's the guy but i'm thinking yeah that's that'd be he, me he probably could have won if he wasn't hamstring by salt harvest oh, yeah Saul my least favorite character in the horror heresy <laughs> you pointless bellend yeah I just don't. I don't get what his deal was, like, and the fact that he's got a model, like he's got, well, he's got a rules entry. He doesn't have a model, but yeah. Okay. For the rest of the Horus Heresy, he's a pile of ash. This <laughs> is the thing. Like, I think he was meant to do what what Loken did. I think he was meant to come back, or or maybe even like um, Nathaniel Garrow or something like that. Yeah, and I think everyone just hated him so much they didn't do it. It's actually a shame. I, to be honest, I think Sol Tarvitz is uh, the best one in the world. I do think he had potential, but it's like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. But then, with regards to like not liking somebody, there's just so many twats out there. There really there? is. You know, I'm honest, if you, if Conrad you... Kerr's gets my vote, uh, gets a secondary vote for being no. bellend of it. Conrad Kerr's is okay. Mm. Night Haunter is an utter bellend. Because there's that moment where he quite clearly has like some form of psychological break and just becomes the night haunter. Yeah, I mean, for me, he's he's quite the opposite of what I was saying about Lorgar. He's, he's a kind of like I'm a one-dimensional bad guy with spiky, spiky fingers. You see no. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, with the, uh... get fucked. Well, the thing, is, the thing is, though, for me, I don't know. I suppose it'd be. Well, then this is because, the, for me, the person I don't like in the horror series, and this this is going to make somebody smile who, who listens to the podcast. Is basically um, anything to do with space wolves because they're just dickheads. The route. <laughs> they're just any, <laughs> any, any kind of space wolf. Yeah, I don't they were, care. They were done super badly, and that's the problem. What? No, as in what? Super like, I mean, Abnett did a really good job with describing the fang. Mm. I thought that was really good, and that's translated into the 40k law. But the way the route all wore the leather masks because they were all fighting Gimps. off, like, they were all fighting off the wolfen curse and how they were more like. Viking war bands than they were a Space Marine Legion. Something like one of the things it's not my favourite vote, but one of the things I did like was Lehman Russ. No, because from which book? I can't tell you which one, but it was more the the impression I've had of Lehman Russ is essentially like the the loyalist version of Angron. You know, he's just a a wild weapon that's off go. There is that bit in Betrayal where they have the flashback yeah, yeah. but what it was and that's the, if anything that kind of helps with the, the, what I liked about it because you know I, I was never a fan of Space Wars blah 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 huge dogs in armour and, and <laughs> typical Russ, Dark Angel yeah and in Lehman Russ was the atypical version of that so what I got from the books uh, was the intelligence that he's got that he, you know he is he is meant to be the, the Emperor's execution well, as such. But no, it, that. at the end of the day, he's a Primarch, so he's as smart as the other Primarchs but are. It's the way that um, he knows that people look down on him because of his, his style and his appearance and what he's supposed to be, but he's always got that intelligence behind him, like, say, like any other Primarch. But it was portrayed quite well in that he knew about um, what um, 
Magnus Strondi Is this where he's playing chess with the Sigilite? No, um, no, it was more to do with the um, the sleeper agent that came into the that uh, Magnus had sent into the room. Oh yeah, yeah. And how he kn- he'd known about it all along, played along with it all the way through, and then right at the end of the here, it's like, nah, mate. I've I've been well aware of this all the yeah. way from the start. Uh, it was just that kind of like, he's a smart guy, but he plays it down because he's you know he's trying to have this image that he's got. But I, I, that was something I liked about it. It wasn't my favorite. He's not my favorite character by yeah. a long shot. But yeah, that was just something I liked about Lehman Ross specifically. But yeah, I know what you mean by the the phrases are maybe not being portrayed very well in the books because of that. I just did, I just really dislike the route, the idea that it's a series of war bands as opposed to a unified legion doesn't sit well with me more like their 40k variant yeah no I'm well, not... actually they're more sons of horus post it's fair aren't they so yeah. it's that decay into the kind of like the the, the reaver war bands and it's yeah. like but this is before the heresy kicks off i mean there's one short story where each of the space wolves has a really fucking long and annoying name and it's like hunts by moonlight with red claws, and it's like, oh, is that one of the short stories? Yeah, yeah. where they they fight the dark elder. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why? Why is that a thing? Like you're trying to mystify a legion that isn't myst- is, that doesn't need any mystery to it. You could simply just say, Bob. they're space Vikings. <laughs> this is Bjorn. He has a lightning claw. He is now called Bjorn the Fell Handed. That's how that worked. Whereas you take a legion like perhaps the Night Lords, who have a lot of mystery about how they worked internally. You have the Thousand Sons, who have a lot of mystery about how they worked internally, and they're not looked at. Like I'd love to know more about the the, the temple cults and things like that. I mean, if you've read the Talon of Horus and Black Legion books, it comes up in that, and it talks a lot about how Prospero was before the Scouring, and mm. it's stuff that's really cool. But it's just not looked at, and yet they try to force this mysticism onto the route that's not really required to make... It doesn't enhance the Space Wolves. No, and, and uh, the, the thing for me, the, the historical an- analogy that they're drawn from is distinctly amystical. Hmm. The, whole, uh, the whole point about Viking culture is it's like, I'm going to die someday, it's written in this weave of fate, and I have no say in it. Yeah. So do you know what? Fuck everything out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. It's going to happen when it happens, and that's fine. And that's kind of the extent of it. All the all the stuff you get around, you know, sort of like the wolf symbolism and you know, burning cannon, all the kind of uh, kind of stuff that's invented. That's nineteenth century invention with the overlaying shit yeah. onto Viking legends and stuff. Not actually anything like that at all. So yeah, I I I'd agree with that. I'd get on board for that. Yeah, like I say, just wank as all of them. Space wolf <laughs> dickheads. Okay, so Lewis says, is there any units, tanks, or flyers that you dislike? That maybe you'd remove or tweak. I'm personally not a fan of the rapier carriages. I like the idea of, but I don't like the model for the uh, Serastus assault ram or Caestus assault ram. Oh, the Caestus mm. assault ram. Yeah, don't yeah. like the model. Really don't like it. It's big as well. It's a big. It beast. is big. Yeah, I mean, it just. I get the point of what it's. I get the point of what it's for. It could but be simpler. I, I just think. I, I think if what they're actually describing is a boarding t- torpedo. Yeah, which I get isn't much of a model. It's basically a cylinder. Well, look at the Space Wolf one they did for 40k, which is essentially just one half of the case of Assault Ram. Yeah. That looks quite cool. Yeah. Why didn't they just what? do that? Well, no, if you. It, it's, <laughs> what the fuck are you on? It makes more sense than the. It, it looks better than the, 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 the flying U. Do you know what I mean? 
No, I disagree. I prefer I yeah. prefer the Forge World one compared to compared to the Space Wolf one because the Space Wolf one it's just because it's got all those dickety fucking Rooney shit. Oh no, it. I don't like, like any of that. No, no look at the core model and the, the, the design of the model yeah. of the vehicle. Forgetting, imagine it was a a, a, a white scar. Take a, a Dremel to it, basically. Well, no, imagine yeah. if it was in a World Eaters army, in design and style. Mm, funny if you yeah. mentioned. Don't know. The, as, <laughs> as flyers go, that that for me is the one that kind of like stands out as kind of yeah, it's not really for me. It, I, I get it's cool, cool rules, uh, cool principle. Don't like the model though, and just feels. Just feels out of place because if you think about ship ship boarding action, you've got things like the Charybdis and the Ambulus. If you think about actual flies, you've got Storm Eagles, you've got Thunderhawks, you've got uh, Fire Raptors. I think I think it's out of place because it's it was a forty k vehicle that they back like they backward incorporated into thirty k. Yeah. yeah, but that would be mine anyway. So what? Well, it says units, tanks, or flies that you dislike that maybe you would have removed or tweak. You know what mine would be destroyers. Yeah, because. The concept behind them is so fucking cool because they're basically um, suicide squads because they're using radioactive weaponry and, yep. and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, if you give like you know a guy with a grenade launcher a jump pack, it's not going to end well. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you but if you look at them on the field, as in you know on you know when you're playing with them, they just they just you're just kind of like, what is their purpose? Because they don't really have a role I think I think there's two ways to fix destroyers that's really simple without delving into changing their options mm. is you make them scoring units yeah. and you reduce their price so they're in line with assault marines yeah I mean that's even before you look at I mean in the books they don't both they don't always have the twin bolt pistols which is annoying um, because I think well it's not annoying I just think it'd be nice to have more options for them like mm. um, you think of some of the crazy weapons like, I know we're never going to get legions that have a drastic weapons because that's part of the Emperor's household. But, um, like, there's rad weapons, there's more Volkite type stuff that would fit for the destroyers. Um, stasis weaponry, like stasis grenades, mm. vortex weaponry. And this is all stuff that normal legionnaires are like, oh, I'm not going to touch that because it's, it, it's potentially going to ruin me. And the destroyers sat in the corner going, fuck you, vortex! Strap it like, to me. Strap it to me, baby. Yeah, it's, it's like angry marines, like <laughs> firing, like angry marines hugging vortex missiles. <laughs> this is it. We're just, we're just reminded of the, like, the NBA. We're just like fucking nutcases. And, and, that's, and that's it for me because it's, it's one of those things I'd love. You know what I mean? It's like, and again, it's another one of those ones where with my world eaters, I'm looking at I, I do destroyers. have 20 painted destroyers. I really love destroyers. I would. I wrote a list once where it had the core of it was just destroyers, but it didn't work because they're so expensive and they don't no, you take objectives. Get like twelve models, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, if they came like we were talking about this before we started recording, Blood Angels have a big destroyer theme. Yes, so they they're, certainly they're, hinted it. At the they're work, obviously going to have a right of war that works with that. I would really like if they did a standard Legion right of war mm. that was destroyer centric. If they expanded the destroyer core to take into account things like the Derrideo that is in one of the books with Phosphex missiles, um, like the Cortis Dreadnoughts, which seem to fit more with the destroyer ethos, yeah. kind of. Especially if they've got like a rad weapon where that's the, it kind of explains why they're... Rad cleansers of, in the fists. You know, why yeah. they kind of like, the machinery is kind of starting to break down and stuff like that because it's been affected by the radiation mm. and weaponry. I mean, I, I, if, if they had a points drop, if they were in more in line with the assault marines and they could take objectives... Then I think there would be a unit that gets used quite a lot. Making stuff a scoring unit is fundamentally at the heart of making it usable. 
Is it, there's no question, yeah. no, no yeah. question about it. Whether that's through a right of war, yeah, no, absolutely. But whether that's part of it being as a, part of a right of war that you take them, or whether it's part of something that they have that's an intrinsic ability, or whether it's something you paid for as a points upgrade for a unit. But that ability to make something a scoring unit is absolutely key to its viability in a game. And that's absolutely, absolutely. Why veterans are so good? If you took away the fact yeah. they're scoring, the people are going. Mm. If they weren't scoring, right, I don't, the, sniper, don't the, yeah, the sniper option wouldn't make any, a whole yeah. hill of beans. I mean, there are some units that get fixed by a point drop. There are yeah. some units that get fixed by being scoring. I think destroyers need both before they become viable. Mm -hmm. um, even without jump packs, because you need a transport for, to deliver them, because they'll just get shot off the table if they're trying to walk. Um, yeah, that, I think I agree with that. That would be my punt. I don't have a problem with a lot of the units... But the destroyers is definitely one I'd like to use, but I've never really found a way to make them work. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, though, because it's for me, it's one of those ones where 30k is like, it's all about the fantastical factor of the weapons that don't exist in 40k. And, and they're kind of, for me, they're the pinnacle of the dark age of technology and all that kind of stuff. You know, you've got the salamanders who frown upon the destroyers and, and phosphex and all that kind of stuff because... They have morals and they're fucking girls. So then, the funny <laughs> morals, they actually they don't embrace it, but yeah. they take it on. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, they go, "This is a part of what we are." Yeah, and and it's just one of those ones where you've got such a cool, from a background perspective, you've got such a cool unit. To, to, to be a destroyer, you do need to be quite mentally unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you've got such a cool background, but then on the tabletop, you sit there and go. They're just missing something. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and you know, this is where, obviously, because I think, who was that chap we played against, Dan? Was the, um, when we were at that um, thing down south near Cheltenham? Um, the, the designer guy. Oh, Will Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was, we were kind of like half talking about stuff, and even even he mentioned it. Yeah. You know, even he mentioned yeah. it. There were certain he, units that need... Yeah, the, 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 that's what yeah. Will Hayes' um, bugbear is that um, you pay a premium for um, anti-tank weapons but anti-personnel weapons are dirt cheap yeah so it, what it does is it makes uh, infantry lists or infantry heavy lists really quite challenging to play because people can get infantry shredding weapons dirt cheap if there's a unit that I've got an issue with and it's unfortunately it's not a unit that's really got models for it's the militia grenadier list uh, squad oh okay and it's purely the bugbear that you've got the you have to pay for the extra models have the specialist weapons in there so they become from a 10-man unit to you have to add additional models to make them a 12-man unit which then gets awkward with transportation and stuff like that yeah because there's no chimera is there nothing no. like that so it's like they've designed it with the idea of being a you know, chimera and stuff like that involved but then gone what we're going to do is restrict you to what you can actually take as a transport uh, up until now for the time right but then that's kind of restricting you to termite and, and the ter isn't the termite only 10 no, no, 12. 12. 12. Yeah, but also the Arvis Lighter is 12 as well. But the, I get why the Arvis Lighter is their tra a transport option, but it seems like a very limited transport option for a, I, a militia army which could be representing anything. I think we'll see Valkyries. Yeah. That, that, I think I think we'll see Chimeras as well. Yeah, I think the, exactly. I mean, the, I know they've started to bring out these new uh, tanks and things like oh, that. Oh, Parker Dogs that can okay. be used by a militia. Oh. Yeah, I mm. think they're starting to stretch out into that, and it'd be nice to see... Carnadon. Um And it would be nice, as I said, to see a like an early version of a Chimera, a, prop, a proper military mili version I think, of Chimera. I think, the, I think the, the issue that we have is they've tried to set each of these books in a specific timeline. 
So, I mean, I mean, this is this is the problem we have with Book Seven. You have two legions that are fighting before the heresy starts at the peak of their power, and then you don't have a list option to play them after that, where the Rus isn't the Primarchy used to be, and the route's depleted, and you know because to be quite, quite frank, some bullshit in Book Seven that needs to be toned down. But I think that's the problem is they're saying this is a Prospero. This is your snapshot of Prospero. Yeah. And then you play it against um, Angron, who is written from the perspective that Angron's... The, you know, the Butcher's Nails are killing Angron. He's dying, whether he wants to admit it or not. So he's not at the apex of his power. So as we get closer to Terra, I think we'll see Valkyries, Chimeras... Yeah. You know, we will definitely see new stat lines for the Primarchs because we've been told that, and it's like one of the Since one of the problems. Crusade, this is, this, we've gone from at the beginning of the game was released the Crusade, especially Prospero because it, it's it's literally the Crusade era. Then betrayal, that Istvan decimates the legions. I mean, even the even the traitor legions had to purge their loyalists. They took losses on at the drop site anyway. So now, if as we get closer to Terra, we'll start to see the more like the Chimera, the Valkyrie, the Vulture, the things, the things starting to develop as part that, of that will time. allow um, like militialists to have options that they wouldn't have had before. And I don't think it's a fault of the game design. I think it's because they've chosen to take this historical esque approach to it. So. I mean, I'd love nothing more to see the early like prototype chimeras and things like that, and the Valkyrie. I mean, they've been in the in the books, right? But the chimera, uh, so the I don't know about the chimera, but the Valkyrie has now been in, uh, it's been used in one of the novels. Yeah. Um, it's the only reason why I brought I brought this up really because I'm like, well, that'd be really cool in a militia army. Not necessarily the the version that is maybe it's a downgrade in terms of what op- uh, weapon options it could take. Might have options for. I don't. Uh, I don't think options. if you if you ported the old seventh edition Valkyrie over, it wouldn't be that bad. No, it, no, 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 it no. It's like front armor 12, 11, 11 or something yeah. like that. I was thinking more like yeah, you know, more like uh, introducing uh, weapon options that were specific to the, that that era. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, for like Well, I mean, they're already doing that for the yeah, exactly. for the, for the new um, versions of the knights, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I I always I always had a you know uh, a bit of a hard on for a kind of Vietnam type. Themed air cab, yeah, air cab. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's exactly the sort of thing I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, then I get this issue. I, I've got this issue about about the with the militia grenadiers. If they've got, it, being in mind, it's in their um, not the right of war, but their upgrades that they can take. Oh, um, if you take survivors of the dark eight, dark. the upgrades take. Yeah. A, you can then take a rhino for them. And yeah. then that rhino can't then transport a full squad with. Specialist weapons in there. The minimum squad is what it takes. Yes, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. like that seems a bit. Why don't you just give them the option to? Anyway, I think we get into that game design. I mean, I mean, well, let's not even it. look at the fact that it will take ten space marines, which means it could easily fit twenty mortals. Like, yeah. Anyway, just, we get down to game design here. I think we might have gone yeah. from the question there. Well, no, because that's what he's asked. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's essentially asking right. like, what do we like? What would we change? Right. Yeah. So yeah, definitely that's one I yeah. would definitely change. Uh, Ellis says, "Why do I keep getting bloody tabled three for three in the last game?" It depends what he's playing. As in, he's only played three games. I think he's lost all three of his last games. Okay. He's rolling dice, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, checking. Coming from someone who, and he's using d6s, not d3s. I don't. I didn't ask him many more questions because it felt like maybe it might get salty. <laughs> 
But my suggestion would be, if you've lost three games on the trot, look at your not only your list but your opponent's lists. Because there's clearly either a tactical issue that you have that you can't face a certain type of enemy or you're playing against book seven, in which case you just need to not. It could come back to this thing about, you've said yeah. many times about um, perception of the, of the opponent. You know, are, Have you guys planned these games ahead? Is it a, a, an event that you've gone to where you've yeah. lost three times? I've turned away from an event where I played six games and when you won two. Didn't care about losing, but that's the nature of that event. I didn't really also having fun. With See, it. the thing, the thing for me is okay. So there's a, there's a, I think there's a steep learning curve for playing Horus Heresy games, and we certainly see a number of, um, number of reactions to games that I see, and it's, it's you can group them broadly. So the first one is what we mentioned before, which is the, the thing that fucked me last is the best thing in the in the game. Yep. Yeah, um, Kurt, I'm telling you again. Because if you're listening, um, you better be listening. You better be listening. Uh, there's a real tendency for people to go, "Oh my God, that thing that I played against in the last game ruined my day." Ergo, my list would be better if I've got one. That's not always the case. Uh, I think people forget sometimes that there's you've got. It's not just about your opponent that you're playing. It's about you you understanding how your list works. Um, the only reason I, I, yeah, I, I think I do alright with most lists but then again I've played so many games of Heresy now I've, I've got a fairly good idea of how most stuff works and how yeah. I would use it I always used to advocate this and people can get a bit salty about it but I think it's a really good way of doing it if you've played somebody with their, against their army play them again but swap the armies around yeah so you use their army they use yours it will help with your knowledge of their army absolutely and I think that's the key thing I mean, Sun Tzu tells us this. <laughs> know your enemy, know yourself. Well, this goes back to, uh, I mean, your days of War Machine, and one of the things I always, one of the why I knew I was bad at War Machine, I had no half clue what, what was going on the opposite side of the table. And I'd be like, I'm getting middle of the go, holy crap, that's what they can do? Wow, okay then, they're really good. Should have paid attention to them a bit sooner. Is it simply that? Is it that you are up against a specific unit you don't really know much about, that all of a sudden the combination that the opponents put on the table is just, oh, that's a, actually a Death Star type unit. Yeah. And well, there's not many Death Stars in, in Heresy, to no. be honest. No, at least there's not many feasible Death Stars. No, not without putting a lot of points in. Unless, unless it's Magnus and, and Segment. And, that, but, and again, that's where expertise comes in or, or where experience comes in because one the other trait that you see is people focus on the thing they can't hurt or yeah. the thing they struggle with. Yes. So are they pouring, dedicate more and more of their gaming resources into trying to do something to it and fail and fail again? Which, of course, there's, if you're in a, playing a 2,500-point list and you're shooting everything at a 500-point unit, there's 2,000 other points that you could potentially do something with. I think you mentioned this in the, maybe our first episode where uh, it was about your experience at one of the throne schools. Now... It's something that I've learned from playing back in the day at 40k. Uh, it's something I've learned from playing Epic. Um, pick out the units. <laughs> not necessarily that you can deal with, but necessarily the ones that are going to be your issue in the mission or in the game. So, uh, okay, you've got the big shiny Preferian Knight. You could be passing everything to that, but that's not a scoring unit. That tactical squad over there sitting on the objective, if that's going to sit there all day, then yeah, that's, that's wipe that out. It put as much fire into that as possible. If you kill it and you've got stuff left over, by all means throw that into into whatever you like there. Yeah. Is it the mission that you've got a problem with? Are you not paying attention to the objectives? I mean, the other thing is, like we saw it with Kurt when he first started playing, is the attrition rate is so high in Heresy mm. that you can tilt 
your opponent Absolutely. like inadvertently you can I mean I did it to him I mean I like tilting Kurt it's funny but I didn't do it on purpose because I knew he was he was still learning the ropes and it's like I wiped a whole squad out in, and a transport in one turn and he was like oh well I'm fucked now I can't do an extra and I'm like dude as the points get bigger like when you get up to 3,000 point games you're going to lose squad squad and a half every turn especially if you if you start I mean it was Castellex so it was probably out of order of me to use Castellex against a new player anyway but I was literally using it's what, gonna learn somehow. what I had with me <laughs> And it's like, yes, that the, these Mauler Bolt Cannons, if I roll well enough, will hit and will kill a Marine without you having a save. That is kind of normal. As a result, because you did that, did he then put a load of fire into those Castellex? I mean, yeah, but you can kill the Castellex. But they're not scoring, so... No, but this is... That, yeah, but that's kind of the point. That's is what that, I mean. Yeah, he's, he might have killed, you might have killed one of his units, but he, all he's done is to make him go, oh, I'm going to kill that unit. Yeah, it's tilted him. Yeah. Friendly, but the other thing is, it's like, say for example, I mean, first game of Heresy I played was against Ali, and he had his fucking devil predator. And it was oh. one of those things, I had like a 15 man squad of Emperor's children that were painted, that were shiny, I was power wanking on the table, <laughs> and like one round of shooting, they just disappeared in a fucking puff of smoke. And I was like, fuck me. And the only thing that I kind of did when I first, I've lost so many games of Heresy, it's unbelievable. But it's just one of those ones where it's the person that's standing opposite me is is the whole point. So, for example, um, if I'm playing, it's like right, understand your mission, um, look at what, like you say, look at what what's in front of you, and then just pick on something and just blast the fucking bollocks out of it. Are you playing missions? Well, yeah, play missions. Uh, absolutely, play missions. I mean, it was a simple question, but yeah. not, you know, we don't know your level of experience. Are you an experienced player that's going down some tournaments and events like every other week? Or is it your first three games that you've played that oh, you're just yeah. literally putting what you've got on the table versus someone else and you're just shooting the shit out of each other? It, that can make a massive difference over yeah. the time to this question. And oh, actually, that that is not a realistic way of playing. Because if you do go to any events, and, I, and this is like tournaments or narrative events or whatever, it's very rarely about how much stuff of your opponents you can kill. The reason why I point this out is because my army, as you've seen, is not very strong when it comes to scoring. I've got few scoring units. I've told you, Spin, you don't listen. No, I'm but, just telling uh, you. but as a result, I know I don't expect to win games. Now, he said I'm getting tabled. Now, does that mean he's losing games? No, does no, that mean he's losing every single unit on the board? Well, I think, we, we take I think, I think tabling now has just become synonymous with losing. Right. Like, it doesn't carry the same connotation in Heresy as it does in War Machine, for example. Like, it's like a major swing in the victory to, points. Yeah, example, I mean, or... you, you could you could table someone by wiping out everything, which is the classic use of the the sense. Yeah. But you can also table someone and be like, well, I won twelve victory points to your two. Oh, yeah. man, I got tabled. Yeah, and that... it's just it's just become like the 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 phrase. I think. Yeah, so in that situation, in my army is an example of it's not got a great amount of scoring units. Therefore, mm. I go in for that expecting it's going to be a tough game for me. If I win, wicked, I've, I've played it well. If I lose, it's probably because I've been stupid enough to put those scoring units out for you to just wipe off the board. Yeah. And I've got nothing to score with, and then you're, you just racked up the points. Uh, is is it is it your army construction? It is. Well, here's the know. thing. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? If if Ellis, if you do want. If, if you do want to email us or message us and say... Is this the chap who did email us about his army? He might have. 
Uh, I'm going to carry on though. Yeah, carry on. If you if you if you bang us a message on Facebook or email us um, at prospectsparty at gmail dot com. Correct. Email um, would be easier actually because then we can yeah go through the email and kind of flesh out the issue. If it is a list issue, we can have a look at maybe helping you build a list. Yeah. Or um, failing that, we know people that can give your opponent a good kicking in the black at dark well, yeah. alley. Yeah, there's that. No, that was uh, that was a uh, John Dorian, which we need to actually we probably could do we go back to that one. Yeah, so let's look at his list for him. Okay. Can we do that when we've had some actual run-up time? Like yeah, no, no, not now. I'll just yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a reminder that we need to look at that. So the legend Sam Beecher Jones says, oh. "If you were a paint, what colour would you be?" Hmm. Hmm. Hang on. <laughs> you really, <laughs> you really asking this question? Yeah, yeah he is asking this question. I, no, I'm giving this some serious thought, and sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and clearly would be Russian the, green. The, yeah, the translation of that is Russian green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think... We all know Steph is sat at home going, Hook to quiz! <laughs> that, that boy loves him some teal. He does. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I might have to be Mephiston Red. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? See, I went for very many years wanting a red army and never having the, the, the cojones to try painting a red army. And then I nailed it. And then I went through a phase of painting only red armies. <laughs> Have you seen my dark elves? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're all red. Yeah. And then I've got my, I've got my word bearers, which are still my favourite legion to paint. I'm going to have to be like Norn Oil. Yeah. <laughs> I am. You smear it on everything. Yeah, yeah. Slap it on, looks good in the end. <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of like the the way I live my life though. Like just <laughs> smash it, it'll be re. <laughs> I don't want to say it because of what we just said, for him, but for me it would probably be the old school Catachan Green. Oh, I think yeah. because it works that's well the, with loads of stuff. Catachan Green is Russian Green. It, 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 because it, I could use it mixing other colours and it worked. It, it just it was a nice mid tone that worked on a lot of stuff. Oh, who remembers Can- Commando Khaki? Yeah, that was going to be my other Fucking one. Fucking Commando Khaki was an actual beast of a painting. Yeah, yeah. That, that was going to be my other one because I could mix. You do uh, Catch and Green Commando Khaki. It became a real, really literally that color. was the mid tone in you, so many highlights. You do, do realise that those colours are available in historical tones. Yeah, what do you mean? As in the. The Commando Khaki, the Kachachan Green, and all yeah, those colours. If you there's, there's a Daka Daka post where basically it's a trans. It's like a, well, it's like you go right. I want this colour. Go along. Right. This is it in Vallejo. Oh, this colour Oh, in Vallejo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. even they even try and match up the current range to. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got, got the. Got the oh, the paint awesome. app. Paint yeah. That's yeah. really fun. But the thing cool. is, like when I lived in Leeds, I went into Games Workshop and I was like, right, I've, I'm running low on like, is it Bestial Brown, the old school Bestial Brown? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. called Baylor Brown now. And I was like, what what would be the equivalent? And the guy was like, oh, I'm twelve. I don't really remember. And I'm like, great. <laughs> is there anywhere on your website I can check? Absolutely. No. Oh, I don't think so. And it's like, great, thanks. <laughs> I'll tell you what, old man, next you'll be telling me there's such a thing as space dwarves. Maybe called squats or something. <laughs> Fucking squats. I mean, I mean, if I'm honest with you, like, actual paints I like are, are colour schemes that I generally fall back on. You know this. Red and black. Red and black. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, like scab red or something like that. You know, oh, like scab red. red. Yeah. I, I want to change my vote. <laughs> I'm warlock bronze. Warlock bronze. If we're changing our votes... Tentacle pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now that is a colour of that, pink. That was like lich purple, mate. Yeah. Lich yeah. purple. But yeah, so that that was. I mean, thank you, Sam. Mike Sherlock. 
Oh, who, who is who is one of our? He's our local. I'm not a custodian I know, I player, but I'm actually a custodian. Player. I don't know the answer. The question, answer to his question is no. Custodians are not okay. Well, no, he, <laughs> he replied to that with Ant Evans Russian green. Well, so everybody knows. Chris says oh, what? Wait, what was his question? <laughs> oh no, that, no, was, no, that, was, that yeah, was it. He was saying that Ant Evans Russian green. Oh right, okay. So Chris says, what have I forgotten to do before I move? I think this is aimed at me. <laughs> Probably a lot. Yeah, the funniest thing I did, I forgot to actually um, take me to readings before I moved out of one house into and the other. And you worked for British. Yeah. <laughs> you worked for British Captain. Uh, that was that was the that was an expense. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what the one thing I did before I forgot to move, I forgot to do before I moved was buy fucking dining room chairs. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why it's been sat on a camping this chair. This camping chair is lovely. Although it is, <laughs> it is a camping chair from the thirty first millennium. It's got all the tech. It does. It has like a little detachable cup holder and a servo skull and yeah, it's, funny, it's, funny. <laughs> it's like a giant peg. <laughs> that is just. I love that. <laughs> I can't overestimate how much I love that. A different Chris says, what are the three things I can never remember? What? I've forgotten one. Oh, 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 oh meta joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. The security password for my savings account, because yep. I go in there that infrequently. <laughs> um, for me, it would be the uh, pin code to my actual credit card. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know the three things that I consistently forget? Tape measures. Yes. Because Spencer has had to buy me so many tape measures over the years. <laughs> dude, when I've... dude, dude, can you sort me out tape measures? Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Tape measures, printed army lists, and um, how to be a decent human being. Like, a lot of the time. I forget a lot of the time. No, you just stop being that. You well, no, this is the thing. Forget. Like, I'm... Because... Because a lot of my friends are LARPers and a lot of my friends are wargamers, there is a similar set of like maladjusted social norms. We don't get out much, do we? Where I can walk into like a LARP and be like, right, cunts, what's going on? And I can do the same at a wargaming event, but if I go out with friends that I used to hang around with at uni and I walk in, I'm like, all right, cunts, everyone's like, <gasps> People take issue with that stuff, they don't do. they? Apparently it's offensive. Yeah, I'm sure there's people right there now right now going, <gasps> The thing is, like, my, my girlfriend is northern. Yeah. So cunt is a comma most of the time. <laughs> so that's the three things I've forgotten. How to be a normal person, um, uh, tape measures, and printed army lists. Mm. Yeah. For me... For, also it, putting the bins out. But <laughs> bins. Put the bins out. Bins out. For me, it's been, who am I playing? Yes. As in, like you know, when you're like, have I got a game on this week? Or what the, fuck, oh, what the fuck am I meant to play? And so literally, like... Half a day before I'm meant to be playing a game, I'm like trying to find the models to play the game. <laughs> it's um, like when I messaged you, like, hey, Cutlass is free, and I found my pirates, and you were like, <gasps> where's my shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Um, I'll see the thing I forget. I'll take most of my rule books, but I'll forget the one I actually need. Yeah, that's yeah. a bastard. So, you like to so say, for example, because um, I'm an old fart and I've not got all my stuff on PDF, so I'll take the the two legion books but then I'll forget the rule book or I'll take one of the rule books one of the legion and I'll forget something I was like no. so for me I as you said forget the, uh, no, I'm not able to pin codes to my actual credit card that's dangerous but it's also good at the same time because it means I don't use it very often terrifyingly it, the website's now got these secure apps that will remind you which is I always think yeah. it's terrible oh you know what's fucked me recently my, obviously I've upgraded my phone and stuff so now, instead of having to input my iTunes password, I can buy things with my thumbprint. Yeah. And it's like... PlayStation right, has a similar right. thing. It's fucking amazing. Brace yourself for this. At the weekend, we went to a wedding in Kendall. 
right? And there was a Pokemon Go event. No. And I had no Pokeballs. And I was like, it's only 79p. What have I done? Why did I waste that money? And then it came out of my account today. Like, I got the notification email from Apple, like, you spent 79p on an Apple app. And I'm like, oh. What did it do? Why? <laughs> the other thing I tend to forget, and actually, it's not necessarily forgetting, it's not forgetting something, it's forgetting where I'd put something. My car keys. After I'd left the house <laughs> and going to the car, and I can't find Hoodie my car. pocket every time. That's what happens. Hoodie pocket. So I have a tendency to put my hoodie on, put the get my key almost all together, put the keys in my hoodie pocket, then put the coat on over my hoodie, then go out to the car and go, where's my car keys? That's right, rookie mistake, man. So after we, after we recorded our last episode, oh, that's brilliant. obviously we were at Spencer's and Spinner said he would give me a lift back to my parents' house with all the recording gear. Cool. Load the stuff into the car. He's already outside with his coat on. So I'm like, he's clearly ready. I closed his door, which locks. He then goes, where's the car keys? No, house keys. Where's, oh, where's the house keys? And I'm like, that sounds like a you problem, which is now very much a me problem. So we had a, a five minute, I, I was like entering full panic mode. Like I've, we're probably going to have to go to Spin's parents' house and get keys. Cool. Just give Ant a ring and break in, yeah. Yes. And then, and then he's like, Oh, there they are! Yeah, like he right. like he does like a little miniature hoof. Like he's he's lost. <laughs> ideas, like he's got no ideas left. He doesn't quite know what to do. He does a little hoof, and he's like, "Oh, my keys are in my pocket." And I'm like, two thirds of the way through an existential crisis. <laughs> that's that's genetic programming. That is that is his genes have gone. Hang on, he's always put them in here. Right? If he does the hoof <laughs> maneuver, he'll inadvertently find them. And he'll all be fine. I can't think of a third one that I because I used to forget so much all the time. But that's it, general knowledge is the yeah. third thing you forget. Yeah, like, generally. you have a near encyclopedic knowledge of the horror heresy like I do, yet if I say to you on a Monday, remember on Thursday to bring this thing. Thursday I'll rock round. <gasps> You're fucking... Oh, I owe you money for brass! <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, Spin, did you bring item X? And you'll look at me and go, was I meant to? And you have to show me the message going, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember an incident with Iron Warriors in a case? Okay, that's the third thing. I forgot to bring my Iron Warriors for, uh, for, for, for Dan to paint, didn't I? No, 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 you didn't. You, you lost had the them. breaches. You made me go home. He said, you know, you've still got them, Dan. You still <laughs> I went home. I turned my fucking garage I upside down. Home. You did I go also home. home. And then you sent me the picture of the face palm, which <laughs> yep. did make me laugh. Oh, we're going to put that on Facebook. Five minutes. Right, okay, okay, so Graham says... Graham's asked quite a few questions because he's inquisitive. Um, what right of war would you like to see introduced, either that suits your own army or to mix up the current meta? Brackets, I hate the term meta. So we're going to use the term meta as many times as possible now? It's a meta joke now. Is it? <laughs> quite literally a meta joke. Oh! oh! Destroy a right of war. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Um, a, a, a headhunter right of war. Something that allows you to use some of the fast attack choices more interesting. Specifically, like the headhunters, seekers. seekers, seekers. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, seekers. That yeah, like an assassination list. Yes, absolutely. I would really like, like we were discussing this earlier. I think you were t- you referenced a yeah. um, the flames of war, the one. flames of war one, yeah. a, a list that allows you to use like booby traps and stuff. I think yeah. that would work alongside like destroyers or perhaps yeah. a like a like a better recon company list. Yeah, that I think it would. So the list I was thinking of, um, I 
a few of us, including me and Ant, anyway, used to play a lot of flames of war. And actually, you, you had played flames of war, didn't you? Yeah, I played a few times. Yeah, I played. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, we all played flames of war. I basically only played with SS. Yeah, let's not go into that. <laughs> Such no, <laughs> <laughs> no. See SS. Oh. You will answer the question. Yeah, anyway, anyway. Um, and they, they, I, I used to uh, battle of old. American armored engine, uh, well, en- American engineers, and part of the list was you could buy fortification things, but it included things like booby traps, like you know barbed wire entra- entrenchments, yeah. that kind of thing. I, I, it always was really interesting because it set up an interesting challenge for your opponent because you'd set up the board and you'd go. Actually, normally what I do is I just advance to where I want, but there's risk involved wherever I go. And I think something like that would be quite interesting. Something legion, something legion specific. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. No, no, I was just thinking about this. It's been, for me, from, from my Iron Warriors perspective, but also with an Imperial Fist player, mm. to have those aspects of their uh, being able to be entrenched, uh, like using actual fortifications as part of the right of war, as in you've got to take X fortification. Mm. So, like Imperial Fists, and then the or and then the mirror version of it with the Iron Warriors, so, they could, so you can have those yeah. right of war off, so, as it were. So maybe like a... a, a uh, an Aegis defense line is taken as a as a kind of as a compulsory choice. Well, thing. yeah, or um, as a what am I thinking? Like a dedicated transport, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but also have the option in both rights of war where they can be reversed. Yeah. So to see the uh, you know the Aegis of Iron would uh, would the Iron uh, is doing better at defending the siege of terror, uh, see, uh, the uh, Empress Palace than the than the and then just have that as like a. Is more of a specific right of war to a theme, but then is reversible with the uh, polar opposite. Yeah, army. I think and, not, and maybe something that could be done with other versions of the other legions out there as well. Hmm. I'd I'd um I'd quite like to tweak the armored breakthrough. In Why? fact, I'd, I would like to tweak squadrons, vehicle squadrons, to act more like contempt of talent. Well, dreadnought talents. So they have to be deployed together, and then they can. They well, can at the break moment, apart. the squadron will also get can because if you buy them a command tank, you actually get benefits for them. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it would mean the command the command benefit would have to be altered in some way. Yeah. But I think it'd be more feasible. It'd be more appealing. Yeah, I think that's just more of a mechanic about the squadron rule, isn't it? Really? I also really else. want Fury of the Ancients fixing, so it's not an auto win for my opponent. Because <laughs> it is dire. I would run the shit out of full dreadnought lists. Yeah. I think that's quite a few good there actually. What, what do we think would mix up the meta? Because obviously it's been the, the the current meta is more or less well it used to be vet spam now yeah. it's jet bike spam. If it's not that's because they haven't caught on people haven't caught on yet. Well no it should be jet bike spam. It will, I mean it will be you, you can spam. very much track the meta in what a handful of players are currently building to under get, the guise of being aesthetically pleasing. To, to get the meta <laughs> Sorry, I was going to laugh a lot. <laughs> anyway, to get to get the meta to get the meta kind of mix it up, and you know what they do with the forty k and the age of Sigmar stuff is Weber leads like a general handbook once a year. And well, they kind of do that with every black book, though. Yeah, but to keep it more up to date. So this is going back to the uh, so the FAQ because that's what's changed the meta quite a lot recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For example, the uh, one that a lot of people, depending on your point of view, the. Um, uh, the all specs, all grease cannon, all grease cannon. Sorry, not all specs. Uh, you know that's a very slight change, but it was a change that can make a big difference in the meta. Mm. Honestly, don't really see it. Not in the games that I played at the. Event. I mean, we we I don't. think if you've got a specific army, the fear is real of 
the changes to the Aubrey scanners. However, I've I've not seen any evidence. In fact, that Imperial Fist that had all the last cannons, and yeah, I mean, he had ten last cannon heavy support squad and two auto cannon heavy support squad. So it's like thirty heavy weapons. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had all specs, but it was like, well, they're gonna be useless because you're just rolling around with tanks everywhere. I mean, the thing is, right? So the Mechanicum is clearly clearly an issue. There's no there's there's no two ways about it. A, a cybernetica heavy Mechanicum army is a problem. Yeah, but if you take the actual cybernetica list, you can't. Well, no, well, well I mean, they? when I say cybernetica, I mean the Castellex, Thanatar. Yeah, as specific units. Yeah. yeah. So they gave us the Arcus, which is meant to be a deterrent but doesn't work. And then they took away sniper vets, which were the deterrent. I would like the legions to get something, whether it is something the destroyers do, because they could quite easily be given haywire weaponry as part of their specialist arsenal but I'd like to see something that gives the legions a hand against Mechanicum would it be something as simple as uh, giving um, sergeants options to have haywire grenades I mean no because that's too diversified I think well if you think about a legion army if you hit a planet you're not entirely sure what, the, what you're up against and then northern you're up against you know how would they adapt well they didn't they just threw marines at it until it went away that's the thing. I mean, when you look at it through the lens of the the heresy, the dark mechanicum, or at the time what was the rogue tagmata, that was a big problem. Like the marines didn't know how to fight automata because they'd never done it before. And if you think about how the destroyers work, I think the destroyers would be some of the first marines to twig and go, or oh, if I, you know, if I twat it with this or the haywire grenade and then slap some melter bombs on it, it'll die. And then you've got, like, Sergeant Bob, who's so used to fighting Xenos and, and humans and stuff like that, He doesn't. he's only just figured out how the best way to kill another Marine is. So giving him a haywire grenade, just, it, I mean, obviously from an army-building perspective as well, that just then permeates haywire. So that's... This is where it gets a bit... I, I mean, think, like, you're saying about sniper vets, they were the answer to Mechanicum. They were, yeah. Unfortunately, they were, they were, they were the too generically. The, the rule was too generic that they could be used against anything. Mm. I mean, do do you adapt machine killer to include automata? Well, they, they would argue that you've actually got a veteran special rule to deal with mechanical beasties, and that's seen no vein. Yeah, because it's cause against it monstrous, monstrous creatures. Monstrous creatures. Oh, of course, it is. Yeah, yeah. But, but, it's a, but it's only a reroll. It's because a a because it was nowhere near as good as wounding everything on a four. It's yeah. a reroll to wound. So if you're wounded on a six, so you can't wound it. Rerolling, it's neither in nor right. out. Yeah, it needs to be like a, a bonus to a wound. Yeah, or, or like, wound, or, wound monstrous or, creatures on a forum. Or, yeah, or it reduces their toughness or something like that. I mean, that's something I'd maybe look at. If there was a destroyer right of war, it would be expanding the destroyer war gear list. I think you're onto a thing here because obviously the uh, mag grenades are reduced toughness, don't they? They do. Yep. So if, they, if, if the destroyers had uh, an upgrade, not necessarily a standard feature, but maybe a point upgrade, which gives them um, like radiation-infused bullets... On their bolt pistols, where they oh, could similar to how like the stern guard work with the cracking rounds. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it a bit like Fury Legion, where it's a one shot only thing where they, they load in uh, specific rounds, one shot, they, they can't rapid fire and like that, but they all get to shoot at a uh, Tagmata unit that would reduce their toughness in some form way, not like across the you know, not like if they get 10 hits, it reduces toughness by 10, but some sort of rule like that. I, mean, I think that's another thing I'd like to see, like a more a destroyer unit that's armed with bolters that has like the options to diversify their ammo. 
bit like the Seekers, but well, not, for more I mean, yeah, a different yeah. side I mean, of them. Obviously, the Seekers are very much the Stone Guard kind of precursor, but things like, like you say, radiation-infused rounds, you know, um, it's almost Tau-esque to say like a marker light type thing, mm. but, you know, something similar to how the Iron Fire tokens work. Mm. Like, this, this, these series of shots do no damage, but now... Everything else is artillery to... is it, or everything else gets plus one to hit or you get minus one to your cover save yeah. I mean that okay that's more of a recon marine style thing I think or, see, or even see, maybe we're looking, should be looking at seekers to be possibly more adaptable I think I think the, the way that you shake up the meta isn't by introducing new units it's by making the less utilised units worth their table time yeah, I mean the the reality of it is 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 it's a fine balancing act, isn't it? Because it, we can all you could go through the Legion book and look at the totality of the units and look at the ones that actually you would use in a list or you have used in a list, and what you use is a tiny proportion of what's available. Yeah. yeah. If I wasn't so stubborn about the fact that I like breaches, I wouldn't use them outside of Zone Mortalis. But. Yeah, so, for me, that's, I base my army around them, knowing that they're not great yeah. on the table, but I like the, I like the look of them and I like the feet, mm. mainly because they're like a very Horus Heresy-specific style of unit. Graham also says, what would an Imperial Army, lo army list look like to you? Now, we've replied to this in comments with target practice, target-rich <laughs> environment, easy target practice. Uh, a lot of dudes, I say, a target-rich environment. And he said, don't forget, there's 400 plus troopers firing back at your elite spacemen. It's like, but they all have torches. They do. <laughs> you say that, they all have torches. So they do. What they, and they, what they do is illuminate your army a lot easier or make it easier for us to find you. When he says Imperial Army, he doesn't mean Solar Auxiliary, does he? Is there an Imperial Army list? Uh, no, well, not it's Imperial Army militia. But I think uh, it's an interesting point because I don't think what you'd, we have in the 31st millennium or in the Horus Heresy in the context is the uh, kind of imperial guard that we all know and love the mass mass infantry don't, I don't think we've got that I think it, it for me um, I'm going to use an historical metaphor that might not mean anything to anybody but it's um, it's the equivalent of the satrapies from uh, the Persian the first Persian Empire where what you get is you don't have you don't have a Persian army where you've got uniform dudes from left to right in different regiments what you've got is you've got the king's household and then you've got Everybody else that owes feudal loyalty to him sending their own contingents. Yeah. So you've got actually got a real wild mishmash of stuff. You might have a dude with a sword and a, a shield and a spear stood next to a bloke on a horse with a bow stood next to a, somebody else, something else. I think if you look at the Imperial Militia, you can build an army that is, along what he says, like a shit ton of dudes with last guns. Yeah, of course you can. Um, however, the way, and it's one of the reasons why I like the Militia Army is that. The list isn't for that. Mm -hmm. Like Imperial Guard, classic forty k. It is about you know you got regiments of four. Astra Militarum. Oh, my apologies. Yes, thank you for the correction. Always be Imperial Guard to me. Um, this is the Guard, son. <laughs> no, this is the Astra Militarum. Oh, that's really well. Tons of it. That was a forty k thing. It was about uh, the ties, and it was about and actually the, the Imperium having you. Fight for them. Yes, it and was... indeed, that, that's what the solar auxiliary are for me. Yeah, the solar auxiliary. You know, if we think about analogs between thirty k and forty k, solar auxiliary are the imperial guard. That's what they are. Yeah, 
they're just very expensive to purchase. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I like, would say the Solio Auxiliary are more like the Tempest Scions. I think that's more what I thought because I don't see the uh, Solio Auxiliary being mass infantry on the scale of Imperial Guard. No, no, no. I, I don't mean it like that. What I mean is in, in terms They're of wrong. oh, the regimented. Yeah, yeah. This is an army. Yeah. This is. But I think uh, that's, that's where the confusion is. is that Solio Auxiliary have got that role, but they're along the lines of the the more the the, the numbers are smaller. They're smaller units. You're not talking about detachments of. 40 men charge across the battlefield with last guns. The Imperial Militia Army list allows you to do that, mm. but because of the variations you can play with it, people don't want to. You know, they, they want, they, they, it allows you to come up with these different ideas, come up with these different options for, like you've got to look at a mechanical route because you've got those different rules in there. Mm. I, I think if you were to go, like, I just want to build an Imperial Army that's 400 guards with last guns, it'd be like, how bored are you going to get with that? I don't I think, know. I think, I think yeah, is, it is a point of the militia list is so open, it's almost like option paralysis. There's so many different yeah, things you could choice. do. Um, if you were to try and build the standard Imperial Guard army, like you say, it would be quite boring because they don't have a lot of the options that made guard lists interesting. But they do have access to some, like, for example, they've got the Nemo tank. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, they yeah. have got some options, I mean, but then it does actually say in yeah, what it does say in the rules is it, it quite clearly. It's same with the Ogryn units and some of the other things. It says we're calling these Ogryns, we're calling these Lehman Rust tanks, but actually these represent such a wide diversity of what would be brought by planetary or system wide yeah. authorities. I mean, it takes us back to the conversation well, we had, Will, about yeah. the roughs and smooths. I mean, and I, quite that. frankly, I've not looked at anything beyond the Grenadier squads in the military army. What? Purely because. So, like, I, for, for example, like if my. It's, you know, Geno 5 2 are running the thematic army thing there. Yeah. yeah. So I've had this idea in my head for a long time to do a Dark Mechanicum cult. Not not Dark Mechanicum, but like, like I'm on a Forge world, the, the Mechanicum on the Forge world have gone bad, and this is what we do now. And it's. Them as yeah, but it's, like... it's things like taking the Crypt Horrors from AOS and using. Uh, cabling and stuff to make them basically into giant autoflagellants and things like that. So they're like weaponized gene bred monstrosities. That's an Ogryn, as far as, I mean, maybe a Chaos Spawn if I use that, but it's, it's an Ogryn as far as the rules are concerned. But yeah, like you, you have the exosuit dudes you were going to use. Yeah. yeah. There's so there's a I'm lot of scope. trying to recreate uh, early Inquisitorial Stormtroopers yeah. in a way. Uh, but just what does the Imperial Guard army look like? Yeah, that's the so, thing. Yeah, We've, you, you can't pin it down. It. If you want to go, if you want to take your Imperial Guard army from 40k and essentially use that in 30k, you can physically do that with the Imperial Militia army. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it's not a, it's not an aesthetic question for me. I think I would, it totally look like, um, you know, if you were, if you. It, if it's not, if it's not, even if it's a planet, it's like a PDF or something like that. But we're probably talking like system-wide things, the normal public habitable planets. Do they have access to the artillery in Imperial Militia? Yes. Is that, yes. So do. Is there anything yeah. that's specifically missing from an Imperial Guard army from Forty K? I'm just trying to get me around this. That you mean, basilisks are a thing. To me, you take mobile artillery. I think that would be the only thing that would, to me, make an Imperial army. Like if you were to take because right. the Imperial Army is what supported the legions in the Crusade. Hmm. Uh, Solar Auxiliary was specific to Solar. Uh, yeah, the Soul system. system. Yeah. Imperial Militia is to represent those random armies out there that are on planets that you, you're not necessarily seen, or mm -hmm. you know they're like the P, uh, PDF or whatever they call uh, on that particular planet. 
The actual Imperial Army is what supported the legions. Once they've decimated the stuff in the Imperial Army, goes and kind of mops up while they move on to the next one. I think basically the, the way you get, when you say what does it look like, basically imagine the Imperial Guard of 40k, but I think you'll have some bits missing, like you say, the mobile yeah. artillery. I mean, from, from a Crusade fleet point of view, the Imperial Army were the colonists that were left behind when a world was taken. It's just that a lot of them were conscripted into the Imperial Army. So yeah. like when a world is taken to compliance, if, if it is forcibly taken to compliance, an Imperial Army unit's left behind. I mean, I mean, are we, are we maybe going? Is maybe the question more about the aesthetic? I don't know. This thing, but you, there's, there is no set aesthetic. If no, you want to use, if you want to use Vestroy and Firstborn, use them. If you want yeah. to use Mordi and Iron Guard, they look a bit dated, but use them. Or do what Lance just did and mix them up. Have yeah. different units that are from those different areas to represent, like you said. That you know, we've, 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 you know, we're uh, Death Guard. We've, com- we've forced compliance on these um, planets, so therefore our Imperial Army's made up of these guys from this planet, these guys from this planet, and you can do that with an Imperial Army, no problem. And then the aesthetic is just what you want to make of it, um, you know, or do you want to go for a uniform look to them all? No, see, for me, what does an Imperial Guard, uh, well, not what Imperial Army. Imperial Army look like, and it's, if you watch Solo, where you see the Imperial Army and the Star Wars IP, where basically you've got stormtrooper squad leaders and then you've got cannon fodder. Yeah. And that, to me... So, so, so guys that have got a better kit, that so, are so guys that are in control, no, are in charge. So, so what you'd have is you'd have, you'd have obviously your bog-standard humans, but you'd have a space marine leading. Yeah. Like army of dark compliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what I, yeah. that's how I imagine them to be. So, so is it, would we be saying that maybe the Imperial Army would be an allied force? To a uh, or have uh, marines as allied to an imperial. No, 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 no. So, so you I mean, represent that element. Uh, that the, the he he may he may be chasing the the idea that at some point there will be a imperial army list. Could well be. But I think that's what the militia list is there for. You can certainly do an imperial army. Yeah. yeah. So he also asks, what do we think army lists will look like once we get to the siege of terror? I think I think I think, I think this is him driving towards what. Unit new units, what possibly new things will we see come into the game uh, from the law? Traitor wise, you'd look at demons, aren't you? It has to be demons. demons. I mean, there's sort of the Gal Vorbach, the Lupercali, there is the. We're, we're about to get the Death Guard, like, big change into Plague Marines. I mean, maybe more on the sonic weaponry of uh, um, Empress Children. Yeah. On the Imperial side? Maybe changes in what kit they can access? I don't know. I mean, from an Imperial point of view, you have the newer marks of armour. Um, that's about it. I mean, yeah, they, they, they didn't really change. They, they, they were still legions fighting See, if war. before Prospero, I'd have said custodians. I think maybe they blew their custodian load early. But then... <laughs> this no, is I, think, I think you're right. I think they... they that, that, I, didn't, I, don't, I was actually... As much as I loved the fact that the custodians came out, I think you're right, they should have waited till terror to make them exclusive to the terror I mean this is the thing they dropped the custodian Aquila Terminators and everything Aquila Aquilan anyway it's not a killer it's never a killer I'm sure that's what you told me it was no it's mispronounced as a killer in an audio drama that made me tear my face off (laughs) but it's Aquila Um, if they hadn't dropped the Terminators Siege of Terror would have been a good place to do it if they hadn't done the jet bikes Siege of Terror would be a good place to do it if they hadn't done the tanks Siege of Terror would have been a good place to do it we might see more of the Knights Errant. Mm. That'd be cool. We might see the Grey Knights. 
Maybe, yeah. I mean, or at least a proto version of oh, them. Yeah, the precursor yeah, to the, the Grey Knights. I mean, they've definitely been introduced. Yeah, they're in the fluff. They're there. Yeah. We know that we know that we were brought together. We know that most of them have fucking I mean, prospering. Spoilers here. This might be for spoilers for some of you guys in here as well. Um, do you want to say? Do it. Yeah. Uh, we know that I read a short story which is about um, Titan. They're yes. Building the yeah, yeah. monastery on Titan, and it, it's very good. Actually, very good short story that is. I don't know if you've read it, but it's uh, about a uh, an adept that comes across an anomaly in the numbers. And he starts going to his head. He goes to his like superior, and it's just bog standard adept, and he's getting hunted down. And he's like, I don't know what's going on, and he gets chased by this marine. And it turns out it's one of the night terror. He's like, Oh, what's going on? And like, oh, this and the other, the marine, the marine. It turns out it's one of the night terror. I can't remember if it was Garrow or one of the others. It might be Garrow. It might be in the short stories for Garrow. Might possibly. Yeah. And uh, they 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 follow this trail. This these breadcrumbs are trying to find out. Oh, you know, is there some sort of like conspiracy within the Imperial Army, or whatever? Da, 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 and they get on the ship and then they end up on this planet. Like, where the hell are we? Oh, it turns out we're on, t- on Titan where we're building. It's it's Malkador that's trying to hide hmm. uh, the building of the Fortress Monastery. If we do see them at Terror, they disappear from the lore after the siege because they're not looked at again. I mean, in the Beast Arises series, not mentioned in the there is there's literally three people in the whole Imperium know they exist, and the Beast Arises series gives you how the Death Watch are formed. It, it then explains like, oh, this is what's on Titan, and there's only a very small gap between the Siege of Terror and the Beast Arises. I think it's like I think it's less than a thousand it years. Comes just straight after the, not like after the uh, scouring. Pretty, pretty much, it's like pretty much straight after the scouring. So if we do get any Grey Knight related stuff, I mean, I could see us getting like the first iteration of Grey Knights alongside the Sisters. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's possibly something we might see at the siege. Anything, you might need something like that for the loyalists to turn bring yeah. in. But, I mean, being able to look at the problem we have with uh, Thousand Sons, we had a librarian to kind of counter that in, in Dublin. I, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see how they do um, demons in uh, Malevolence, but I don't think, I don't think we're going to see a, a sort of rehash of 7th edition demon codex no, it very, mu- it very much it. sounds like it will be like militia provenances yeah. types thing we, we know be. that um, the last black book is going to be the Dark Angels yeah uh, did that and Dark well that's the last Dark legion, Dark black, legion book. black book I mean we're going to assume they're going to do something separate for the Siege Terror based on like the Siege well, do we know they want to do Talon we know they want to do a 28 mil version of Beta Garmin mm. they've mentioned revisiting other parts of the heresy before they get to the Siege of Terror. I think they're going to let the Siege of Terror Black Library books proceed before they before they start. Because they can't handle it. Well, they can. I think they could. I think they could jump straight to the Siege of Terror. But there's a lot that they would miss out. That's kind of what I mean by they couldn't handle it, is the time scale. I mean, Alan Bly had a plan, but he didn't write it down and he didn't tell anyone. So now there's been a fair amount... I mean, they've admitted it themselves... That they're trying to work off the notes he had, and they're trying to work off like the stories that he's half written, but they don't know his full plan. So I don't think we're ever going to get the heresy completed as he would have done it. But yeah, I don't. I don't think we. I don't think they can skip ahead. If you like, they need to do. I mean, they don't need to do Talon, but if they, it's a book that people clearly want. Same as Baker Garman, people want that. I mean, 
if we're blue sky thinking it, we're probably gonna get a order sinister titan. I mean, they drop they drop rules for it. Yeah, well, that's we're almost there. definitely gonna see that in AT. Yeah, absolutely. But in, in terms of extra units, I don't, I can't, I can't think of anything beyond what we've talked about. Unless there's anything that's, I don't like the idea of stuff that is currently forty k being retrofitted to be then at the end of the heresy. So. Something like, um, as a poor example, uh, the, the you know the marine interceptor aircraft that's in forty k. Oh, they're there. mentioned. They're mentioned right at the beginning of the really? the heresy. Yeah, Stormhawks. Because well, I was under the impression that the this backstory of them in forty k is that they were quite a recent thing. Possibly. I mean, the name is used. It's right. never described. Okay. I mean, whether we start seeing things like that, so that forty k kits can be used in the her- later version of the heresy. I mean, I'm not sure I'd be happy about that. It depends how much they they plan to port over to plastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I think what you'll have is you'll have two options for your basic troop choices. So say, for example, you can have your tactical marines and your tactical support and your assault marines and all that kind of stuff. So your troop choices. Then I think what they'll do is they'll have... So you'll have your tactical guys and then you'll have your corn berserkers or your plate marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and the... I, for I, Traitors, and I definitely. think and I think what they'll do is they'll they'll give you the option so you can still so you can run a traitor force using your pre existing thirty K army and then if you want to kind of just put a bit of you know, some, you know yeah. slot onto some of the, the kind of a recently fallen stuff, then you'll have that. So you you can you can do kind of a bit of a mishmash. Do you think Loyalist might be reduced to taking only veteran squads? No, I, I don't think so. I think the I think what we might see from the Loyalists is more special character diversity. Like, we'll, we will almost we know we're going to get different versions of the Primarchs. Or the other thing with Loyalists, you might be able to get it where you have, um, like you know, on your your allies charts, where you you know what I mean you you, you have like say seventy five percent of your army is made of one particular legion. Well, then you you know you've got a choice of bolted on up to twenty five percent of a different legion onto mm. it. Yeah. Well, there are only certain legions act terror. Yeah, I know, but yeah. to, to, to rep- the, I mean, there's the Martian Mechanicum. You know, yeah. to rep- to True. represent the fact that you kind of like you know everyone's rallying around the boss man. And, and, it's, and you know, it's the, like, the other know, thing is, the like the the Emperor's household, which was the Emperor, the Custodes, the sister, the sisters, Malkador. You know, it's hinted at that there's other stuff as part of his household, other stuff that's guarding the palace. And they're all the ones that get all the really batshit weapons, like the Adrathic weapons and, and shit like that. So maybe we'll see something that we've never seen before. Hmm. Might see, uh, like, well, this is going back to what I you admired know, much about, you know, early versions of, not the, of the Inquisition, you know, agents, that sort of thing, more of the agents coming in. I mean, I don't think anything is beyond... Possibility and Bel- Belarusarius yeah, Crawl is now in the 30k narrative, so I'm not saying we're going to get fucking Primaris Marines. I will rage quit my life. <laughs> but so Bjorn Lund says, "What's the best romance in the Heresy? I.e., Dantioch and Pollux, Khan and Argletal, the Emperor and his throne, Argletal and the Red Lady." It is, isn't it? Because yeah. he, he out, out shadow of a doubt, he loves that woman to death, and he probably would love her to death if he had the equipment. <laughs> Ironically, his demon form probably does. I mean, all marines do. Mm. It's the big question: like, are they chemically sterile or not? Not according to the early Black Library books, but they don't really want to explain if they can get their fuck on anymore. I think there's definitely something going on between Lucius and Aaron. There's some sort of connection going on there. Well, Lucius the Eternal. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Meat Crimson King. <laughs> I don't want to. It's so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying there's actually a romance going on there, but you know, there's they're starting to it seems like they're starting to pair off certain characters in a way, and that seems to be one of them because Lucius is wandering around with Aramon. All right. Okay. Um, For me, it was mainly because um, he's pissed off the the guy that he fought in the Thousand Sons of Beat. Oh yeah, yeah. He wants a rematch constantly on that one. For me, it's got to be uh, the Emperor's Children book. I can't remember which one it's called. Fulgrim. Yes, and you got the the artist and the and the like the recorder person. The Keeler and I can't remember the artist's name. That was the painter of the picture. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and, that's, no, and that's, no, that was a woman. That was a woman. He means the sculptor. Franti Keeler is the becomes a saint, she, doesn't she? Yes, but she's the remembrancer that the sculptor has a thing for. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, that's quite a sweet little thing. Obviously, painting a picture in shit is a little bit kind of I'm, surreal. I'm still convinced that there's some, you know, Garrow's got a thing for the same. Really? Maybe. Mm, there's always, he's always, he's always kind of like, you know, wicked on knees and shit like that when she's around. <laughs> he's always polishing something, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, look at my bottle. He's, <laughs> he's always got his cloth and his napping powder. Oh, oh. Gary, oh. your 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 crotch piece seems to be a little bit shinier than the rest oh of Oh my right. lord! <laughs> this is going into the realms of slash fic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible question, isn't it? John Dorian says, "What right of war do we think epitomizes the Legion the most, and why?" As in, oh. so a Legion-specific right of war that epitomizes that Legion. Mm. I fire for I worries. Yeah, I think the reaping. Yeah, I'd go for the reaping yeah. death guard myself. The loyalist one, I don't really know. I mean, the Marascara is always. I've always thought Marascara was very fitting for Empress Children. Do you know? I think um, the, for, the, the, for the Ultramarines, I think it's the um, Vigil Aperti. It's the one where they've got the Ultramarines going. Come on, humans! You can be better than this. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's quite fitting. Um, I mean, you, to be honest, there's the white scars one, which is the only way you can play them, really. Um, Allegedly, at the moment. Yeah. Well, it's not the only way you can play them. I mean, talk to Phil. I mean, really, yeah. the Dark Angel currently the Dark Angels ones. The Ravenwing Protocol yeah, and so um, Ironwing. Iron just because it, I mean, oh, that's something I like to see them expand in, the, in their own book is the the wings. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. I think that, that really... I, I honestly think going forward, if Ravenwing Protocol is a thing, they can't have monomolecular acid because it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and you're all dead. Well, it's just exploitable by cunts that think it's okay. And it's one thing to do a jet bike list and paint it white and go, jet bikes are the only thing that uh, white scars understand. <laughs> It makes you a Venusian sex pest, <laughs> but it, it's okay. But then to say, oh, I'm doing Ravenwing Protocol and it's an aesthetic choice, it's not. It's a power gamer choice because you weren't doing it before. Marksman vets weren't a thing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm when when Ant said, Ant yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to do Ravenwing Protocol, and we all said, oh, you game, you cunt. <laughs> and he went, oh, I'm only having two units of jet bikes, the rest are all outriders. Wow, well, legit. That's, that's cool. Mm. But. Yeah, Ravenwing Protocol is fitting if it's done in a more narrative sense as opposed to just flooding the table with jet bikes. But then the thing is that you do have a choice of don't play that person. Oh yeah, I mean in a in a in a microcosm you do. Moving away from the, oops, 
story. Yeah, I mean, then they answered the question. I mean, to me, the Dark Angels, White's War, suit their Legion very well because it expands on their wing idea. I would, I would suggest there's one that I think is particularly fitting for the word bearers, but isn't specific to the word bearers, and that's sacrificial offering. Yep, sacrificial offering is really yeah, good. good are there any we think that are legion specific that don't work? Uh, well, one that doesn't make sense to me, uh, and it's only to me. I mean, you might probably disagree. Is the um, head of the gorgon for Iron Hands? I don't know how it works. It's meant to represent them outflanking everything in tanks and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, and, uh, to me, that's not what. I see the Iron, Iron Hands being all about. You see, uh, 30k Iron Hands always strike me as being quite different to the stuff I understood about Iron Hands from 40k. Yeah, in, they are very different, very yeah. different. In 30k, it's they are quite cle- clearly a mechanised thing. It's like, yeah. we all want to be in tanks. Which I get, which is totally cool. Yeah. It's like, you know, the flesh is weak. I, I, get, I get that, but that's essentially an armor breakthrough list. Yeah, it's, it's, but actually, quite a few of the rights of war are the standard right of war plus... Yeah. yeah. So if you think about um, headhunter, no, not that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, scales of the Hydra. Scales of the Hydra. Yeah. Um, but specifically, Iron Hands one, it turns it into like this very outflanking, like it almost feels like a scout. Type. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to represent the fact that they're using their tanks and their mobility to move way out and flank in and basically surround yeah. the enemy and crush it. But I don't know. For me, my immediate idea is that they are. Outflanking, like scouting, and it's, that doesn't feel like their mm. their thing. To me, I would just go well, it's make, make a slight change to the uh, on breakthrough list. That's I don't know how. Maybe have a different tank as your compulsory choice, or something like that. But not have them outflank as a standard as an option. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's mm. that to me is the one I the one jumps out to me and me on top of my head. Okay, should mm. we take one more? Oh, there's, a, there's quite a few good ones. Let's, let's do a couple of the quick ones, okay. and then we'll do one proper one. Okay, do it. So it goes, which is your Kevin, your favourite Kevin Bacon film, and why is it Tremors? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Have what? you never seen Tremors? It's really good. It's really good. It. Worth watching. I'm not, I'm not Alan Bad. No one can see my face, but it is a mixture of... You can of, tell. Of, it's a confusion. It's just a confusion. So John Adamson is, is whining about... Calth <laughs> uh, and Prospero going away. I don't think they have. No, yeah. no they, they've taken them off the yeah. website. Off have the they been website. taken off the website? I'm pretty yeah. sure they're, they're, they're still available. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're. You can still buy them from shelving places, but no, they've gone. From now the they've released the website. individual box sets, as in Mark Four Marines. You know, Mark Three Marines is individual. I mean, they're, well, they're three and four years old now as box mm. sets. But I mean, the thing is, though, it's one of those ones where. They were as, never going to keep them as, a, as soon as, as they a, got them a separate box. Do we think we're going to see start collecting boxes for the heresy? Mm, no. I mean, we know that they want to make Mark II armor in plastic. I think I don't think you'll see it on a pure basis that there's not enough variance because a marine is a marine. No, but if you think about, there's recently been a big push on Primaris and it's not gone as well as they wanted it to. So, but. At the same time, the Kalth and the Prospero boxes have sold... Millions. Well, they've sold out several times because they've had to make four or five different print runs. Mm. It makes business sense to repackage a Kalth box into a Horus Heresy start collecting box. True. It makes sense to say, right, you can no longer get Mark II resin armour. Here's a plastic box that's... 10 marines and maybe slightly cheaper than it would have been from Forge World. But that's by the by. Alistair McGregor says cosplay, yes or no? Um, 
Uh, I'm all for sexy cosplay if my partner wants to engage in that. Not no. But is that just in the bedroom cosplay? Some of the stuff I'm thinking of, I wouldn't want them to wear out. Right, so street. you're not taking it to Comic-Con? No. 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 Uh, for me, cosplay, yeah, do it if you want to, but... I'm, I have no real opinion. Like, I've cosplayed in the past. I dress as a wizard sometimes in a field. Yeah, but that's I, a lot. I follow cosplayers on Facebook. I um, bet you do. <laughs> the thing is that they're, that's called stalking. Spin. They're really, really skilled artists. Oh, yeah. A lot no, of them no, make really, really good stuff. Have you seen the mechanical wings that someone came up Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just my work. You know, I'm always impressed at how the level of detail they go to. My, my only problem with it is that I don't get the point of... I don't have a point of reference for about 95% of it. yeah. It's yeah. all anime, mostly. Yeah, I, so, I have no point of reference for Dan it. Dan Collister, on a scale of one to soggy, how excited is Dan about Adeptus Titanicus and the 30k channel? He's already cool. I, I, I am positively <laughs> the Mariana's Trench. That's how soggy I am, baby. Right, and we'll end it on a, a, a one last serious one. So, Robert says, given that it's been over 18 months since Inferno dropped, do we think Heresy Black Books are on a two-year cycle? Or are they just waiting longer for Malevolence due to the Age of Darkness version 1 release? And perhaps a bit of post-Allen company reshuffle? Also, does the standard human morning after pill work for Venusian insemination tentacle violation? (laughs) Uh, Well, in terms of the second... uh, Because that's a relatively straightforward answer because Keith Fazy has already had... uh, He has has, um, explained that it depends how many of the sex fronds attached and how many of the sex bladders emptied. Yeah, he knows this because Alan went round to his house the other day and he thought um, he'd left some socks or something and actually I said, no, 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 there is sex pods. Yeah, the egg pods. You need to... Don't you need to boil them and then... Either that or just set fires to the house. Yeah, probably burn it's the house down. Really yeah. yeah, he does a lot of weird stuff. Um, but yeah, eventually we'll figure it all out. But no, the are we on a two-year cycle, do you think? I think... I mean, they've been in an unusual situation, haven't they? So, as you said, Al Bly was leading the whole thing. He died, passed away, and I think they were playing catch-up for a lot of that. And then they've, they've got a lot going on. We've been told that their team is just not big enough for what they were. What well, they were yeah, yeah, they're on a massive recruitment drive at the moment. Still, that's you're going to be always playing catch up. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying they're obviously they've obviously recognised that fact. They, I mean, at the weekend at the beginning of this year, they mm. said we have not got the people. That no, no, no. Uh, the people, the people that we saw talking were saying, um, people that we brought in as to be extra people are now. Just the people. Yeah. They're not extra. It's to, it's to do the venue. team. Yeah. yeah. So they, they were building additional capacity, and then, you know, Alan Bly's death basically blew that out of the water, it would appear to have done so. Um, I don't know. I I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because you don't know. None of us work for, for GW or Forge World. None of us are on the inside. And if we were, we probably wouldn't be able to talk about it. But I suspect they're suffering from the classic situation where. You have a bottleneck resource who's key to a lot of things, who leaves, and then the organisation struggles for a good 18 months, two years as a consequence for that. Um, what was the release schedule like before Alan Bly died? It was, it was roughly one black book every year. Yeah, so I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're in 10 years. But the thing is, like, Alan... Uh, in the nicest possible way, Alan was the type of man that held all the information in his head in a way that he understood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. You, I, you it, have a lot of control over how that it, was released. But in, it, it, in also, industry, it also... I, I like people who like that. It also enabled him 
to sit down and crack out a black book and then mm. pass it to the editors and it'd come back and he'd do it again. It's very it's very evident in the Imperial Armour books that he wrote, like the Badab War, mm. which is I think the Badab War is the first Imperial Armour book that has that black book feel to it. It's it's a historical A lot of background. Yeah. It's it's almost it's a reenactment type book, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a historical wargaming book set in the future, as mm. we've as we said before. I think to go from someone like Alan, who's very unique in the way he did things, who was very unique in that he had a, such a handle on not only the law of the Horus Heresy, but also the law as a whole, to, and this isn't to the detriment of the new writers, mm. but I, you know, Anuj maybe does not have the grasp of everything that well, Alan did. Too, no. And this is the thing, he, he could do a book a year because it was just him now it's a team and being a writer that has worked as part of a writing team it's bullshit <laughs> because you have a vision you are executing your vision and then Joe Bloggs who has got to write X number of thousand words on the project has a different vision and hasn't as deviated from the brief or has not bad it's just no, no, different. It, it's different, and and it's meshing everything together in a way that makes it work. Coherent. You know, you couple that alongside the fact that yeah, Forge World are diverting staff into the specialist games. Forge World are diverting resources into Titanicus. Forge World are diverting resources into recruiting sculptors and new writers, which then have to be brought up to speed. I think you've touched on something very briefly in that. Uh, but I think it's been a big contributor factor, and that was the re-release of 40k. They have admitted, they said mm. that that yeah. was, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying who it was that said this, but I definitely heard someone say that that was dropped on Forge World. Right, it was Maybe. Tony Cottrell. It was, wasn't it? And it was on, it was live on Warhammer TV. That's so it's not a secret. Yeah, no, so I couldn't, I couldn't remember, that yeah. was all it was. So they've said, we had no idea that was coming. Yep. No real idea. Uh, to have that level of work dropped on you in any biz- in industry mm-hmm. is bonkers. It's why that there's no... H-E market in the US. <laughs> They could have had a plan for the next year to do the malevolence. This, that, well, they did. Right, right. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, hang on, we've got to rewrite every single... Well, how many... How many uh, uh, take, take Fire of Sycorax, for example. Which was, which was one, meant to be Mechanicum and, and, and Minotaurs and Tau and everything like that. That was finished. Andy Hoare had written it. Edition, He'd it? written it as a freelance writer and then everything got changed over to 8th. But that's, that's, not, that's not taking a book Eight. and changing Eight. it to the new edition. That's taking every book they've done yeah. in the past and having to update yeah, for everything that's going to be updated. T- Tony, the Tony acknowledged that it had an impact on their ability to produce but the, the heresy the, stuff. You know, they've had a lot that's basically come in over the last two years that I, is just going to get in the way. I, I, think, I think personally, obviously, because nothing, nothing's really happened since book seven. No. And that's what, a year and a half roughly? Well, we had Age of Darkness version 1, which we needed, because yeah, it, it yeah. cemented the fact that it isn't going to change to 8. Yeah, so, okay, so we had we had, we had 7.5, basically. Well, no, because, yeah, everyone calls it 7.5, but I think it's more it's more healthy to think of it as version 1, because Andy Hoare, Tony Cottrell, Anuj, people that interact with... I mean, Andy Hoare said it... Uh, sorry, sorry, Tony Cottrell said it on Wyma TV. They will not port over... To eighth, while mm. the player base still wants seventh. Well, I think the thing is, though, for me, I'm not bothered about whether it's seventh or eighth. I know some people get quite emotional and 
you know, passionate about it. But for me, as long as I can play Heresy, then I don't give a flying fuck. But then, for, for, but it's one of those ones where, okay, so we've got first edition Heresy 30k. That was what, 12 months ago? That was Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's twelve months ago. Let's let's give it twelve months ago, and then since then we've had what nothing. We've had an FAQ, but then I don't think I don't think we'll see anything realistically till quarter two next year. Oh, the weekendo. Yeah. I mean, are we counting Titan Death as a no, black book? I don't think we will. No. No. Well, you, you don't think we'll count it, or you don't think we'll see it. I don't think we'll see it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you'll see anything till summer next year. And, and no, we'll definitely see a bright book at Heresy Weekend. Look. You reckon? Well, Mal- Malevolence, they announced, would be out before the end of this year. We think they're going to delay it to the weekend. Look. So they've got a black book. When's the weekend of that? February. February. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, but that's quarter one. But if I, I don't think you'll see it. I don't think you'll see the weekend. You might be able to get, you might be able to get a very limited amount of copies, but because it's one of those things where it's just, they're just bouncing around all over the place. All the stuff that's coming off. Last chance to buy because the molds are the molds are failing. And I don't think it's the molds are failing. A lot of the stuff is stuff that doesn't get bought. Yeah, so if it doesn't get bought, then for example, the torso kits they didn't get bought because why would people buy pay and people weren't buying paying extra for the torso kits when you could get the plastics are cheap. Hmm. Uh, and the reason why they're taking the Calf and Prosper off sale is because they now split those into the separate boxes. Yeah. But we don't know the reason. They can charge more for. We don't know the reason they've done it. No, we don't know the reason. You know, I mean, that's, there's that's there's, there's rumours, you know, there's rumours coming out of the various different rumour sources that are normally correct that they've done it to strip out the t- the game tiles and re-release them as start collecting boxes. Mm. The, well, yeah. I mean, there's rumours coming out that they're gearing up for a third Heresy box game. And I think there's. I think people are too ready to say, "Oh, Forge World are scrabbling. Forge World don't have a plan. Forge World are, you know, they're they're trying to recover and they haven't done it." I think it's easier to. I mean, if you if you've ever worked on a project and you've had someone who was a major contributor leave, whether it be through choice or bereavement or whatever, it messes with timescales in a way that you cannot claw back, like. They you have they have a near insurmount they when Alan passed they had a near insurmountable job to produce a black book to the time scale alongside everything for eighth. Nothing's really changed because eighth is still clamouring to have stuff. Eighth still wants rules for all of the stuff that comes out for heresy. They can't draw a line and say no, you can't have that because they're a business. They need the revenue to prove that the the game line that is viable. That's something I disliked. How everything that's available in Heresy all of a sudden became Heresy. Yeah, but okay. it kind of watered down. We're not forty k players, so it doesn't I matter. I, know, I get that, but it kind of like it was like um, it watered down what the point of the Heresy was. No, no see, because the thing is that the rule the rules to take the relic stuff in forty k is you know you have, you need to have. Normal, you can't have more relics than you've got normal stuff or something yeah. like that. And to be honest with you, the relic stuff that's in 30, 40k is just as killable as any other stuff. It's just got some fun I think shit. I think therein lies my issue. If, if Heresy moved over to 8th, it would stop feeling like Heresy. There is a lot of agency within the current 7th, well, the first issue, the first edition of Heresy now, that is removed by... 
the simplification of everything has wounds and 363 fire arcs. The fire, the fire arcs is the problem for me. But then the thing, the other thing as well, thirty k compared to forty k, is you've got so many little funky little rules that you'd, you'd have your data sheets would be fucking unbelievable. Yeah, but you you say that, but I mean, I don't want to get into a big argument about eighth versus heresy, but mm. there are the universal special rule issue in eighth is ridiculous. In that there are so many rules that are the same but have different names. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in heresy, you still have the universal rules. Mm. You still have flesh bane, armor bane. Which is which is exactly what I'm saying. It's one of those ones where the, your data sheets in eighth edition, if you if you ported thirty k to over to eighth, your data sheets would be one page per unit entry. Yeah, which is it, which is, is which is a waste of time. Whereas now it can have like it can have, you know. This unit's got blah, 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 blah. And you, everybody follows the same rule. And it's a lot more unique. I, I think we ought to position uh, Forgeworld to get Becca Scott to do a series of how to play heresy. Oh, yeah, videos. that's definitely a thing. I think that should definitely But happen. that raises the question, do they think heresy is a core game? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what, it's a core game for me. It is for me. Absolutely. I mean, I... I mean, when 8th edition came out, I was like, yeah, yeah, 8th edition, 8th edition, it's amazing. And I get to look excited about 40k. And then I got fed up with 40k, because uh, it was just the thing. And Heresy is my game. Kill Team is my way of playing 40k if I want to, because mm. it's the scale I want to play it at. Yeah, Heresy I... is me playing a game. I, I, you guys will know, I've played more games of Heresy than actual games of anything in the last year. It's got you I back will... into actually playing games. Ben. Absolutely, because it's just fun. Uh, and I can't say anything more than that. I've just enjoyed it's a nostalgia thing for me I just enjoy playing games like I used to it feels like, like I used to enjoy yeah it does for me it feel, I, the thing about a game of Harris it's like when we used to play at the old GW shop in Leicester yeah that is, that's how it used to fit, feel especially playing against Spin and my uh, Alpha Legion Dreadnoughts of Berserker that was genius but yeah no, it, that's why Harris for the near future for me even if they can it if they, if they announce next week that's it, Harris is done. We're, we're not, we're, it's dead, it's gone. We're, we're not supported anymore. You know, we're literally taking everything off stock. I, I've got, I would still play that game for as long as I can think because I've got stuff already. Yeah. We've got the rules, we've got what we need to play. Okay, it would be really crap for like Dark Angel players. Yeah. Uh, it'd be really crap for Malevolence players, you know, the, the White Scars players. That's where it would be annoying. I mean, it's no different from the people that still play fantasy. They've yeah. written their own yeah. edition, which is by and far regarded as the best version of fantasy. Yeah, I've even heard of people looking at making their own version of the Heresy Rules as they see it. Um, but for me, at the moment, I've got a rule book, I've got army books that I, I can use, they're not completely trash. I've got an army, I know people have got armies, we can playing games of heresy still yeah. I mean, uh, and it, it, the, the downside will be if they can it tomorrow is that there are people out there that are missing out on their armies that they've not got yet Yeah, absolutely. and that would be the shame yeah. um, otherwise it, I don't see it's not a bad system I don't I don't think there's a the, a prospect of them canning it any time no, soon no it was really. purely a point the fact that it's such a good game that I'm no, but this, this is what I mean there are podcasts and there are YouTube vloggers who are saying that the games workshop are killing the game that they're removing everything from online because they want to kill the game, that they're pricing out certain parts of the world because they want to kill the game. 
and it's it's hard to see from a from from Forge, Forge World is recruiting sculptors, it is recruiting writers, yeah. it is recruiting logistical staff. That when you look at that application form, it isn't saying, "Oh, you're going to be a general Forge World employee." You will be working for Forge World on the Horus Heresy game system on the logistics of delivering that system, on sculpting models for that system. And it's the same way as if you look on their staff website, you can see, oh, this person writes solely for Lord of the Rings. This person does the AOS content. They would not be recruiting all these people if they intended to kill the game. And I think certain people are running a scare campaign. Are they killing 40k because they've got rid of Elysians? Oh, of course they're not. And it's the same. It, this is this is the same logical fallacy that people are trying trying to put about that. Oh, the Elysians are gone, so forty k must be dead. Well, that's nonsense. Oh yeah, but they've taken away Mark II armor. No fucker bought it. Uh, and that's the cold hard fact of it. it no one bought it. It was easier access to get the plastic stuff. I, I don't like the Mark II armor. I'm going to say no. Anyway. I mean, there are certain legions which, which you know, law-wise, or mm. the Dark Angels and the White Scars, they had majority of, yeah. of Mark II armor. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, the, the reason why Mark II armor didn't go down well, or the reason why they can easily can it at the moment, is because they released the I mean, set, so it was easier access to get into. How long was it? Looked. It was. How long has it been up since Heresy first came out? Yeah, which is what over ten years ago. Well, Mark II, Mark those those are those. Resin kits were out before they actually released Wolf Heresy. Yeah. Everyone got super excited because, like, oh, I can now build uh, old school style marine armies that uh, look like from the Heresy in my yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh my god, they released Heresy rules. Woohoo! I think if we, if we don't see a black book this year, we'll see two next. And I don't yeah. mean we'll see two, we will probably, we will most likely see Titan Death and Malevolence next year. They have said they're going to do Legion Dreadnoughts. Yeah. Specific Legion Dreadnoughts. Now well, I've you've already got the Blood Angels of the Leviathan. Angel yeah. thing. This is it. I've, <laughs> I've heard on I've heard on the on the grapevine that that's not only Leviathans but also new box dreads, which is why they pulled all the box dreads because they're dated and they're too heavily stinted towards chaos because of 40k. Mm. If that's true, if they have pulled the, all those dreadnoughts because they're going to get retooled molds because they're going to get new yeah, miniatures. Designs. They got CAD. They can design everything in CAD now. This is the thing. I do different details. I don't think it would hurt Forge World for Andy Hoare or Tony Cotterill or Anuj or someone that we know, someone that we've seen on Warhammer TV before, to go on and say, I'm not going to give you a date, I'm not going to say in six months' time, but this is what we're looking at doing. Here is a rough list of things we're working on. Now, Privateer Press do it. Privateer Press say, in... The next year, two years, you're going to see the following things, and it and it helps the player base know that the game has got life to it. I think the reason why they might not do that is because of the amount of backlash they get when they don't follow that. But this is the thing: if it's you, you for example, they said that Lemons will be out within the year. If it's delayed till middle of next year, there'd be so many people complaining about it. So you do you don't talk in. Yeah, in terms of the certain, literally in just in the future, yeah. we are really planning on releasing these things. But then you've got things like the uh, the Deradeo bit on top, mm. uh, <laughs> the shield generator. Yeah, how long has that been out? Uh, been known Do about. You, isn't um, isn't there a? I saw something circulating about the only reason that's not out is because Tony Cotterill 
forgot to gave the go ahead for it to go to print. <laughs> and then and then when people were like, Why isn't it out? and he was sat there like, It it is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, we can't confirm. See, that. I read that and I was like, That's bollocks. And then I saw it like a couple of people going, Oh yeah, no, it's funny when he said that and I was like I, but then it could happen. I, I mean, if it's he, just one small pe- people are fallible, thing. you yeah. know what I mean? There's, and especially when he runs Forge Rob. Yeah. He has the final say on a lot of things. And, and in the last twelve you know, twelve to eighteen months it's been probably chaos for him. Yeah, there's um, been a lot going on. But yeah, I, I mean yeah, you're right. Having a this is what we have planned for the next for the foreseeable future, but we can't give you any kind of dead timeline, yeah, that's that wouldn't be that wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt at all. If they went Oh, in the next within the next two years we're going to produce this, this, and this, and it didn't. That's when I think it would be a problem. Hmm. I think I think what Forge World needs to do is take a leaf out of GW Community website and just kind of keep drip feeding stuff as it's come along. That's what they're doing. I mean, every week you know, you're getting I think at least a release update on Forge World hmm. uh, of some sort of via the Warhammer community page. Yeah, but most of it, most of it's. Um, uh, 40k Age of Sigma, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's not it's not necessarily 30k stuff. So even if you did like say once a month, you did like a bit of a newsletter type thing that actually had reasonable stuff in there rather than trying to sell you shit. I would really like to see a return of. I mean, it was in White Dwarf, so it was a while ago. But when the games designers had like a little column to say, oh, we're working on this idea, mm. just a little thing from a news or a little thing from mm. Neil to say. Hi, I am still about. This is what I've been working on this week. I can't tell you the details about it, but it's for X Legion or Y Legion. Or here is like a little tiny photo of a part of a model. Um, I don't know. It's it, again. It's one of those ones where it's it's hard to second guess what's going on behind the scenes. See, for me, right, part of me doesn't actually give a fuck because at least I can st- at least we can still play the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. we've still got the models. You've still got players around. You know, people are still talking about it, and it's one of those ones where you know, yeah, okay. So you know, you've got some legions that you're still waiting. I'd love to do Dark Angels, but you know what? I can wait. Um, it's it's just one of those things where as as long as they still produce models, so they kind of start filling the gaps. Because I think like your last Primark you had was what was it Dawn? Was it? think it was Alpharius Alpharius yeah so so as long as they still keep kind of plugging the gaps with regards to certain Primarchs and certain units and this kind of stuff then from my perspective I'm like yeah just keep it coming and and the thing is because it's so expensive anyway I don't want them to kind of do like obviously a GW release schedule where I'm looking at it going holy fucking shit I don't think they keep up with something like that no but just just they restricting themselves by holding back releases their events yeah but the thing is if that is what they are doing then yes but I don't believe that they're doing that no because like you say I'm thinking like you know Primarchs yeah but maybe if we really see those at an event yeah no but the thing is before they are showing anywhere else the thing is though if if it's I still remember the only Forge World open day thing that I went to this was before you paid and this was where we went to the GW one at HQ and we had like all the Titans and all that. This was a fair few years ago. And, and it, you know, you never got that kind of information. You never got rid of the seminars. It was like, oh, look at all the fucking models. And, you know, you know, it is like 15 grand's worth of Titans on a table. You know, aren't we all fucking dickheads kind of thing? And that's fine. But then nowadays, because obviously how, this, how it's all changed, 
you tend to find that people are not less so being more demanding, but they're like, you know, if it's a system, then, if it's a system, then yeah, they need to support the system, but then they need to do it in a way that it's going to be realistic, and and it gives us all kind of that that ray of hope to say, right, what are we doing? You know, are you know, the the um, all the kind of narrative events and the tournaments and all the all the like all the kind of independent stuff. It's like it's like the one over down at uh, Stratford next year, and 20 tickets, they'll go real quick. Yeah, they will. There's you demand. Know, you know, because it's, but then it's probably, the only reason this guy's only got 20 is probably because of the size of the hole, or the amount of terrain he needs, or it's his first one, and he doesn't want to go like fucking bookcats crazy. So, you've definitely got the player base, it's just one of those ones where, you, I think patience is required, is the best way to describe yeah. it. Which is why I said, there are certain quarters that need to back off and and give the player base the opportunity to realise that things are happening. Mm. Um, I'm not going to name names. Everyone knows who's who's saying what, but well, then that's that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's because you got different you got different contingents and different groups are saying certain things, you know. And it's like I'm no way in shape or form. Am I a fanboy? Because I, I'm a fucking system whore. You know what I mean? If I can roll dice, I'll fuck it, basically. <laughs> and Let's say we've been there, done that. And we, yeah, we, you know, we, 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 I mean... Yeah. But, but when, it, when it comes down to all this kind of stuff, it's one of those ones where, you know, if it, if I don't bring anything out for forty um, for 30k for a while, I'm like, yeah, no problem, I'll go and play some fucking Pirates, or I'll play some Titanicus, or I'll fucking go yeah, on Pawns. Like, yeah, you know, I'll go and do something else. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I've got my World Eaters, and I'm like, I'm like yeah, I'm liking these dudes. And then I'll play with those for a bit and I'll go, I fancy a bit of a change. Oh, let's go to my sister. So I can bounce around. There's enough options and choice. It's only it's only a few bits and bobs here and there, but you haven't got options. like So you've got the White Scars, you've got the Dark Angels, um, Angels. you've got the, the Blood Angel, you've got the Dark Mechanicum. They're the ones off the top of my head that are left. So we're, we're so close yeah. to getting the full package that people are like going for that final Which push. they have said... We would not even consider changing the system unless no. until everything we knew was released that the people could have a complete yeah, game. I, I think a it, complete game to play. it doesn't. It just muddies the water further by by talking about the transition over to eighth because they've said they're not going to do it. Mm. You know, everything they said on that webcast was we are happy as the mm. Heres, the, the Horus Heresy being its own system. Version two will be different. Version two will have a different psychic phase. Version two will have different ways that psychers interact with the game. It would be what we would have maybe have expected of the eighth edition of 40k if they hadn't completely changed the way it works. Well, yeah, eighth edition is very much the child of AOS, which is really odd because I really like AOS. Which is but I think edition. I think that's because it is easier for me to make the imaginative leap to say this dragon has sixty wounds. This tank, however, doesn't have any wounds because it's made of metal and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> it, it, rather than wounds, just think as damage points or hull, I can't, though. hull capacity. Go mech warrior. But, but this is it. I mean, mech warrior, yeah, but if I shoot if I shoot a Lando with a bolt gun, I don't expect to do any damage to it. We'll take out some lights. The abstraction of it is what I mean. Yeah. It's easier for me to abstract heresy because that's how de destroying a tank works. If they do heresy 2 and the psychic phase makes more sense and it's not so heavily 
like weighted towards psychers. Mm. There's more that you can do to prevent being, you know, thrown into the warp. Immolated. That's just going to enhance the game even further. True. True. I'm I'm of the opinion that they're not going to change something that works. Seventh edition 40k didn't work because of the formations and everything. Oh Jesus! Some of that was fucking it, it comedy was, value. It was in a it was army, in a I weird place, wasn't it? The army building is where yeah. it went. To be my opinion. Whereas heresy armor buildings really diverse. Yes, you have power builds. Yes, you have people that are only going to use jet bikes because they have no imagination. Yes, you're going to have <laughs> people that use clear bases because they're literally the worst. <laughs> but the game but is in a really good game. place. You know, you know what I'd like to see for thirty k? What? Fuck off! Yeah, I said fuck off the like the blood angels, the dark angels, and all that shit. I don't give a fuck about them. I want to see um, kill team. So what they've done? I mean, an in-house version of, of Kill Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they've done? So do what they've done recently for Forty K with the Kill Team, which is a fucking superb system, brilliant, brilliant system. I'd love to see a Thirty K version using the Mark One Thirty K rules. Mm. That's what I'd love to see. I mean, there's a third party that does it quite well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah, but you know what? I mean? That's what I want to see. So a, 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 a small scale skirmish version of Heresy. You mean? No, as in Heresy Kill Team. Since you all that is. Well, it wouldn't be small scale skirmish because yeah, everyone's an individual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. A small scale skirmish team where you've got individuals on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than the kill team game. Yes. Yeah, and that, and that, and that to me is, and that to me is what I'd like to see. Yeah. Because that, because then you have the excuse to buy that fucking funky looking dude and paint him up and make him look pretty. No, yeah, I completely agree but, with that. That would be something I'd buy. But with regards to like the two year cycle and all that kind of stuff, which was originally where this question comes yeah. from, I, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, but you know what? If if it is a two year cycle, it's a two year cycle. I don't, yeah, a two year cycle if it is logistically easier for Forge World to produce the stuff. models of a quality that we're used to hmm. and to produce rule sets that continue to be solid i mean i will always take the piss out of book seven but there are things in book seven like the sisters of silence Mm. which work very well there are things in book seven like the majority of the space wolves which work very well gray slayers are ridiculous but they can be fixed they've already fixed russ by removing the fact he can become invisible and only be hit on like an 11 on a d6 or whatever it is they're making because he's a twat. Well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but they're making steps towards listening to the community's issues and mm. fixing them. And if it takes them two years to do a book, listen to what we say. Bearing in mind, they can only play test a hundred times each, whereas there's thousands of us that play multiple times a week. Well, I spoke to Anuj at the Forger Open Day um, about. Uh, bits and pieces but what I'm thinking came up was about the um, what was said earlier the August car and he said as far as we were concerned we're happy with it at the moment however if over the next year or so we start hearing about you know it being overly used people only making gunline armies all of a sudden using all you know August cannons everywhere will we look at it if it changes the game that much we'll it's a knee jerk though isn't it it used to happen in no, War Machine all the time the point is that they are listening they are yeah. paying attention They're no just, I, I meant the, the community crying about it so yeah, yeah, much no, I mean, it was a knee jerk but I was, I was talking about what it was about them listening to yeah. us oh they are they are they're paying attention I mean right 
I, if we go over the top with stuff, they'll bring it down. This is it. We've had members of the Specialist Games team comment on our page. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jay, JTY. There's me, there's me paying attention. I mean, <laughs> he might have only seen it because I'd commented and we're friends from back in the day. Mm. That's by the by. Anuj and other writers... Um, Very active uh, on... Will, um, uh, Will Hayes? Mm-hmm. They're on all of the Specialist Games pages, the Titanicus page. You know, I know they're in like the Crusade and Heresy pages. So they're seeing what people are saying. They might not be engaging with everyone. They're not sitting there going, "Oh, we're doing something about that." Yeah, they, because they I mean, it's bad. It, it would be bad for for the the team if they sat on the internet all day going, "Oh, but we are fixing this." Oh, but we are doing that because as soon as you start answering the demands of a player base, you lose control of your game. Mm. That's Privateer Press's problem. They've lost control of their game because they've given too much agency to the players in the design. I would hate for Games Workshop to do that because at the minute, Heresy is in a very, very good place. If at any point it starts to slip, the community will tell them because they, they listen to podcasts, they engage with the community... You know, it's not like they're behind their closed doors going, we're going to make a space marine that sets himself on fire. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. You mean the regional them? Shh. Burn the witch. Yeah, I think, I think we're on our way down a rabbit hole. And yeah. It's late at night. And, yeah. Well, no, I, I think, yeah, I think the two-year cycle probably isn't far from the truth. But then, like you said, if, if you know, Mr. Blyer passing away and, and obviously everything else is kind of being jigged around at the minute... Maybe we're just trying to do damage recovery, and I think maybe next year you'll see a bit more stability come out of it. No, that'd be nice to see. Yeah. But the thing is, we're going to see next year and the year after and the year after that because nothing's happening. They're not getting rid of the system. Mm. There's more players joining the system than there are leaving it. They're recruiting people. And we just look at club. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we've we've experienced an explosion in players, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, like with, like with anything though, in any gaming club, we're actually the same. We have. Wings, it wanes from one thing to another. At the moment, yeah, they're, they're all over heresy. We you did a good thing with building up using the um, uh, using the Bell Stars thing. Uh, people have got themselves to a point where they can start playing games and they're organising their own games and having you know, fun with it. The, but then we're butterflies. You know, we're terrible at going, ooh, what's the latest game? Adeptus Titanic is the latest game. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm AOS. But when you said yeah. Wayne's, I just had the image of Wayne's ah. world. And I was like, what? <laughs> Everybody, there's always one bloody Wayne. <laughs> but there's always one. But this is it. But that they won't be going away. No. No, no. no and, and I think that's the thing. The, the thing that I always find quite um, heartening about Heresy is that even when people go and play other stuff, they do come back to Heresy. It's not a game that I would burn out on. No. Because I would take a play, no. I'll play a game, maybe next week and play something else, a couple of weeks of heresy. Whereas sometimes I play games where I get to the point where I'm like, I've had enough. War Machine. Yeah. War Machine went from being a fun game to a game that I had to play because I had to be one of the best players in the UK to a game that I then did uh, judging for until I hate the game. You burn out. And I, I've, I've reached that point where I can no longer engage with War Machine in any way, be it running an event, judging an event, or playing an event without disliking the majority of what's going on. And that's completely my fault, because I played it solidly for year after year after year, despite knowing I'm not having, not having fun. Whereas the heresy, if I'm not enjoying painting a model, or I'm not enjoying... 
playing a certain list, I'll just say, oh, Dan, can I borrow your ultramarines so I can have a, a break? Can I borrow your word bearers so I can have a break? See, that can happen to me back in for, uh, when we were playing 40k. When I worked for the company, I worked for the shop, I played them out. I got fed up with 40k. I was like, I can't play this anymore because I'm not enjoying it because I'm playing it too much. Mm. It happens. You know, it, it'll happen to anyone, but I'm a, what I like about Harris at the moment is that it's not a game that I want to... I don't want to play it every single week. You know, but one thing I'm happy to play it Every couple of weeks. Well, yeah. one, well, one thing I want to do with regards to heresies do more of, um, you know, like the reenactment games you get. So rather than yeah. rather than the missions you get, you I'll know, some scenarios, some yeah, like you know, like, scenes. From yeah, the yeah, the scenario, like you know, the kind of the narrative scenario type of stuff, and that I think that's I think that's what I like to do more of. Mm. You know, with regards to like, cause it's all very well playing like capture the flag or. You know, you've got to find a bit of tech, or you know, oh look, there's there's a dead bloke go and fucking extract his brain or whatever. They're all they're all very well and good. We've said this that we I reckon between the people at the club that are collecting different armies, mm. especially if you and I are thinking of Salamanders, we could recreate parts of this one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we could easily do this to one. Mm. Um, Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, but are, but are those but are those narrative missions? Are they only in the, the black books? They are, but so we have the black we've, books. We've got, we've got, yeah, I've got right. most of those. Have phone tape pictures banged on. Yeah. Well, Ali has all the black books, and he, he doesn't. doesn't no, he doesn't use them. He sold them, didn't he? No, no, he kept the black books. He sold everything else. In fact, Phil's got all the black books. Yeah. I have to decorate his living room, so he owes me a favour. Between club, we have access to the black books. We have access to. I mean. Well, maybe that's one there's, thing. There's maybe... entire narrative campaigns that people have written mm. that are like in the same style as the the um, historical engagements. Yeah. The the people have just put online for free. Yeah. Well, this is it. Victory is vengeance. Yep. That's like small the scale second, the second book. That is. It's not the down to the individuals. It's a bit different. It's more well, like the old style. You get your team. leaders, but and um, your troops are kind of disposed, but disposable, aren't but they? But yeah, that's like a, that's a small version of heresy that was in not the second book, I think. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but we could certainly do something like that. I mean, is it I've Heralds got, of Ruin? Do the kill yeah, team? Kill of Ruin team? Is the, the sort of thing you're thinking of. Yeah. Okay. I'll go for that definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, this is well. The thing is, obviously, this year is pretty much gone. Um, Don't say shit like that. Why? Because the closer we get to Christmas, the closer I get to having no money again. <laughs> Be- because houses are expensive, as you well know. Welcome to the adulthood. Because <laughs> <laughs> in there wants Christmas presents. All my family want Christmas presents. Well, they don't want. Well, they do want Christmas presents, whether they get them this year now or not. think. Okay, this is this is where dad mode kicks in. Yeah, only buy what you can afford. Oh yeah, obviously. And only give what you want to give. Give your brother some socks for the ones you've got. Oh, fucking, he's he's gonna get punched in the head. Um, yeah, but, but this is the thing. It's not. I'm not going to spend money I don't have, mm. but if it comes down to my hobby budget versus like the Christmas presents and stuff like that, my hobby budget takes the, the sideline. Oh, no, don't, like yeah, it. no. This is it. After, so what are we in? September, so October, so I'm going, what? I'm going Prague in a couple of weeks. That looks good. Well, yeah. you're fucking everywhere. You are. You know what? And I've just, and I've just paid. I've just paid for the the Russian shooting experience. Yes. <laughs> Try and find a nightclub. It's underground because a lot of things are underground. But there's a nightclub that goes into all sorts of little kind of like alcoves. I'm going to be with Chrissy, so it's got. Yeah. Be, it's got still, to be. you know, she's open minded. I'm guessing. <laughs> you, we went is, to, it, is this the one that you found that bird flicking herself off? 
I was told about that, but that was in the same place. Oh, right, okay. But she was originally pole dancing on the bar. Dear Chiari. I went into the dance floor, I went into the, not into the dance floor area, which is a separate room that had a, literally a classic kind of eight, uh, 60s, multi-squared, coloured dance floor. And then one of the lads came in and went, you need to go see this. By the time I got there, I was like, what? She was doing something on the bar that we, we weren't expecting her to be doing. Okay, yeah, so, it was I'm, a big shit. With regards to your hobby budget, obviously, because like, I'm, well, I'm Prague in a couple of weeks, then I'm going over to Crisis in Antwerp. You also have a child. I also have a child. So the thing is, uh, after Crisis, that's it. You can kiss goodbye to my hobby yeah, yeah. For, for a good two months at least. I'm not going to be dropping, obviously, what I normally drop on it because it'll be one of those things where the crew. Why are you from. pulling that face? I've, Assuming it goes well, I might be a bonus coming up in the year. You're such a cock. I, I, I find out on possibly Friday if I've still got a job. You will have a job. Yeah. Like so. they've, they've put you on suspension for this long, they've paid you this much money, they're not going to fire you after all that, are they? If they are, they're done. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Let's see what happens. Just walking with well, your cock out. No, no don't do that. No. Right, it, might, it, might get, it might get another six months you know, of suspension. You know what I might do is, it's one of those things, you know, like from. Um, Alice in Wonderland, where you've got the the Mad Hatter and his tea party, and he just he just like blah 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 fucking loses it, and you'd be like, yeah. I thought you were going to start talking about taking mushrooms. No, 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 yeah. no, no, because no, no. that'd be you know bad. Right, it's nearly half eleven on a yes. school night. We Good should night. wrap up. That's, yes, yeah, it's been, been emotional, gentlemen. Yeah, it's we've, been, we've, 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 we've we've been. Serious tonight. A reunion. We? We've hit mm. loads of topics. Yeah, but then the thing is, though, now that obviously back in. Um, this, uh, this neck of the woods the mighty oh, Leicester well, for all our listeners it's it's not going to be as long between episodes now so we're going to hopefully get back to the the monthly podcast six yeah, weeks yeah. six weeks well yeah at most it will be like the six ideal weeks. is once a month depending on crap schedule I will definitely work on getting dining room chairs for you guys yeah. so well, no, one more now that we can because you're back in Leicester is we can do it on weeknight okay Hopefully not so hard as as this, but um, we can easily do it on a week like more. But yeah. before we kind of have to wait till the weekend. When just you're just down. next time we'll I'll make food instead of you guys ordering pizza. Yeah, that's that's the, but then the, the thing is, uh, for the next episode, we need to do the obviously the uh, retardanaut. Retardanaut. Yes. So, so for the next episode, we've got retardanaut. We've got someone who sent us a list. Yeah. Um, we will have probably ask anger on questions and yeah. some more yeah. law so questions. Yeah. Asking us about uh, discussing more of the fluff or the background have, stuff. Yeah. So we thought about possibly doing Legion episodes, but working backwards through the legions. So start with the Alpha Legion, and then go concentrate more, their, more their background. Or what? Or just roll a D twenty at the end of each episode. Oh, we could. Oh. But what if we get one of the missing legions? Do I get to make something up? We just basically turn around and talk. We talk no, about if orcs. We get, if we get eleven, orc talk talk. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. To talk about if it is one of those two. We talk about like, if we get eleven or two. Now, nits. Tau. Tau. So we talk about sperm. No, protozoa. Protozoa. So evolution. But I don't think like solar auxilia or yeah, or yeah. those bits that were involved. Mm. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, those bits the, that are outside of the legions. The chaos following me likes the D twenty idea. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, or, a real, that's a much better idea. Or then why don't we just? I was just trying to think how we could do it on the Facebook thing. We could we do a Facebook video of rolling the D twenty, rolling the D twenty, so people can't go. Ooh. So is this going to be like the scenes from Red Dwarf where they're trying? Mm. 
bounce on it, it just bounces off the camera. Oh, well, no, it's so, we'll get one of those. We'll get one of the soon-to-be Fat Cat branded dice rolling trays. Absolutely oh, yeah. available soon. There we are. What, from, a, dice from, a, from an ant? No. <laughs> there's, always, there's always one jerk in there in the listen, corner. Listen. Yes. Because you've got to give me a left name, so I've got him nice. Um No, no. He could just take his keys. He won't know where they I've are. Got, actually, actually, I've got Uber on my fucking phone. <laughs> Fuck you, Spence. Um, no, no, no. But it's one of those ones where, yeah, because I've, you've obviously got the dice map bowl thing, and then I need to sort out those bags as well. But then I might, what I might do is, you know, depend, depending get, on... get like a branded D20. Well, no, the thing no, is, the I thing is though, what I'm, what I'm tempted to do is find out the price from this guy um, that's going to do these like dice map things and look at like the quantity of numbers and then obviously see if we can get something sorted out for the price Hell of yeah. box, So, mm, so merch, before we sign off, we will soon have Phosphex Party branded merch. Yes. Okay. And we currently have a Facebook page called the Phosphex Party Destroyer Core. Mm. Everyone should find it and join it. That's where we're going to be talking about the stuff that we don't talk about on the open Facebook page, like how you can buy our merch, how you can come to the events we're running, and um, how you can get events. conversion ideas from Spin and things like that. Yeah, yeah. if you want to ask questions on some stuff like that, or painted advice or anything like that, it's probably a better place for us to respond to yeah. uh, than the actual page or. I mean, we've said we've got the email, we've got the uh, messenger group. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it, join the destroy group. Yeah. So um, you want to search Facebook for the Destroyer Core, which is the core as in C O R P S. Um, we have our email address, which is phosphexparty at gmail dot com. So you can send us any list stuff or any fluff you want us to talk about. No dick pics. You can send dick pics, but I will definitely no forward pics. them to Spencer. After I forward them on time. Damn. Wind us up because people are complaining they've not heard enough Andrew WK and I need to play the song again. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Princeps, Senioris and Praetors. Have a lovely evening and we'll catch you soon. Peace! When it's time to party, we will party hard.